0: Welcome to episode 569 of Conversation Street, where we're going to be discussing what went on on Corrie between the 27th and the 31st of March. And by golly, wasn't there quite a lot that went on this week? There was. Big episode, big episode on no, Monday. I'm I, Are you? Oh, fancy. Yeah. I'm Michael. And um, the episodes that we're going to be talking about are episodes 10,912 to 10,917, if you're counting. So, um, yeah, big week this week on Coronation Street. Like we talked about last week, it's a shame that still I'm still gutted that there were spoilers. But um, it did seem that quite a lot of people avoided the biggest spoiler to do with Ryan, doesn't it?
1: Well, wouldn't you say that the the actual attack itself was a was the big spoiler, and then the sub spoiler was the twist? Well, I don't know.
0: It's quite it's quite clever kind of misdirection, I would say the the official marketing for what happened this week, um, but anyway I'm sure we'll get into that more I just wanted to get out there no, first yeah. but but no, it was yeah. it was a great episode nonetheless I'm looking forward to chatting with you about that later um I also wanted to start off by saying thank you everybody who came along to our premiere of our bonus podcast YouTube episode this week which was the changing sets of the rover's return
1: yeah we did that
0: we did do you want to say I, I want to say anything about that it was great great. Well, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it, I thought it, thought
1: it sounds good. so stupid. I don't know what it is, but that episode, I'm like, oh, you sound you, like such an idiot. You weren't
0: happy with yourself on that one. Well, I was were like, you? that was
1: crap. That I was did, rubbish. I didn't
0: think so. I was I was annoyed at myself because it was having flipping mouse clicking all the way through it because I had because we were clicking away on I the touchpad really on that, I mean. on the on the Mac. Um, and that well. especially in the second half of it, so it, it, but neither of us were one hundred percent happy with how that episode turned out. But I'm still like, I still think it's a great little project we did that we've been thinking about for quite a long time. So if you've not, if you've not seen or, or watched it yet, we basically took every single room of the Rovers and the outside bits and just take a look at how it's changed since um 1960, which in some cases is quite a lot, in, 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 in some cases in completely nonsensical ways. But um, it, it did involve collecting together like around 200 pictures or so of the rovers from, from the internet, from scans of books and things. So the YouTube version has got all of those um, sort of slideshowed into it. And it's, it's worth watching, honestly. I, I, even if I do say so myself, I thought it was a jolly good episode of the podcast. And um, hopefully people have learnt a few things from it. You did, didn't you? How many rovers fires were there? Two. <laughs> yes, it was. Are, are you alright today?
1: yeah okay
0: sorry maybe i'm fe- or maybe i'm just feeling particularly jolly today because it's it's my easter holidays now from school so i've got two weeks off which is lovely um we've got some lovely cori things planned for the next two weeks you'll have to wait and see what that is um but yeah i i've had to i've had a to... looking forward to it looking forward to it um what else have we got happening anything else Gemma? well, well i've
1: got i've had plenty to say but i haven't had a chance to oh, say oh no go on you it. say it you say but it it's, it's moved on now no it's not I was just going to say we avoided disaster this week with the Rovers set changing.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bloody
1: (laughs) Coronation Street for for decades and decades. Like, one blip, they show us upstairs. Like, how many times over the whole course of the show? Like, twice. (laughs) I know. And then and we're like, well, there you go, done that bit. And then we move on, do the whole recording. And then on Monday...
0: Yeah, because it, Monday? They were it like,
1: was. Look at this, everybody! We've got a whole new set upstairs. We
0: never record the bonus podcast on a Sunday, do like, we? Never, never. It's almost always got a Tuesday, we had to do Thursday. It because
1: Michael had to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours doing the.
0: Video. yeah so I thought well, let's let's do that on Sunday because we were going to record our Patreon bonus episode on Sunday didn't we we ended up doing that on Tuesday instead but I knew that the video editing would take a long time so it's like get it out of the way soon and then it was literally done and uploaded to YouTube just like privately ready to press the publish button and then they went and showed upstairs and the Rovers, which again we'll also talk about later but never mind never mind I've managed to I think we managed to do a quite good job editing it so you can barely even tell barely
1: barely, tell. barely.
0: Um. Okay, I know what else happened this week. Sad news, Gemma. Paul Grady died. Fan of Coronation Street. Think it's worth mentioning.
1: Yeah, that's sad news. I mean, I've had a horrific week, really. So that the horrible story in Coronation Street, mm-hmm. traumatizing. Paul Grady dying, and then also. Um, well I spilled curry on the microphone. Oh
0: yes, we'll talk about that. Sorry, Paula Grady, we will get back to you.
1: And but, hang what? on, I finished oh. The Last of Us Two. Oh yeah. And I need counselling. Gemma's
0: been playing The Last of Us Two. Now lots of you might have been watching the, the Netflix adaptation. Is it Netflix? Is it Netflix? No. Or is it now? No, Was it it's Disney HBO, Plus? H it? you know, the T V show of The Last of Us Two, based on a video game that Gemma's been playing this week and, and Well it, no,
1: no. I played the I I haven't I played the first one but I never finished it. Got to the bit in the show where I was stuck and I was like, "Wow, well, I'll just skip playing it." Onto and the watch second it. game, and then, but then I decided to start playing the second game. Oh my god!
0: Was it even more harrowing than Ryan being uh, chapped in the face with acid? <laughs> I finished playing
1: that game. I was like, "Well, what's the point of life?"
0: You really were mentally scarred by your visual ed- entertainment to, this week, weren't you? Why?
1: Do, what's the point? <laughs> so I was like, "What? What can I do that's fun and relaxing?"
0: Mm. what did you do? Don't
1: know. Nothing. Nothing.
0: This this is it. This is it. Um but yeah we we did get curry on the microphone this week. I hope it's I hope you can't I tell. Can't see it. No, I did I've been cleaning it off. We we got a <laughs> takeaway last night just be, because I'm just you, so depressed. Because the have had about <laughs> a, had a sad lie. week. Like, yeah. So as so I was coming home, home from school food. yesterday. You were like, "Can we have a takeaway?" Yeah, fine, that's okay with me. We got a curry and 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 I managed to get a splat right over the microphone. <laughs> but I'm looking at it now. Look, I've been going at it with a, with like a I've been pick. using like a toothpick skewery thing today, and I think I have got most of it off. Are we I hope, done? I hope it's not abandoned. Um, yeah. Anyway, for Paul O'Grady, I just want to mention him because he's he was a bit of a Cory fan. He was involved in the um in the stage play that was made in uh, 2010 for the for the 60th anniversary, which we never saw. Um, but yeah, he was uh, he's a beloved entertainer of Britain, wasn't he? He's like one of one of our favorite, not our us personally, but Britain's just he, generally he favorite very... guys.
1: He's one of these people that you'd find it difficult to find anybody who just would say anything bad yeah. about him. And yeah. Obviously, once someone dies, everyone's nice about them. But when he was alive, even everybody liked him.
0: Yeah, he was a real kind of champion for the underdog, wasn't he? Literally. And um, well, yeah, he, yeah, I mean, it, the, the one reason you might know about Paul O'Grady is that his programme always used to be on when Curry was on at half seven and half eight. He'd he'd be in the middle sometimes, would not he? The pile of dogs. Yeah, but but because I mean, he was he was um. I, I, he was a he was a northern guy, wasn't he? And he and lots of
1: northern com- guy. He
0: was a northern guy, a proper northern chap,
1: a northern lass. He was. Oh, he he
0: was sometimes, sometimes. a northern lass. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, he did have. <laughs> well, a, he was a
1: drag a performer. Drag he performer. played a character called Lily Savage,
0: who was my. he was yeah. also
1: a TV presenter.
0: Well, TV- Lily Savage. See, for me, that was that was my mornings before school when I was was a young lad, because. Um, the, Lily Savage used to uh, interview people on the Big Breakfast on Channel Four, and I told I told you and a couple of other people this um anecdote the other day. But literally, I went many many years in my in my youth in the early nineties having no idea whatsoever that Lily Savage was actually a man in drag.
1: That's bizarre to me because the voice, the part of the joke was that he just uses normal voice.
0: Well, I know, but you know, Phyllis so, so Pierce and you, everything. The
1: thing I don't think Paul O'Grady was famous like as himself
0: I know I, I don't, don't think, think anybody so.
1: really knew that much about him as a as a person so it's not like you were like that guy Paul O'Grady looks a lot like maybe they're related Lily Savage must be his sister or something yeah I mean in,
0: in his I mean Lily Savage I don't think has been he hasn't done much of her for for years now has he he's definitely been Paul O'Grady or he had been Paul O'Grady for a lot of his later life but um yeah no I I was what 10, 11, 12, maybe, when I was watching him pretty much every morning before school for years and <laughs> not realising. And I don't remember yes, when so I, I actually I found I wish, out, but I must have been could, pretty mind blown. If
1: I could travel back in time, right, <laughs> to see any moment in history, forget the forget like mis- mysteries or uh, important events or you know, assassinations mm. or whatever. I want to go back to you. That's a
0: proper soap opera twist, that is with
1: your serial. Halfway up to your mouth going, <laughs>
0: hang on a minute. The, I mean, the, the reason that I suppose we're taking more, more time on the beginning of this, the podcast that I wanted to do to mention him today um, is because he's also been appearing a lot on Coronation Street stars, Instagrams and social medias and stuff this week. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he was a big Cory fan and he'd met many of the Coronation Street cast. He'd performed alongside many of the, the Coronation Street cast in, in various... You know, stage shows and, and productions and, and whatnot so it was definitely definitely really felt in the in the social media circles that that we frequent so i i wanted to give him a little shout a little out tribute. yeah really unexpected um death this week well
1: it seems like to you know him was to have loved him
0: exactly exactly um Everybody also story, I, d- I would I just, there's some, one other thing that i'd like to mark the passing of very importantly walford weekly
1: podcast
0: this weekend it's the last one yeah so they've been going for 250 episodes now um and it's currently presented by alex and rob so this is an Eastenders podcast rob Innes, who um has been uh, had listened to um conversation street since well way in the early days hadn't they well yeah because um,
1: we invented podcasting about 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 television
0: yeah um so yeah they've been doing this show for a (laughs) a jolly long time i think rob's been on the on the presenting team for two three years maybe now but uh this weekend is the last one. Do
1: you know it's it's actually possible? Yeah, that is that that is sad. Wolfram weekly, but um, there was they, a they phoenix really rising good. from the as- ashes. Yeah, <laughs> the phoenix rising from the ashes. I nearly said asses. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's so, even worse. So there'll be another podcast. <laughs> yes, Rob is making yeah. another podcast, another yeah.
0: EastEnders podcast. Um, yeah, so, so good, good luck with that, that yeah. Rob. Yeah, yeah. And um, honestly, you guys have been you've been awesome, and I am. I, um, I do often think about how insanely jealous I am about your YouTube subscription numbers. But even though YouTube is still going on, because they they do spoilers on their YouTube channel, but we don't. I don't want to do
1: it. it. um, It's such an easy way to make money, but we're not in it for that. We like (laughs) struggling.
0: Yeah, we do, we do. Come on. Um, I would also like to announce right now that this is the final episode of Conversation Street. yes. April Fool. Do <laughs> you wondering why I was, I was like, there with that? There? No, no, I I just wanted that was to...
1: rubbish. That was really rubbish.
0: Sorry, how could, how should I have done that?
1: Start at the beginning of the podcast and say, "Welcome to the final episode of Conversation Street."
0: No, but I want it segued really nicely on from the Wolford Weekly thing. I just I just wanted to hope I didn't, you know.
1: What
0: I, I, I hope that I didn't want to leave it too long because people
1: have like driven off the roads, run into bushes. <laughs> Is that one.
0: People who are listening to us out on a jog, go, what on, the hell?
1: No, I, it's the end. I'm just gonna throw it No, up we're, in this we're still
0: going. We're still going, but we haven't we haven't done an April Fools uh, this year again. I wanted to. We've do only ever one, done like but one we never ever. Have time? We So much. <laughs> we just can't top the dirt character profile. <laughs> that we
1: did. Next job for you, Michael, is to make a video of that.
0: Yes, with I'll a, do with,
1: it with with like footage of Adam Blease.
0: No, I'm just gonna wait Found until me. I'm gonna wait until AI is good enough that I can feed in <laughs> yes. the dirt character profile and then it will just. Splurge out a video. In fact, I quite like to be able to splur- put all our podcasts. Let's get on with it. Come on. Um, no, I just wanted to also add, I've forgotten. Oh, no, I wanted to say that hopefully by the time you're listening to this, fingers crossed, we'll be able to see what Coronation Street has done for, for April Fools this year. I've, because
1: got, I've got a sneaky, snooky suspicion.
0: Say, yes, so do I. I, th- I we, were, we were told no, some... no, 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 no we we, weren't told You'll anything.
1: find out if we were
0: right. Yeah. They, they are often Actually, quite good at doing things. So last year was when they did the cobble. As the uh, virtual that. assistant, which is brilliant. Year? That was last year. Yeah. Okay. Some, right, can we? Yeah. Sometimes they've. Oh, sorry, I'm happy I know, but it's to talk. An
1: hour. It's all right. I what? On. No, it's Go on with it.
0: Yeah. They've they've done like um like full on video productions and things in the past, <laughs> haven't they? And last year's was literally just a a block a photo of a block on somebody's um no it wasn't they did a video they they
1: did an advert did yeah they, they did wasn't oh, it Tim or or that. Sally or somebody. And, oh, and, don't, and Faye oh yes you stupid man I'm oh,
0: sorry well I, I, I hope that they Absolute match or, or more of that this year I'll be looking forward to it tomorrow morning but as I say by the time this is out hopefully theirs will be as well yes
1: do street talk because no
0: you can do a quiz
1: oh yeah we haven't even got to the quiz I yet done, but there's been a lot going on this week
0: curry on the microphone Paul O'Grady dead it's been a busy old if week if we're going to be chatting
1: away I need to offload my trauma about the last of us too
0: you did you did no I've
1: got more to say right okay
0: Um, bonus podcast okay
1: bonus podcast no
0: spoiler cast to the last of us two
1: right 27th to the 31st of March in years ending in 308 yes and I sourced the information from this for this from (laughs) what no
0: what nothing
1: coronationstreet.fandom.com aka Mm -hmm. Coropedia who we
0: also sourced most of the information for our sets of Coronation Street from no
1: right Twenty seventh of March, nineteen sixty three. Jed Stone does a midnight flit to Liverpool without telling who.
0: Gonna say Minnie Caldwell. Yeah. Probably <clears throat> didn't tell anybody. To be fair, but.
1: Twenty seventh of March, two thousand. Yeah, I know. I thought you'd say that. I knew you were on <laughs> right <with> that. <laughs> Somebody's
0: gonna be like,
1: but nobody's a midnight flit, man. Isn't he? he
0: didn't tell Ken Barlow. He didn't tell any Walker. Shut up. Twenty
1: seventh of March, two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> So Rainey's giving evidence against Kirsty in the abuse trial. Oh my gosh. That That's just giving this context.
0: Oh, I feel old.
1: Who does Kirsty end up slapping around the face when she loses her temper? Julie Cart. Yeah, poor Julie. Good old pregnant
0: Julie Cart, wasn't she? she Katie was Canover had a bun in that oven when that was filmed mm. and she had a massive she cape to try and cake. hide it. Yeah, um... Blimey, that just makes us feel old, doesn't it?
1: Shut, no, I don't Ten care. here's I'm a immortal. 28th of March, 2003. How many days after they got married did it take before Lucy chucks Peter out? Because she finds out he's still seeing Shelley. Uh, Lucy gets married. Lucy and Peter get married. And then uh, how many days does that marriage last?
0: Uh, what uh, a bliss of how many? Five.
1: Five months?
0: Day? I thought you said how many days?
1: Yes, five. Uh, no, three. Wrong.
0: Three what? Days. Uh, oh, well. Right. 29th of March, 1988.
1: I said 12. Listen, how long is Deirdre sentenced to prison for? <sighs> when was this?
0: 1998. It doesn't
1: matter. 1998. But how many times does she get sentenced to prison <laughs> in the show? Oh. It's not illegal gosh. to throw a Manchester tart at someone's face.
0: I literally. Don't or a know. trifle. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. 18 months.
1: Wow. Yes. Was it wasn't really? It was 18 months. I mean, that's the standard oh, amount of time for fraud, myself isn't with it. that guess. All right, 30th of March, 1998. Who does Deirdre spend the first night in prison with?
0: <sighs> Jackie Dobbs. That's right. <gasps> Is it the 25th anniversary of Jackie Dobbs' first appearance on Coronation Street? love Lover. We haven't done a well, character profile right, of her. If we true. can do Eve Elliott. We can definitely do her sometime.
1: 30th Fantastic. of March, 2018. Pat Freeland seems to fall to his death after confessing his crimes to Eileen. Oh Where my was gosh. the harbour?
0: Whitehaven.
1: Yeah. Ah, yes, yeah.
0: Well, that wasn't that brilliant. And then we said, is he gonna come back? And he came back on because that was the Easter weekend, wasn't it? He fell into the sea on Good Friday and then we were like, Oh, they're gonna have him rise again after Easter and he did. He came back out of the ocean on Easter Monday.
1: Love it. Thirty <gasps> first of March nineteen ninety three. The person who knocked down Lisa Duckworth calls on Dursd to express his remorse. What was his name?
0: You asked me that question last week. Did I? You asked me what was the name of the person that hit Lisa Duckworth. And what did you I say don't it? remember, and I still don't remember now.
1: Can you guess? Is there a way that you could try to guess?
0: Not really. Could you tell me their first name, please?
1: Um, It was John.
0: No, that's not ringing any bells.
1: John Hargreaves. Yeah. 31st of March, 2008. Who commits arson in the bistro?
0: 2008?
1: Mm-hmm. 2008. They've got money troubles in the bistro. Who would have ever thought?
0: Uh, um, arson in the bistro?
1: Yeah, arson around in the bistro.
0: <sighs> Ooh, um, I don't know. Um, uh, Leanne. No, it was Is it a man? Paul Clayton. Oh, I knew it was. I was thinking, no, you're it are lying. No, 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 I didn't know it was you Paul Clayton. I know, I knew it was. No, I knew you didn't. I'd it... thinking... have answered if you'd known. I was thinking it was a, it was you a, would have given
1: me that answer. it was a little,
0: a little handsome guy who was the son of somebody. So I was right. But then I was thinking, Mark, my son. Mark, Boy, Mark, I forgot it. it was Paul Clayton. Right. Shocking. Wrong. Shocking. You
1: got three wrong. How I'd many did write. I get
0: right? That's oh, all right. I fell off right. at the end there. Who has got a birthday coming up this first week? First
1: of April, Joan Francis, who played Doc Green harshly, and Barstow Blade, Alex Warner, and Jack James Ryan played Jacob Pay. Not really. No, yes, it, it is. is. No, it is. Yeah. Second of April. I will tell you what. If my birthday was an April Fool's Day, I don't know how I'd feel about it. Would I do tricks on people? Would they do tricks on They'd me? They'd be
0: doing tricks like, how on it? Yeah. If you got an April the first birthday, do people? How like... often do you get like? Empty boxes when you unwrap yeah, them. Or, or like
1: fake banknotes in your cards. Is
0: the ratio of surprise birthday parties or whatever to, for people who are on April the 1st higher than everyone else? I wonder. We'll never know. I bet, I bet by the time you, you know... It's impossible I bet You get fed out. up of it. 2nd gen- gen- of April,
1: now. John Thompson, who played Jesse Chadwick and Andrew Wyman, who plays Kirk Sutherland. 3rd of April, Mark Bayliss, who played Rob Donovan. Fourth of April, William Towney, played Jack Duckworth, and Sean Wilson, who played Martin Platt. Sixth of April, Ian Redford, who played Keith Apple Yard. Seventh of April, Lynn Perry played Ivy Brennan. Gordon Kay played Bernard Butler and Kathy Jones, who plays Trisha Hopkins.
0: Happy birthday, guys. Do
1: you know happy, what? Happy birthday. It's what? just occurred to me that these lists will never get shorter. They're only gonna get longer. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's alright, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um also, I I wonder, here's my here's my thing. I wonder, do you think Conversation Street might very well be a Guinness World Record holder for the longest-running um, podcast about a television show. How could anybody Ooh. else be anywhere near doing a weekly podcast for 10 years about a show? A
0: longest... I mean, I bet there's there'll be some TV shows that have got longer ones, but probably not, like, weekly ones, I'm going to say. Like, I bet there must be, like, some Doctor Who ones and things that have been going longer. Mm-hmm. I be, um, there, there must be other things, mm. but we're definitely. Wait, I, want
1: a, I want a certificate. I'll
0: definitely be, be, I definitely begin with give a us the Guinness World the Record house for being the best one and
1: shake our hands and go, "Well done!" This is a very stupid thing that you've been doing we're, for ten we've years. We literally
0: got a blank bit of wall right next to you there that we could hang our Guinness World well, Record. Would you would you on. hang that
1: up though? Because people do come in this room sometimes and they haven't made any comments about <laughs> the fact that this wall is covered in pictures of us hanging about with.
0: Street people. people. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, I do wonder that.
1: Can somebody if, hook us up, please? Well, I,
0: I, I'm going to say that even if we don't, we're not the longest running one for a TV show. If you add up all the like amount of minutes that our podcasts yeah. have been, I, I cannot believe that anyone's done longer than that.
1: No, 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 no. is that mean? really what? No, loads of people have done more podcasts than us.
0: No, the number of minutes. No, no, no. For TV related podcasts. Oh, for TV, podcasts, yeah, for TV. Yeah, yeah. But a is thing, that really gets, something to be it gets celebrated? Too
1: specific, doesn't it? It's like the you longest running um, podcast about a television show that's still ongoing by two people that live in the same house. Congratulations.
0: Well, that's what probably half of the Guinness World Records yeah. are like that. It's like, oh, well done. You're the first person to unicycle over Niagara Falls, toss in a pancake, <laughs> wearing a <laughs> yeah.
1: do you wearing think, a clown, Do you think when, if we throw them up and say, hello, um, can you let us know if you've got the world record for this? They'd be like, well, it depends on whether you did it on one leg or not.
0: Yeah, there there is also a cat. That's that's the clincher. It wasn't
1: the same cat the whole time, though. Right? Anyone listen from the Guinness
0: World Records? Let us know. Yeah, can you I want a certificate.
1: Yeah, we'll make you a cup of tea. Right, Uh, street talk.
0: Street talk time. Okay, it is time for street talk. Are you ready? Are you ready, Gemma, to talk yeah, about this week's epic coronation street? I mean, I, I we, it. You did watch it. We said that we only gave a bang in to Monday's episode on the shorts, didn't we? Did we? I yeah. yeah. Did, did no, oh okay. no, you're right. You banged. you banged Wednesday's I banged episode, it right didn't out out you? On you know, Wednesday. <laughs> um, I thought they were all good. They're, I mean, the, the two bog standards that I gave were were high class. You know, Japanese bogs. I'm gonna say. Yeah, um,
1: really high class. <laughs> Well, really good for you. I haven't quite settled
0: on a score yet, so I'm gonna have to see. Um, okay. We are gonna start off, of course, with the Daisy story oh Daisy and Ryan storyline. Um I'm calling this one Acid Ryan. I've just got to get the pronunciation of this right. I, I've gotta sound partly like Ryan and partly like Rain. Go on then, do Acid it. Acid Ryan. <laughs> Oh, I so I that's a dry storyline, no, like, Gemma. The
1: same thing, twice.
0: You know, I was thinking ages for that. That'll do. That'll do. Um, then we've got a bit of the uh, explicit consent warning story, the Amy and Aaron stuff. We've got a little bit of Lord of the Underworld as well. Um, Brian storyline, Gemma. Yeah, you, I'm told you this one. <laughs> Dimbo Italiano. <laughs> hey, Dimbo, Dimbo, Dimbo Italiano. Italiano. Yeah, bloody idiot. What's that going on there? Um, hey, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Michael's Paul, holding Paul Michael's finger. holding no. no It's not it's still completely appropriate
0: to call this episode Paul My Finger. I'm sorry it is. You yeah, haven't been diagnosed <laughs> with anything yet, yeah, I tell you Um uh, we also it's
1: not insensitive, this that what you thing. <laughs>
0: um it, yeah, exactly. It's not it's not insensitive yeah It's fine to go Peter Rash will be right, on with it. But then we have got the Next. Marco YOLO story, which made a triumphant return on Friday. Yeah. Um yes, it did. What are you up to on Pinterest?
1: I'm just entertaining myself while you laughing. Am, ent-
0: am I not entertaining enough for you, my darling?
1: You know what's going on, so...
0: Okay, right. We are going to do the Acid, Ru- acid Ryan storyline to begin with.
1: I think I only cramp your style if I pay too much attention no, you to got you. got. you got to listen in. you got to listen I in. I am. Can you give me okay. a break, please? Okay.
0: Right. The big old wedding episode. The wedding that never was on Monday. I was like, I remember we sat down to watch Monday's epitus like, this, this is going to be good. I, I know this is going to be a great episode. I knew some spoilers, but I was still ready to be entertained by it. What are they going to throw at us? And then they start off with that weird ass dream. Okay, sequence. not
1: yeah. I mean,
0: what was that? Right.
1: Okay. Do not want. I appreciated what they were doing with it, and I and I know that it worked with to, on on. You know, with some people enjoyed it, and I did like to see what Daisy's hair should have looked like because. Um, you, you got to see what she was hoping to go for with yes. Maria's doing her hair. So she had like beautiful Do scattered throughout, like beautiful drops of crystalline rain, and uh, her nice little um, pearly headband. Um, so you getting can't... to see that was nice. Yeah. And I, I think maybe the reason that they didn't have Maria do her hair like that is so that she would be free to, you know, have her hair out of her face so she could be <laughs> a, a paramedic. But I didn't.
0: I, I, didn't they, they didn't it. need that. They did I, I mean,
1: <sighs> did. Uh, they got the promo photos out of it because all the photos that we had, I think, of Daisy and yes. Daniel were of that. Yeah, but they sequence. they they, the they did loads
0: of promo shoot for the, for this with the main characters. But I just thought, What's
1: that? what were they got to think be careful? It was was with it this? was it her dreaming and imagining something bad happening? Or well, was yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it 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 was a premonition.
0: It was them kind of daring outside the Rovers, her and Daniel at the oh, beginning, yeah. wasn't it? It's was because it was because Christina had cursed the wedding last week which was still kind of fun. Um, and she didn't
1: curse the wedding. She did, said just, the wedding was cursed. Yes,
0: that's right. That's right. Sorry. Um, and, and then the cloud, then they kind of look up to the sky and the sky goes all weird, doesn't it? It's like blue skies and then it's like, ooh, fast forward, fast forward. It's oh, no, like, oh, now it's dark and Grey. I'll tell
1: you, I know what it reminded me of. Mm. That Zelda game, Majora's Mask, where the, the asteroid's coming for you and everything goes n- like night.
0: Yes. Yeah. One day remaining. And yeah. the
1: astro- asteroid was... Justin.
0: Yeah, Justin turns up in a in a in in the car doesn't he in the dream sequence well, to pick the, Daisy um, up.
1: The chauffeur. Yeah,
0: and then then he then he kind of swivels. It was it was kind of done in a kind of weird sort of
1: dreamy creepy
0: way. dreamy nightmare man kind of way. It was it was kind of well... it it, was, it wasn't badly done Can particularly. I just, say, if you I just like didn't that kind think of it did it. It was it was well done. I sometimes like that thing. I liked it with some of the Jeff dreams. I mean, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen reads, oh, Stephen, sorry about that. Stephen reads freaky LSD, um, weird, trippy sequence well, that wasn't a couple a of dream. weeks ago. No. That
1: was you seeing it through his perspective. It, it,
0: it's just more experimental There's editing stuff. There's always the argument
1: that, that dream sequences are a cheap way to create tension and drama. And
0: This was just shopping. a way of her showing, oh, I've got my, the biggest, my best day of my life coming up, but I'm a bit worried that things are going to go wrong. They, they just uh, they, they didn't need it. They really well, really didn't need it. They did it. it and, uh, they did it.
1: We have to deal with it. Yes, it was fine. It was, like it was no, fine mm, for whatever. Whatever. It, it wasn't once, it wasn't the best way to start the week from our perspective. No, because I don't know. We're how, not I've big got, on dreams or montage like song. No, but we'll say what Monday's episode written
0: by Ian Kershaw. Ian
1: Kershaw. Who picked a banging set of tunes? He
0: did? Including yes. Including Spice Girls. There was and, wannabe. Um, Thank you very much. Oh, gosh. What was that?
1: There were some, like, you know, orchestral arrangements. Goo Goo Dolls, that was one. Mm. I, I I was going to write a list down, but um, I I I, was, I very D- much Daisy enjoyed the rest of the Ian episode. Daisy and Ian have great taste in
0: music. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the rest of the episode. I could have just done without that, so I'm going to move on. And we get to see um, upstairs and the Rovers, didn't we? Hey, eh? eh? hey, upstairs and the I know, oh. upstairs in the Rovers for the first time. Daisy's getting ready there. She's in the bathroom, and I was watching this thinking. Why, why are they doing this? Why are they showing up here? Why can't they just show her getting ready, you know, in the back room? Normally
1: she'd be sitting at the table with, looking at a mirror. Yeah.
0: yeah. A little sitting down. Flippy, yeah. one of those girls mirrors, you know, the mirror girls that you've you got in your handbags. But um, no, there isn't a proper lovely bathroom there. Um, and, um, and I was thinking, why are they doing that? Even though I knew what was going to happen, even though I knew that it was an acid attack, I didn't put two and two together to think, oh, there's a shower there, that's where you get water from. No, I
1: didn't even, honestly, before now, I, before the episode, I was like, I thought that if you put water onto acid, it makes it worse.
0: No, apparently not. Constant stream of cold water is what you need. That's what I've been it's learning like from burnt. Ryan Proscott and, and Charlie Jordan this week. She could have just, you know, stuck him under the pumps, though, couldn't she? She didn't have to move him all the way upstairs. There has been lots of get her, arguments. Get some Heineken how, zero is, over his face. Should,
1: should, he have, should she have done? But in the show, they literally say, you did the right oh, thing. thing so. they dramatic.
0: So, yeah, she's getting herself ready. She's just kind of, yeah, feeling a bit, you know... um, What's the word when you think that something's bad's gonna happen? Anxious. Yeah. Premonitions. Premonitions about the she's wedding. She's feeling
1: promiscuous about her wedding.
0: <laughs> um. And, and, and she's right to because she's got a bloodshot eye. Um, the car's been nicked or something. That was very cool that
1: you just, the, you just said that. Bloodshot
0: eye. The car's been nicked, although she doesn't know this. Um, and then. Um,
1: this is where. We, this, this, yes, is this is why this Ryan gets involved.
0: Yes. So meanwhile. My car. What?
1: Before the wedding broke down.
0: Yes, this is what you and Daisy's wedding have in common. Luckily it stopped there.
1: <laughs> there were no more problems apart from it rained. And the only problem with it raining was that all day long people going, oh, it's such a shame it's raining. It's like, actually, I think rain is lucky and I love the rain, so well, you I don't know, care. 12 and
0: a half years later. Still, still going. Oh my gosh, I'd lost my wedding ring this week. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was our wedding disaster because I just kind of sidetracked with it.
1: <sighs> you better yes, hurry up and say it yes,
0: Yesterday at uh, like half past eight I was sitting in my classroom talking to my student and I was like I haven't got my wedding ring on I just noticed and I'd been up since like four o'clock in the morning or so so this is like four hours later I was like where it's my wedding ring, and I, you know, you you've suddenly sometimes fiddle with your rings and stuff, don't you? I was like, sometimes I take it off and like spin it on the table. I don't think I've done that today. Oh, Michael! And I was like, oh my gosh! So I was like panicking, and this was just before the children were about to come into school, it's and I was running state. around the school, looking around, retracing my steps on the floor, on the tables, on the desk, by the computer. <laughs> no, nothing. And I was like, oh my gosh! Somebody look after my children for me. I need to. I need to. I need to phone up Gemma. So I phoned you up. You, you were sitting in bed, weren't you? I was like Gemma. I've lost my. wedding You were, like you were really very sad. nice about it. I was like proper sad. This is the first, yeah. The first time you have ever. First time ever lost I've ever yours. lost my wedding ring. I asked Jack, Chat GPT, and it was very reassuring, and it says it's a common occurrence, and it's the love that the wedding ring symbolises that yeah, really matters. Like, it doesn't matter. But is anyway, okay? yeah, Gemma was very good. And then you well, spent most matter. of the day on and off tearing the house apart for it, didn't well, you? Well, first
1: of all, I leapt up out of bed and I looked under your pillows and I looked down the side of the bed and I picked up your pyjamas and I picked up all the stuff, all your clothes on the floor, and I. And I threw them all over the place to try and find it. Yep. And then I rushed out of that room and then ran up and down the corridors, went in and out the rooms, in the kitchen, in the bathroom. <laughs> I went into, I looked in the um, I looked in the lint trap inside the tumble dryer. I looked inside the washing machine. I looked in the drains in the bathroom. I looked in the bins, and then. That meanwhile at school i was past. just
0: having to have a normal day at school and i was just panicking all the way through and i was just like feeling proper sad about it and i was texting you back and forth and now you found I like, it? I seen no. it i
1: haven't seen it people then... kept
0: popping their heads around my classroom and saying you found your ring yet mike no oh right. well don't worry i'm sure okay. you'll find it And
1: so you said to me well, coming home half past six in the evening so i went into the bedroom to make the bed Pick the duvet up to flick it out and it was in the middle of the bed under the duvet <laughs> next to me the whole time literally when I, when I phoned Gemma up me, sitting if I had in just bed put telling my hand you out, it would have been there and i can't believe i didn't just do that because i thought it's not going to be there uh, it's going to be somewhere really obscure i don't
0: i don't know what how, i don't know why my wedding ring came off in the middle of the night well, what was i dreaming fun. then anyway that was my wedding disaster not not as bad as ryan's or even you know rain on your wedding day no you said you liked that actually didn't you At least it wasn't acid rain. Not acid rain. Rain,
1: I like rain, and I think it's good luck.
0: Mm. Okay, anyway, we will get through this episode. This is no good. This is great. People love our little, you know, our little stories about our everyday life.
1: Everybody does. Some
0: people do. Right. Meanwhile, Crystal, who's now fallen off the face of the earth, and Ryan are in the cafe, and Ryan's saying, oh, can't wait to go to a pizza with you, Crystal. This is going to be the last gig in this country. Um... He's not. I oh know he is wrong because so he didn't even actually get. He's already had his last gig in this country, I reckon.
1: Why? I think if you're ha- having a DJ with um a scarred face. Oh yeah,
0: he could be like DJ Scarface, couldn't he? Nice. They have a really cool name for but it. it.
1: But it would like it gives you a story. It gets you on the you know the second round of Prince Got Talent. At least. That is
0: true. He has got a sub story for when yeah. he goes in front of Simon Cowell. That is very very true. Okay, so um the Barlow Clan meanwhile are getting ready in number one. Um, Ken offers to have a look at Daniel's vowels for him he says they're perfect they're lovely Wonderful. I love this not a dry okay. eye in the house says Ken
1: right because I've made fun of writers <laughs> before using um, vowels like I'm sure the writers use the vowels as a way of like flexing their talents and going look at me I'm really cool right and we l- we love Ian Kershaw, we met up with him and he's so lovely and i was thinking to myself oh <laughs> oh no am i going to be invited to judge in kershaw's amazing vows for daniel because i'll hate them no matter how good they are i'll hate them but then he never even got to say them. So I, I feel like we both got left.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, they haven't said about rescheduling the no, yet, Michael, wedding he, yet. But...
1: you know, he can't use those again because everyone's going to be like, those are nice vows, but he didn't mention the acid attack.
0: <laughs> you think that would come up? Didn't he say something about there was going to be a, a touching tribute to Sinead yes, in the vows? Like, no, I, okay, I don't think that's I really needed. appreciate
1: it. How much you love her and you would have definitely been with her still. I don't think i would so. do a bath um, like and <laughs> if she hadn't died tragically young of cancer, but now's not the time to bring that up. (laughs) He's like, if my wife hadn't died, I'd still be with her. But guess what? You're great as well. If anything, you're fitter. Equally
0: good. (laughs) I'll tell you
1: what, Sinead never got a free wedding. All we got was free (laughs) soup.
0: Yeah. Daisy, you know how to say so. So, you know, Uh, pros and (laughs) cons. So anyway, um, Ryan, Ryan turns up at the pub to give them a lift to the wedding and, and Jenny hasn't revealed to Daisy right. at this point yet that the car's been nicked, does she? And the look on Jenny's face, like, no no, Ryan, don't don't come in. I haven't shut told her. her yet, shut up. And um anyway, so the, the the cat's out the bag at this point. Daisy's fuming. She's like, The curse, it's true. I like, cannot even bring us out to speak and fumes off out the back of their overs. Um where Jenny finds her in a bit and she's she's panicking because now the dress is too big.
1: Yes, How did it did that happen? It, uh, Jen, because she said she didn't have the final fitting. Don't forget, everybody oh. backed out.
0: Oh, yes, they did, didn't they? And
1: it did look too big. They did a good job, the wardrobe department of... Um... I
0: didn't notice, did oh, it? Oh, it
1: really did, yeah.
0: Well, Jenny kind of fixes it up with some safety pins, It's fine, she? you can
1: just safety pin it.
0: thought, thought wasn't it was... Did, 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 you, did you like the dress?
1: Mm, you know mm. I didn't.
0: Right. Ra- oh, no, I forgot. You didn't rate it. Uh,
1: no, I, no, it looked beautiful. She looked gorgeous. But that style... I don't like. You but prefer. I um, hate. I hate. The thing is about wedding dresses is it's so irrelevant what anybody else thinks about your wedding dress. It just feels wrong to even mention. You prefer you the lacier dress, specific, don't you? You asked me specifically. I thought it was really I nice. Like I like there's a bit
0: that's the. Is that what it's called when you? No, got the no, big...
1: no. Mermaid style where it goes in at the. You know, like where you imagine a mermaid style, and then yeah, it, it wasn't. What's so the pronounced? thing
0: that's over her? Puffy Puffy shouldery.
1: Puffy sleeves.
0: Yeah, like she's rolled it up with it. I thought it was lovely. Very, it, very it, nice. I
1: like the top part a lot. I really like those puffy sleeves. Mm. They look gorgeous.
0: Um anyway, so it's it's too big, but Jenny's like, Don't worry, we can fix it. It's still all right. Don't worry, things
1: will get worse. Then,
0: <laughs> then the cake gets delivered to the rovers instead of the wedding venue. Oh my gosh. And it turns out to be the wrong cake. It's a retirement cake for Bernard. Who Bernard that is. never got his cake. I know that sucks. I, I, you know he's the real victim in yeah. Monday's episode, well, isn't he? Poor Bernard were... has to retire on an empty stomach.
1: I told you that there were three real victims of, of Daisy's wedding, and it wasn't Daisy.
0: Daisy Ryan and Bernard.
1: No, I said it wasn't Daisy.
0: Brian. No, Bernard, Ryan, and
1: no. Listen, Daniel never got to read his amazing vows. And no one knows how good they are apart from Ken. Um. Alia, because if Ryan is permanently scarred, then how is anyone going to know that she's the real victim? <laughs> and number three, Bernard never got his cake.
0: <laughs> okay, very true. Um, Alright, I'm, I'm lost, where, where are we? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, We're being <laughs> put in, we'll break, be serious in a minute. This, yes, the serious stuff hasn't happened you yet. We're getting it all out. up to it. We're, yeah. I'm so serious. Like I've not even used the melty face emoji once no. on Twitter this no. week.
1: No, th- no, no. <laughs> Next. Such a kill job. I so,
0: am. after the break, Jenny promises it's all going to be fine. She looks absolutely gorgeous, not wrong. Glenda sorted the cake out already, and, and Daisy's like, mm, thank you, God. She's really lovely. I lo- just love Daisy with, with that with that gang. Glenda, um, Jenny, Daisy, mwah, love them. Um, Alia, meanwhile, is talking to Ryan outside the pub. Um, she saw him with Crystal earlier, and she's like, oh, you look so happy with Crystal, and he's like yeah it's early days yeah he's still kind of hoping at this point for alia to say don't go to a with her stay here with me in manchester in weatherfield sorry and but she's like oh good luck all the best ryan um off you go off you pop so um he goes inside goes to the back sees daisy already there and says oh you know that daniel caesar she he's a lucky fella and um she says the wedding might not have been as plain sailing as i wanted me and Daniel love each other, and that's all that matters. So go to the bar, and there's a strange, shady man in the in the area around by the piano. He's got his he's got a bobble hat on, even though it's March. He's got a big puffy jacket on. Well, it's cold. Thick, I thick know. gloves. It's Justin. News, Justin.
1: Oh Acid no. an attack. No.
0: Um, so yeah, he's got this glass, hasn't he? He kind of stands stands up, and he's he's. I, I'd love to know how many people. Watched Monday's episode with no idea that this is going to happen.
1: I really wish I had not known. I
0: really, you know, yeah. This is one of those the st- boilers that I just I wish that I had somehow managed to avoid. I really and do it feels,
1: because that obviously it feels churlish to complain about um, things that they give out as warnings for mental health. Because certainly, you know, I've not been what's the word? I've been open about things that trigger me in coronation street and some things i can't watch yeah. and it you know i i appreciate knowing in advance what's going to happen with the story so that if i can decide if i want to watch it or not but on the other hand there are you know people that argue that trigger warnings and things are actually more harmful than people realize and they don't do as much good as everybody thinks but who who's anyone to decide whether somebody should know or not, it becomes very complicated, and um, I think uh, Ryan Prescott did an interview with Duncan Lindsay in um, in an article where he said that there have been there were three hundred acid attacks. I know that's in crazy. I think that in was a year. I think
0: that was the interview that was done with all the press a few weeks ago. We were invited along to that one. That was you know, yeah. Zoom Zoom interview. Three
1: hundred in a year.
0: So I people could not are believe that.
1: Who have who have it gone through it? or know somebody who have gone through it, and...
0: You never hear about it's traumatizing it. It's to, traumatising
1: to see something, so, and sometimes people benefit from watching it, but... Do you, mem- then,
0: yeah. Do you remember when they used to, um, instead of the, you know, the eye dents before Coronation Street, they used to show little clips. They went through a stage, and oh, I, don't I don't remember, remember when that. it was. It was like 10 plus years ago, when it was there and now on ITV Coronation Street they'd show like a little 10 second clip of the thing that you're just about to watch and I obviously absolutely hated that because it was usually the, like the grand finale or the climax or something that would happen right towards the end I'm glad they got rid of that but it, it does spoil it a little bit I mean what did they say they probably usually on those iDent things they usually just say I don't know like, what
1: the iDent is something about distressing
0: yeah watch out there's some sad say, stuff happening today um but yeah obviously they for for mental health reasons and trigger warnings etc they had revealed in the press that this was going to happen but they would they would revealed, revealed it anyway um but yeah if, it's, it's still perfectly possible to avoid it and this is one of those things like i said that i just wish that i hadn't seen coming but i will say mo- i I think i'm going to think the vast majority of viewers Did't realize that when Justin says, Oh now nobody I'll love you' and he chucks the glass at Daisy, it's Ryan that leaps heroically, Ardy Allerhan style, in front of it and takes the full brunt of the acid in the face. And yeah. on our Facebook group, there were threads starting up saying, did you see that? did you know, but I didn't know about the twist. No, I didn't. I knew about the acid attack, but I didn't know it was Ryan. So I'm so, so pleased for those people that they I got the element well, of surprise.
1: I don't even know how I found out, but usually it's you.
0: It wasn't this time though, because I found out sort of midway through last week um, and I and I said, oh, I've just seen a spoiler. And usually, when I say that, you say, what? Tell me what it is, then. And I told you, and you said, oh, yeah, I already knew that. I don't know so how it I found that. it had got out somehow. Somebody it, leaked it by accident. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't. It was an it accidental leak. Purpose, no, which
1: is even more frustrating. But it's you know. And and it's not the first
0: time that that things have been leaked accidentally that I suppose Anyway, so so Ryan had no
1: idea that that Justin was throwing acid at Daisy. He thought it was, you know, a beer or something, and he wanted to stop her from getting it on her bloody dress.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he he leaps in front. He
1: wouldn't have done it if he knew...
0: No, probably... No, he's 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 an honourable chap.
1: Would you have...
0: It's it's the is, modern equivalent of putting your cloak over a muddy puddle for the Queen.
1: It, is it particularly the same?
0: Just the same. So he leaps in front, it's acid, Ryan's like goes
1: ah
0: and then yeah, basically that's, right.
1: that's the sound you make that's when you're exactly you, right. Yeah.
0: Effects are plenty at this point as Ryan well, falls to the ground in pain. He's got acid like, over the left hand side of his face, hasn't he? Well,
1: he's groaning and and
0: crying. well, yeah, writhing around on the floor. Justin is like making Reeps. his quick getaway. Well, yeah, he didn't mean to get Ryan, did he? So he kind of barges past Daisy, pushing her to the floor. She's
1: confused. She,
0: she, yeah, she's like got a splash on her chest, hasn't she? And and I, and I don't know whether she's. I go. I guess she's going to be permanently scarred by this. But Ryan obviously needs to stay in hospital and he's still there at the end of the week now and Daisy gets let out pretty easily. So, although it did get her, I guess. I don't know, I don't know. Is 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 she going to have a permanent scar that whenever they show her in low-cut things now, they're going to have to remember that mark? Or, I don't know. Because the, for the rest of this week, she's been very um, covered up, hasn't she? She's not got her usual... Um, the yeah. Sexy clothes on, she's got you yeah, the, she the, know the big wear long sleeves. And... Long. No, no, she doesn't, she doesn't, she was, but she
1: was wearing, yeah, she's bundled up. She's
0: definitely a lot more covered up in, um, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, so Daisy's there kind of writhing about in the floor, I'm gonna say for a little bit too long.
1: Uh, unfortunately, it was before the break, so you had the eye dent as you were going into the adverts, and yeah. they just had her on the floor like. Being shocked for a bit too much, just just time. a bit too
0: long. I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, she after the break, she she's she's still going. She kind of crawls over to him. It's all kind of blurry and everything. Um, she goes over to him and she's still massively in shock, isn't well, it's she? Shock, because she's there, kind she's of in pain. Yeah, she she kind of goes over confused. to see him and then backs up and goes up against the wall, doesn't she? It's up not something
1: the... you really think is gonna happen.
0: No, no. Um, she just doesn't know what to do, so she kind of she comes to calls for an ambulance um and then they tell her. I think they tell her that mm-hmm. she needs to get that cold water on him fast. So she drags him upstairs to the bathroom, props him in the shower, turns the shower on. It's, it was just like, it was a really, really
1: she runs downstairs. intense
0: moment. Oh yeah, that's right. She goes downstairs. I, I was like, what What you do? She goes to the kitchen, doesn't she? And I don't know what she's looking for. And then she pulls out this pair of scissors, which she goes and, and slices Ryan's t-shirt off of him, which I know I'm sure lots of people um, I probably wanted to do in the past as well, just maybe not in these circumstances, and um, and and that's and that's kind of so the sound of,
1: the sound design was really good as well because yeah, there was were, there was just this kind of weird distortion and the sound of one of the songs was playing mm. and um. They were screaming and. How oh my they... God!
0: Ryan Prescott mm-hmm. screams. That that was he was good. He 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 was he was a. Uh, because it's like a the good combination performance this week, Mister.
1: Of pain, surprise, confusion, anger. Yeah, regret. I think
0: the I think the confusion was like, like what's happened? What what is going on? And why here? is this happened? How and... long does it take you to realize? Oh, that must be acid, as Yeah. Like you just somebody's faces melting literally, which Cory did a pretty good job of not showing. I yeah. mean this was all, you know, what time was this that this was going on? About yeah, half, half eight, eight or so? So pre watershed, which is why I think they had to make it so effects heavy, because I don't think they would have got away with showing.
1: No, I don't know.
0: They've they've put on some clear pictures of Ryan Prescott's makeup on like the Instagram and everything since. And you know everything in kind of you know natural light, and when you're told, "Oh, here's an effect," it's like it, it doesn't look as as bad,
2: or really, or
0: scary in real life. But I, yeah, I think if they'd if they'd have really shown the full horror of what it would have actually looked like on Coronation Street, they'd have been they'd have been slapped with a with a with an off offcom um, uh, warning from that.
1: They did a good job with um, obscuring it through like the the yeah, water yeah. of the. The shower and his hand was over it and the blurriness of the of looking at it through the water on the shower mm. there was one point
0: when I kind of paused the, the 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 video when I was looking back on it later and they did have a you know a full-on this is what it looks like but it's a on a blink and you miss it moment but yeah it was great and there was the bit when like the the shower head goes upside down and the water splashes up towards the camera which is looking down on top of him it was really 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 well done it was very very effective it was it was fantastic it was it was a it was a epic moment for sure definitely my Cory episode of the year so far I'm going to say even more than Stephen Reed's LSD trip so um anyway um meanwhile you're going on going outside to the pub and Abby's there just whilst you walking past the shop or something and at this point I was like if as if this episode couldn't get any better, they're gonna have Abby in there doing her hero thing, and she's she's just kind of like, oh, what's going on? Meanwhile, as well, wedding guests are getting a bit impatient at the lovely venue. Now, you found a bit about oh, this yeah, venue earlier today, didn't you? Yeah. Where did you say it was?
1: Um, it's in Wigan. Yeah. And it is called. Hang on a minute. I was I wasn't prepared. It's Ashfield very fancy. house. Yeah. And um, so I looked, uh, I was like, I wonder how much this costs to, to rent this. Obviously, Daisy didn't pay for this because she's an influencer. so She, got she doesn't free. need
0: to pay um, for anything. For
1: a Monday in March, it costs £2,150. Oh, very
0: reasonable.
1: Well, the maximum you're going to pay for this place is £7,050 for April to September Saturday wedding in 2025. But you have to add on to those costs a daytime guest price of £125 per person, which includes a three-course meal, canapé, drinks, coffee, half a bottle of wine, and a Prosecco to toast.
0: Well, I'm going to say, no wonder Daniel didn't invite his mum along then. Well, yeah. Not worth it, sorry also, Denise. also,
1: Abby didn't get invited either, so...
0: No. Not, she was not, free not, to... Neither did to Daisy's play. dad, who I'm still very much in the dark about. Yeah, I, I know. I don't... He's got a bit of a mention since Christine has been in the program, hasn't he? Like you stole him away from me, Jenny. But I'm not under. I don't think they've said much. Well, Daisy's talked to Jenny and said, "Oh." Um, he did she did she say like he blames me for it or he got distant from me after Tom well, died or something. I, it, it hasn't
1: been mentioned recently, so peculiar,
0: peculiar that he wasn't there. But yeah, he's going to be 125 pounds. Not sure. Well, we, although um, we didn't. I was going to say we didn't have Denise there, but we did see um her in Benidorm today, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, still ploughing through definitely. still ploughing through Benadorm and was seven right. now Two I think sides. and she was there no it's fine it's so, fine so Abby sees the, the Abby sees the ambulance the ambulance. wedding guests are getting a bit impatient mm. while well, mostly Trace is getting impatient well, she's got, got get back, back to work she says
1: Daniel's standing there at the, the altar waiting and then yeah. D- Daisy uh, Tracy, and Sarah both start saying oh we've got other things to do <laughs> it's like hang on how much time did you plan for this wedding because it's an all day thing normally
0: well, I mean, if they've only been invited to the ceremony, they were probably thinking they were going to go back.
1: Well, I suppose if it's £125, I'm not paying for Tracy to have some canapes.
0: <laughs> and then and Glenda's there saying, oh, I'll sing a few numbers. Like Everyone's like, no, no. What is wrong with Glenda's singing? If, we, if gonna... Rita wants to sing a song, everyone's like, hail Rita. And
1: everyone's like, oh, God, she's... She won't... No, they're not. I they th-
0: think some of the yeah, viewers might be. Yeah. But everybody is like, oh, Rita, you voice of an angel. Glenda actually has got a fantastic voice, it's but a it's joke. a running joke that nobody wants to hear. It's a running joke. <laughs> Daniel is oh, I feel so bad for Daniel because he's there looking at the door, doesn't he? And um, then Gemma walks in with these massive glasses, looking a bit like Elton John reject. and uh, Daniel's like, "Oh, I thought it was Daisy. Maybe she's not coming at all, my beautiful bride." Um, so that's all very tragic. And then we cut back to Abby walking into the pub, and like, uh, honestly, it's like. It's like Ian Kershaw wrote Abby into the episode just for me. Love it, and she <laughs> and she's. I just and she was, was so calm. She kind of goes in and, and sees the disarray in the well, bar, she can doesn't hear the she? Screaming. Yeah. Was well, at first she can't. She goes in there and she sees like there's bar stools tipped over and she like picks them up. One one of the bar stools had um like an acid burn in it, didn't it? Yeah, we, it was we'd watched um Yeah, in a
1: crater. In we it?
0: watched the um, Emma Dale Acid Attack episode or clip from yeah. it just before we watched Monday's episode so we'd have something to compare it to and that was pretty well done but it feels like the actual attack itself on Emma Dale was over a lot more quickly and then the guy that got um acid in the face Ross I think he's called um gets found by a couple of others doesn't he but on that one um he's he's as acid thrown in his face when he's standing by the car and there's like sizzling acid on the car bonnet and on on this one you get a bit of sizzling acid on the bar top um so I think Cory did it better from what I can see, but I've only seen a small amount of the Emmerdale one anyway. So anyway, Abby, Abby's kind of looking around in the bar going, what's going on here then? Then she hears the screams upstairs and she heads up there and finds Daisy because Ryan's in the shower still at this point, isn't he? Just with this stream of water on his face and Daisy's just sitting on the floor panicking away and God bless her, Abby is just like so kind and lovely and calm, like... Most people, if you'd gone up there and found what she found, it would be like, what the hell's going on here? But Abby knows just what to do in a crisis. Leads her away gently. Fantastic lover. Um, and, 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 And that's that bit, really. So back at the venue, things are not looking good for Daniel. And this is when Jenny gets her phone call from Abby. And you see, like, from Daniel's point of view, looking down at Jenny and her face falls... And she looks at Daniel, and mm. what's going, what is going through his head at this point? He knows what, 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 what does he think is happening? I wonder. Like, well,
1: what, I would imagine he's thinking she's given up on me, or she's not jilted. coming. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, think, oh, it's probably an acid prob- attack. Yeah,
0: prob- yeah, you get three hundred of these in Manchester every year, so chances are it probably is one. Um, so, meanwhile. Um, Daisy's having a few flashbacks, uh, again, not necessarily needed about Justin. Um, and, and DS Swain has turned up. Um, she's totally out of it. She's just like, can't well, DS remember. DS Swain's like,
1: oh God, I was having such a bender last night. <laughs> not Swain I don't know bit. what is going on. What, what happened here then? I was it's shagging like in out. the
0: club last night, says DS nice. Swain. <laughs> um, da- Daisy, Daisy just... She's just in shock, isn't she? And yeah. she's trying to explain what happened, but can't really. And Abby's there, bless her again, saying, look, missus, can you just see that she's not in any state to no, be able no to answer state, your question at the moment? Bless it, her. It
1: gets a bit tiring, this reaction that always happens on Cory, And I know that it must happen in real life, but it's, it happens on Cory way more often than surely what? it does. Where somebody's like... We need to talk to you about what's just happened. And somebody else goes, leave them alone. Can't you see how sad they are? And he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm just doing this for fun. I love tra- traumatising and people. Yeah, it actually doesn't matter if you tell me now or next year, whenever you feel like it. But you know, when you're ready, love. Don't, don't worry about writing down any details or remembering anything. We'll just go round driving about and see if we can find anybody's got acid in a glass. Oh,
0: it doesn't really annoy me because I, I can totally see lots of people, especially Abby, being like she was. And the thing with this is like. What's Abby got to do with Daisy? Nothing. They're not friends. They don't really know each other she very well. Didn't get well. invited to the wedding. Didn't get invited to the wedding even. But good old Good Samaritan there. I just, I what are you great. supposed
1: to do? Go, sorry, love. You didn't invite me, so. Sorry.
0: sorry, our characters don't usually have scenes together, so. Um, don't care. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's the the Swains going. Look, was it definitely Justin who did this? Did did he say where he was going to next? <laughs> Weird question. And Abby's getting more and more frustrated. And, and Swain says, right, plenty of police officers. They're all out looking for him. And Daisy's like, oh yeah, how many are out there looking for him? She totally calls her out on this, which is a great moment. She's like, the police don't know anything. Do You don't know what you're doing. I have been to the station so many times in the last few months. I've made statement after statement. After everything I told you, I've always just been told... Justin's not done anything. Well, now he has, hasn't he? And Swain's like, sorry about that. <laughs> Under new management. We'll catch him, we'll catch him. Daisy says, well, that's going to be hardly a consolation now to Ryan, is it? So um, later on, we see Daisy in the hospital in the Burns ward, and she's got dressings on her wounds, on her chest, and... Um, Jenny and Daniel turn up. She's still wearing a
1: wedding dress. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Jenny and Daniel turn up. She starts to explain what happened, but just can't hold it together. She's breaking down in tears. Um, and then over on the street, every, all the guests are starting to get back. Um, Dee Dee and Alia walk up to her. And I can't remember what Dee, Dee said, but it was something fairly...
1: It's like, oh, what's he's in trouble around here then? Like, yeah there's a,
0: there's a what was it, an ambulance or a police car or something it's there. like
1: D J, that's so insensitive and as a solicitor you would think that you would not go ah oh, look police how exciting
0: usually I, mean, I think that's a bit of it's a trope tap, actually, actually on Coronation Street um, there being some massive drama that's happened and then somebody goes oh who's died drowned here then <laughs> it's kind of along those lines isn't it like probably someone knowing this street
1: cheer up it might never happen
0: mm. Um anyway, so this is when Alia finds out what's what's happened to to, to Ryan. Um Alia runs off to go and see She's him. She's
1: like, Yes, yes, grief. I can
0: suck <laughs> it. Feed up. off it. Yummy. <laughs> Daisy is telling Day- Daniel and Jenny this is all her fault. She's the one that drove Justin into doing this, and Jenny's like, No, you could not have done anything to stop this. Justin's responsible for this, not you. But I think it's perfectly natural for Daisy to to blame herself, don't you?
1: Mm. How could you not? Mm. He only—he was only—he—he he tried to save her, and he only got covered in acid because Justin was trying to get Daisy. Of course, she'd feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, again, it's—it's it's the only the person to blame is Justin. the person who did the crime.
0: Yes. Well, just like when Ardy was shot, and Kelly blamed herself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was. It was, it was old whatever his name was, Gangster for Hire that did it. Anyway, um, number one later, Barlow's are kind of end of ep- near end of episode reflect on what happened and Adam says, oh, Daisy did the right thing, reporting Justin, he'll be arrested now. And um, and, they, and they, they kind of strike up a bit of a conversation about, Adam's on the side of the law, isn't he? He's saying, he's defending the police and saying, this is how the justice system works it might not be perfect but it's it's what we've got and it's good in many ways and tracey's saying too late for that now they should have done something months ago weeks ago
1: well before I today I would point least. out that we've got the conflation here of two separate storylines in a sense yeah, yeah, and yeah. two different issues have kind of come into one here. Yeah, cause because Amy was
0: there, wasn't she? No, I'm oh. talking
1: about the stalking and the acid attack. Those are two different things. And Coronation Street's put them together here. But I think um, a lot of people are getting themselves confused about how, I mean, let's, let's be frank, acid attacks aren't normally the result of an escalation of somebody who stalks you. Acid attacks are more likely um, gang related or um, to do with, it is to do with like male violence against women, like if they fancy them or they've been rejected or, you know, an an ex or something like that. But this is a very obscure reason that somebody would get acid on them, isn't
0: it? I guess I don't know. I don't know anything about acid attacks, to be honest.
1: Well, uh you know the the organisation that uh, Coronation Street worked with, which is the ASTI, which we'll talk about a bit later on in the uh, news section. Uh, I'm sure we will. Um, actually, per capita, the UK has one of the highest rates of of acid attacks in the world. Oh, really? Which is horrible. Um, and it's I because th- I, I I the reason I looked this up because because I was thinking, Emmerdale and. Coronation Street have both done acid attack storylines involving men, which I think is very strange because obviously more women are victims of acid attacks. No, not true. In the UK um, at one point there were actually double the number of male victims as, as female victims mm. but it was mostly a result of, of gang yeah, violence. Yeah, I was going
0: to say if it's going to be gang violence related it's most, most likely to men, be a gangster than men the Men are more likely
1: to be the perpetrators yeah. and also the victims because the sale of acid, acid is not regulated, and there is no legislation or crime specific to an acid attack. So it just falls under, you know, attempted murder, GBH, whatever you know, assault. It is. It, there's no specific crime, acid attack crime. That's weird, is it? Well, I don't. Do is we, it kind
0: of like a a modern crime? How long yeah. have people been? Chucking I don't know what the history of,
1: of acid attacks are, but they've only been recording... It's like they've only really been recording it um, since 2011 or 2012. It,
0: it does feel like, you know, when, when we were younger, we didn't hear about people well, I mean, getting they, acid thrown on them. They've moon, got a,
1: a map here, of the, a worldwide problem of acid attacks, but it isn't actually, because it seems as though it's the Caribbean, part of um, part of South America a lot of asia india the uk italy parts of africa but you know there's other countries like australia canada america russia there are vast swathes of the world where it doesn't seem to be a big problem
0: mm. okay um i'm going to get back to this so no no i'm
1: just telling i'm just telling oh. you that there obviously and obviously there's a cultural aspect to we 've heard stories you know on you know honor killings and honor attacks and um, in India and, and things like that this is no, nothing to do with that it's a completely different kind of storyline where they've put together the issue of stalking and the issue of acid attacks yeah but what I'm saying is I don't think that those two are always it's not like oh yes the old acid stalker
0: no. story. No. I you see know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So
1: I don't know why I don't know why it's been I don't know why it's been done like that, but um, I
0: it doesn't feel weird for them. No, to it doesn't. Think. It
1: honestly doesn't feel like it feels completely logical. It makes sense. Justin seems like you know he gave a reason why he did it later, and it makes complete sense. And it's an interesting thing, and it is it 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 does make sense. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, you know me. I do over at the hospital. Ali is here, everybody, don't worry. Da, da, da. Here I am. I'm I a victim too. I-, I was blown up. She th- did she even mention her getting blown up? She just seems to be banging on about the fact that she was stabbed well, on Monday's out of the episode. Two.
1: Yeah, but she, she wasn't... See, out of the two, I'd say, I'd bring up the, the blowing up more.
0: Yeah. No, but you don't... that's', that's uh, stabbings very... Stabbing's you know,
1: very... Ten a penny in middle, Weatherfield,
0: aren't they? isn't it? Yeah. You know, Not many people get blown up in a van. So I'd be picking up that one a bit more, like, earlier, look, if you want the most say, sympathy points.
1: I'd say, Ryan, sorry about it and everything, but, you know, quite a lot of men do have, are victims of acid attacks. <laughs> How many young women, beautiful ones like me, get blown up in a van? <laughs> Hardly <laughs> any. So really, I'm still the biggest victim.
0: Alia... Yeah, we'll, <laughs> Poor Alia. We <laughs> so were kind of so pain.
1: mean to Alia.
0: <laughs> yeah. She asked for it. Sorry. No, she um. doesn't. <laughs> she so, um, doesn't. She turns up at the hospital and the nurse is telling her and, and Jenny and Daniel that they're doing the best they can but there's still some areas of Brian's skin they're really, really struggling with. Um, Daisy kind of updates Alia on what's, on what's happened. Um, and then we see Justin turn up in a car outside the hospital. And that was quite exciting because once he disappeared out of the pub earlier in the episode I honestly I wasn't expecting to see him again that episode I was be a
1: prolonged
0: yeah I thought it was going to be a, a long Justin uh, hunt I
1: thought he'd come back again and confront Daisy again
0: mm. by I suppose it's kind of narratively satisfying for him to get arrested at the end of the episode rather than dragging on and that, and now the story isn't about him anymore yeah it's about right. Ryan and and, and and Alia and, Al- and Alia, of course, and Alia. It, of course it's all about, all about oh, yeah, Alia really Ryan. isn't it yeah yeah um I I don't know whether this is the last we've seen of Justin we'll to be honest. See.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't know. Um, I, I've I've not seen anything on social media or anything about well that was his final appearance or anything. I mean, I guess there's there may there well may be, be a trial, a trial, but they yeah. don't even
1: need one. they don't
0: need a trial because it's not like he's gonna there's going to be any tension about whether whether he'll <laughs> well, get set, he set down guilty. or not. Will he? Yeah. Um, so it might just be something we hear about, but anyway, he he shows up in his car outside the hospital, and um, this is this was during the time when they're remodelling the front of the ITV b- building the at World Coronation building, Street which set. Is normally so the
1: front of the hospital. Yeah, so
0: they have to use the side entrance, um, and so he, uh, Alia goes um, in the into Ryan's room to go and see him, and he's at this stage he's got got dressings all over his face, and he keeps them all week, doesn't he? And. He's still, he's still trying to act all cheery and brave about it, isn't he, at this point? He's like saying, oh, you know, I've looked better, haven't I? I've looked better, right? And, um, oh, gosh. Daisy, meanwhile, is going out to get some fresh air. <laughs> of course she is, just when Justin's turned up. And she sees him in the car there and starts, she strides over to him. He's like, you get out, get out. But what, what was he... Why did he turn up? What was he... Do you think he was going to get out and go and... Try and find Daisy in the hospital, assuming that she's there.
1: He's like a moth to the flame. He he can't leave her alone. Can't stay
0: away from her. But but when he sees what a state she's in, he's like, I'm just gonna lock my car door here because she's there, banging on the windscreen, saying, Why would you do something like that? And she says, Oh, I just wanted to. I just wanted to look after you. Maybe if you look different, the shallow people wouldn't want to be with you. Just me. in a really twisted way it makes sense doesn't it to him
1: i'd make you feel beautiful yeah i don't love you because you're beautiful i love you because of who you are but Mm -hmm. other people you're distracted because other people give you attention yeah it's only because of how you look so if i take your looks away then you'll realize that i'm the one who loves you the best
0: yeah and i i loved her reaction to this where she suddenly at last realizes I can get to him by playing along with this. And she's just kind of clicks, doesn't she, into, oh, Justin, I see everything now, everything you've been saying, all, all that you've been doing, the, the lengths you've been going to to prove your love for me. You've passed the test, Justin. And I was watching this just going, oh, Daisy, what are you going to oh. get? And she says, oh, you've finally proven yourself worthy of my love. Open the door, open the door. And he's like um is he's this, like hang on a minute <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> i'm not that crazy this is all what i wanted but, but, he, but should i trust her and he opens the doors and she's like Argh! launches herself at him grabs the keys Well, she
1: said she wants him to give him a kiss she's like give me a kiss oh yeah so she like, like
0: oh, does, oh yeah, doesn't she? She? Yeah, Great. yeah yeah that's that's the thing that makes him open the it's door like, right, that's what he's been looking for <laughs> um And then yeah, she's she's honking the horn saying, "I hate you, I hate you." And then the police turn up. It's it's almost like they were just kind of sitting there watching up until this point. They're like,
1: "Don't get involved involved in this." People are sad, and they always have fights.
0: Crime hasn't been technically committed yet. There's just there's just a crazy woman in a wedding dress banging on a car. Can't arrest her for that, can we? (laughs) But anyway, the police police um burst up to them and uh, arrest Daisy. So I know they don't arrest Justin.
1: They're like, you lied to a man.
0: As da- Daisy walks How could off.
1: you hurt his feelings?
0: Oh, Daisy, oh, I it. that was a great scene, fantastic.
1: Off to jail so, with you.
0: Back with Alia and Ryan later, and he's still there wincing away. He's still like, clearly very, very much in pain. He's full of sedatives, but it's it's not really hitting the spot there. Um, and Alia's just going, oh. Is it, is it? Is she going on about being a victim in this episode? I can't remember, or whether she saves all that till Monday. Probably, probably no, now. Daisy returns to the waiting room in the hospital to tell Jenny and Daniel that police have got Justin. Then Alia comes out well, and she's says... Well, she's like, I've
1: solved, the, I've solved the case. The man's arrested. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Daniel and Jenny are like, oh. I'm
0: glad you sold your bit.
1: And, and meanwhile, is it, I can't remember who it was, Steve, Kirk, Tim, one of these buffooning men, going, I wonder what happened to all the food.
0: Somebody does say that, don't they? Well, I
1: can tell you that the the menu that they offer at this is, house, it, is it pretty good? Really nice stuff.
0: Mm. Really nice. I think it's the next episode. Steve says, "Oh, what happened to the food? Hey, Um. So yeah. Anyway, they, Ali comes out of seeing Ryan and says that they are they're going to take him to theater to go and see George Banks and the Mousetrap. <laughs> no, they're, like, they're gonna they're gonna give him a skin graft. Aren't and they're they? like,
1: "Listen, buddy, don't tell anyone who it was. What done? It, otherwise, <laughs> we'll <laughs> cut you up."
0: Um he wants to see Daisy first though so she kind of tentatively walks in there um, and she asks how he's doing and he's just like yeah, he can't bring himself to, to talk at this stage, he's still grief stricken as she would be, she tells him about Justin being arrested and apologises and he's like no, 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 it's happened there's nothing you can do about it oh, so brave, such a such well a then at the end soldier. he says,
1: he's like what am I going to do Daisy, what am I going to do and I thought that was really great because it's just hopeless and he there's no other way to articulate it. It's like what am I gonna do? Yeah. What am I gonna do?
0: Yeah, this is like
1: and he's trying a to be turning brave. point. He's trying to be brave and stuff, but who's he trying to be brave for?
0: Mm.
1: You know? And he and he and Daisy have got this kind of bond now where they've both gone through this trauma and he obviously has some kind of feelings for her because yeah, they're still lingering from and uh, he he jumped in front of Justin, and she's obviously gr- desperately grateful and guilty, yeah, and horrified that that he's going through this suffering, and she's probably a, a lot of her, well, a bit of her, thinking, God, I'm so glad that's I know. not me, but and now and I feel even worse because
0: you would be, you would absolutely be thinking that could be me in there. I'm, I'm so glad lucky, it's not but me. you'd be feeling that would make you feel that would make times you feel worse, worse
1: because you're like, well, he's only there how? because of me.
0: Yeah, how cruel of me to be thinking but that I'm really lucky. But then I I'm guess really some lucky. people
1: would be thinking I'd rather it was me.
0: I mean, Daisy does say that, on the, I think, in the next episode, doesn't she? Like, well, oh, it should have been me. Well, just the but guilt. Yeah. But... But really... Yeah. <laughs> you, it, you'd you'd, I'm you'd not be surprised, glad it wasn't you.
1: I'm not surprised that, given the choice of having an acid attack storyline that took out a major character... They didn't. They they thought a bit more hard about. Do we really want Daisy? <laughs> to, well, yeah. Uh, and it's very shallow, but you know Charlotte Jordan's a beautiful woman, and I know that a lot of people are fans of her. Not uh, because she's she's incredibly talented, but she's also incredibly beautiful. I mean, uh, I don't know what w- what would have happened.
0: It, but it's weird because Ryan Prescott. Is also you know hunky guy, isn't he? Lots of people fancy him.
1: Well, we know that we know that Charlotte Charlotte Jordan's got a massive fan base. Yeah,
0: I just think that,
1: and I'm not saying that the fans are going to be like shallow and like, um, not like go off the character. I just think that there's a lot more to... Mm.
0: for the you know,
1: and that's why listen. This is why men. This is why men target women like this. Because of how important the way a woman looks is. Mm. Especially somebody like Daisy. And of course that's not to say that um, it doesn't matter that Ryan got got it on his face. Of course not. Ryan, you know. But there's definitely an aspect yeah. of the gender. Because
0: when I when I saw that this acid attack was going to be happening. Because it was all promoted as acid, acid attack at Daisy's wedding. Or Daisy's involved in an acid attack. The wording of it, looking back at it now, is very... Clever in that it doesn't actually nothing says that she has acid that that she gets covered in acid, but they wanted you to believe that she would. And I remember when I was reading that a couple of weeks ago, thinking, "Are they are they really going to permanently scar one of their most popular beautiful actresses? And That's saying, really yeah. bold move." And
1: it, again, I'm not I'm not being shallow; I'm being practical.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. From a practical point of view, that would have been.
1: And I don't that would know, have been shooting
0: themselves in the foot a little bit
1: and I really I really don't know what the future holds for Ryan no, but we do know that it involves a lot of extra work
0: well yeah, he says he's been you know doing the interview circuits this week and he's said that the prosthetics take an hour to take on take put on and an hour to take off at the moment so and they will of get that
1: whatever you will they
0: will get quicker at it
1: I mean from a from a perspective of like practicality. In a sense, you could hide daisies with some hair, which you couldn't do mm. with, with Ryan unless he grows his hair longer. But, um, the, the, I mean...
0: I, I wonder whether we're just going to have lots of scenes of him Ryan turned him to one side or, like, but, backwards shots of him or something. For,
1: you know, in a sense, I, I'm, I'm thinking it would have been a more interesting character to have had Daisy, but it would have been miserable. Mm. Uh, and she, I mean, she would have had to reevaluate everything about her life, and what was important to her, and what sh- what people, how people interact with her would have completely changed. It would have been really fascinating because um, it's going to happen to Daisy eventually. She's going to grow older, and uh. people are not going to find her as attractive. And there's going to be a point at which she stops and thinks to herself, "What the hell's happened, and why have I?" Yeah. Why are people not reacting to me? There was there was um somebody posted a a quote from um Elsie Tanner at one point saying, you know, when I was young I could have any man I wanted, now look at me.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it happened it happens to to everybody.
0: Yeah. But you're right, know, in in the short term, I think as as shocking as it would have been if it had been Daisy with a melted face. I think stop saying that. Well, that's what that's what it is. Ryan is the better character to for it. I don't know if it's
1: the better character from a narrative point of view, but from a practical point of view, it's the only way that makes sense and also. Um, it was a great twist.
0: Yeah, it was, it was. And I, I I, I don't know what the future holds for him. All I know is that the, the actor who played Ross on Emmerdale, who was the one that got um, the face full of acid five years ago, let's say, he left the show within six months. Um, and I really hope that that isn't the case for Ryan. And I'd, I'd like to think it won't be, because if it follows the same path and it's like... It's just like it's like giving up on a character. I don't. I don't know. I'd, I. It was like with. Well, it's like with Todd's scar, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, when when Bruno played Todd, he had a he had a scar for the last couple of years, and it was just like a little nick nick on his cheek that probably didn't take too long to put on at all. But I remember when that happened thinking you got to commit to that now. Coronation Street forever. It's like when a character gets a tattoo, isn't it? When they like have David with his with his arms showing, they have to put that Tina stamp on there. And if they want to keep Ryan in the show for the foreseeable future, which I hope they do, there's, there's a lot of work there, and they'll get quicker and everything. But I mean, no, lo- it's, lots... not gonna
1: be, it's not going to be—it's not going to ever be instant.
0: No, but I mean, you know, lots of shows have got characters in full makeup all the time. You know, yeah, but they that...
1: don't film. You know, they don't run three times a week.
0: That—that that is also true. That's true. But then Ryan's not on it three times a week, is he? Ryan, Ryan isn't a particularly this, heavily featured character. Maybe this will change for him. You
1: would have assumed that this would have all been taken into consideration, and yeah, you know, and it's it's interesting. Who would have known? Well, when um we did our character profile of Ryan, I
0: know we literally only did him about a month or a month and a well, half I ago. I think didn't that was we? it was
1: worth doing just to talk about him. And we said when when we were doing it, yeah, there's a lot of there was a lot of potential with Ryan. Mm. I didn't expect this. Yeah, I know, but my worry is now that we're never going to actually properly see it because he might leave. I don't know. We really do not know what his plans are and uh, it's all very well for him, for anyone to say, oh, I don't mind doing it for an hour, two hours a day, but who knows what will
0: Well, yeah, he, he could well get fed up a bit. Well, uh, I'm
1: not saying that, yeah.
0: I mean, it, we, he, we, he, he's got to get out. You and... really
1: don't know how you're going to react to something like that until you it happens yeah he's
0: got a get out in that he could just go off to Ibiza with this crystal and what I'm assuming is going to happen and we've still got plenty of this week's episode to talk about first is that Alia and him are going to get closer um and she'll be like I don't care what you look like it's you that I love and, and this will bring them together and then he'll well, stay on the street crystal's maybe off, well yeah it? maybe crystal's gonna just be like I'm not interested in you anymore I only needed you for your top DJing skills
1: I only want you for your looks
0: yeah well, yeah exactly so hmm anyway we we must let's let's get back to what happened. there's more to talk about later, so Daisy and Daniel and Ali are at the hospital at the beginning of Wednesday's episode again. Oh,
1: Steve's wondering what happened to the wedding food. Yeah, I said
0: it was Steve earlier I said that Okay. Uh, Daisy's looking totally drained, still she in their wedding left. dress, hasn't she yeah she's she's just kind of out of duty, thinking I've got to stay there all night it's because of me that he is in here. And she refuses to go home until she finds out how Ryan is after this operation that, she, that he's had. Um, she's getting harassed by sponsors over the phone who are, like, fuming that the fact that all of these wedding bits and bobs that they've given to her for free I've got to get aren't something off on my Instagram chest at it. this point.
1: I've got to get something off my chest Do it. it. Like, Daisy, you, you twonk, right? You Either you've committed yourself to spending either your wedding day... Part of your wedding day, or the day after your wedding, to uploading social media posts to placate these sponsors, or no, I can't remember what the other. Thing was.
0: <laughs> That's but, about look, the only option.
1: Well, but, and and uh, and she hasn't thought that people might wonder where where her posts are, and she's she's getting mad at them, going, "Oh, maybe I should just take a photo of myself in a and e and send it to them to, to show them." Yeah, maybe, because then they'll know what you've done.
0: Yeah, she is getting a little bit
1: She's she's getting high and mighty about about them harassing her. She's the one that's got thousands of pounds worth of free stuff and yeah, it is crap. But she all she had to do was say, Jenny, can you please help me?
0: I just think I. g I'm shouldn't... gonna cut I'm gonna give her some slack here and yeah, say she well, is still in shock and she's, she's not shock, thinking straight.
1: But why did she say, Yeah, I'm gonna post the day of my wedding, or the day after my wedding, to let everybody know. You don't... Honestly, she could have said, I will upload it a week later. I think this is just supposed to be dramatic. I understand this is just a story. But in real life, I think I would have given her a little shake and gone, yes, because you've basically got about 20 grand's worth of free stuff, and you told them that you'd upload it.
0: Yeah, I suppose it wouldn't have had any harm to have done it the next week, would it? But...
1: Why did it have to be uploaded the, the day of print. her wedding?
0: <laughs> I could, and they didn't even have. They could have had the scene of um, Daniel talking to her about this and saying, "This is ridiculous," because he was. I don't think he was ever completely fully behind the idea that they were getting all this stuff for free and having his wedding paraded all over SNPX for all and sundry to see. But. it
1: must be a bit of a delicate. Um Subject to criticise too much in the world of Coronation Street production because you know you're working with people who have (laughs) sold their weddings to Hello Magazine or something. Like, whatever, it's fine. But I bet you nobody who sold their wedding to Hello! magazine was like, yeah, I'll write the article the day of my wedding <laughs> and take all the photos myself.
0: Um, so the consultant comes in to see Ryan. He's a nice guy, isn't he, this consultant. And Ryan's still trying to be brave. Well, they've
1: got two, haven't they? They've got a pers- a-, a surgeon mm. and they've got a psychotherapist.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he's been told that they've removed the damaged tissue, but it's too early to say what underneath is like. It's like oh, it's a bit like grizzly, isn't it? I know, and, uh, I
1: know this is inappropriate, but I just keep going back to Jack Nicholson's Joker when that scene where he's in the and also wasn't it Heath I'm, Ledger did it as well?
0: No, I'm thinking of um of Harvey Dent in the dark in the, in yeah, the well, Joker they're, film. They're both
1: the same kind of idea, but yeah. Joker where he's like show me the mirror and then he looks at himself. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, right. That is yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'm thinking of Two Face.
1: Well, I think. Ryan's got lots of opportunities for whoever he wants to model himself on. He does, he does. As long as it's somebody so, out of a Batman film.
0: <laughs> they're taking him for a skin graft on his arm later today. And, and then they kind of say, maybe you can see your face later tonight. And he's, he's like, he's not ready for this. He sheds a little tear. Oh. Yasmin arrives at the hospital. And um, Daniel tells Daisy that Jenny's handling all the wedding stuff At now. At last. At last. And the, yeah, yeah the, Daisy's like, oh, am I taking too long to recover? Am I? <laughs> um, Ali is allowed in to go and see I understand Ryan.
1: why she's upset. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand why she's upset, but I just think she's set herself up for... Like, if she no. had been a bit hungover, it still would have been the same situation. She would have, like, if she'd woken up at midday on the day after a wedding after having sozzled herself on free wine at this venue that cost however much thousands of pounds. She but still wouldn't have uploaded a, it. I, I don't
0: know, as a social media kind of influencer sort of person who's used to it's all about the now and the instant and get it up straight away. Not for to maybe my for day. her No, but maybe it does feel like everything is about get it up get it up get it up. And so it might not <laughs> have even might not have even occurred to her or it's just kind of natural to get it up straight away, of course I would. <laughs> it's like me, you know, when when we've been to Manchester or whatever and I'm like, oh, i got to get the pictures up for everybody to see straight away. doesn't, doesn't well, They don't need to see it straight away, yeah, but, but I want to.
1: It. Yeah, well, she's mad about it and acting like nobody has got the right to ask her
0: mm. when they
1: yeah. don't know. <laughs>
0: um, so, Alia goes in and, and chats. I just on.
1: wonder whether her uh, social media career now, is this going to be the end of it? Because mm. nobody's sympathetic to her and now twice twice she's gone through something horrific and it's been related tangentially to her social media persona and nobody's given her any slack there's no there's no like she hasn't got a following of people who are super supportive of her no matter what happens it's not like she's getting anything from followers. She hasn't got a relationship with anybody. You know, she hasn't got like, hi gang or anything. It's just people going, where's where's my post? Where's my post? Where's my post? Because she had the same thing before, didn't she? Mm. Yeah, yeah. When when, um, when um, she, they all turned their back on her when Justin told them about mm. what had happened with her. Yeah. So, is she, is she burned her bridges now? I don't know. Mm. Uh, and yeah. is this going to be then, you know, I think Daniel and Daisy are going to have a wedding Another one, At some and I point. think it's going to be a very pared down one. Not um, just because, from a narrative perspective, she's learned her lesson that materialism only leads to, to sin and death, but also because the production probably can't afford to rent <laughs> that <in a laughs> lovely wedding venue
0: again. Bistro, okay for you this time, Jason? Bistro, be- yeah, Bistro. maybe. Yeah, Bistro, yeah. lovely, yeah. lovely good Prosecco, Bistro. I'm still they still they still haven't had ever a Rover's wedding, have they? It's they not a licensed
1: venue. You have to you have to be licensed to perform a well, wedding. Well
0: I think that Jenny could pull a few strings. They and could get the Rover's licence for weddings, couldn't they? They've got a massive you know, upstairs.
1: Can I just say Coronation Street at the get actual set needs to be licensed for weddings?
0: Yeah, 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 it does actually, you're right. Uh anyway, so um Alia goes in to see Ryan, and um, and she's she's very sympathetic to his plight because you know she was a victim too earlier this year. I don't know whether she's, I don't like, know whether she's mentioned I this before. When I was stabbed
1: and blown up, <laughs> I was also sad, but you so, you've got
0: to get over it. I, I I when I was stabbed, I didn't want to be alone, and so you don't want to be alone either because you know my don't
1: push people away like me. <laughs>
0: And uh, he says, oh, I don't want to see anyone, including you. And he tells her to leave. Well,
1: I would be the same way here, because I don't... I hate people pitying me, and he even says that. And I really felt... um a connection to him when he said this, like, I don't want people to feel bad. Sorry for me, I well, he, hate that. It's, he, it's a worse. bit of
0: that for him, and it's also that he just hates how hideous he looks well, and he, you know, imagine doesn't want people anybody looking at him and judging him. and crap
1: already about worrying about what you look like, and then people keep coming and looking at you and crying and going away again. You'd
0: see their like, oh eyes glancing down. As soon as his bandages are off, you're going to be looking they're at people looking. whose eyes are just going to be flicking down and for the rest at the face. Wife,
1: whenever he goes anywhere. People are gonna look at him, and they're gonna—he's gonna see their eyes go back and forwards,
0: literally, for the rest of his life. Because it's human nature to to look. Well, I can't, I can't,
1: um, I can't criticize people because it's something different that you wouldn't have seen before. So you are gonna look.
0: Mm. Yeah, it is. Well, it's like rubbernecking, isn't it?
1: It's not the same. Well, it's it's
0: similar, but I feel I feel so bad for him and everybody who goes through that. Don't feel bad for I don't feel bad for Arlie. She shouldn't have bloody driven off in the van with a bomb in it, should she? She asked for that. But three (laughs) hundred people a year in Manchester alone—it's crazy. Well,
1: I mean, the statistics from this um, from this ASTI it says that um, in London in two thousand and eighteen it was corrosive substances We used 3- 310 mm. crimes and then nationwide and nationwide in 2018 there were 501 so it must have gone up massively yeah. for there to be
0: 300 in Manchester last year
1: from 2011 to 2016 there were 1,464 crimes mm. involving acid or corrosive substance
0: yeah that's on the rise that is definitely on the rise although I mean maybe around 2021 we're all a little bit in lockdown weren't we
1: 2078 acid attack crimes recorded in that period of time. Only 414 of them resulted in charges.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Where do we get to? So Alia goes back to see everyone else and reports what bad state Ryan's in. She's and, like, it's um,
1: almost as though he was stabbed, like me.
0: <laughs> Daniel <laughs> but not takes. As bad, though. Daniel takes the opportunity to encourage Daisy home. So they get back to the street and there's a fab shot of um. Was it? it wasn't was today. The... So it was on like the ground ground wasn't it you start to see the cobbles and looking up at the rovers and she can't bring herself to go into this place and we get to see in today it was
1: from above looking down
0: I think there was a bit of both
1: a bit of both I think there a bit, bit,
0: of bit of both yeah um, and uh, so she kind of well she sees Crystal she's, and she's yeah. like
1: oi Crystal yeah and then this yeah, is, what's yeah, happened. Crystal
0: finds out about it Yasmin finds Alia sitting all sad on the stairs oh, back was, at this home this is Alia's
1: first best scene of the year <laughs>
0: (laughs) she's She's sitting there just in tears going i'm I'm sorry i know i'm so cynical and
1: horrible about alia she's sitting on the stairs getting waiting for gran to come home so she can see me looking sad on the stairs and then
0: door closes hello alia you're there turn on the waterworks alia
1: alia's sitting there like and here she is (laughs) oh oh, oh, gran i feel so bad for ryan poor ryan and then on cue Yasmin says
0: Oh yeah, Yasmin says, oh, poor you, Alia, poor you. And
1: then Alia's like, yes. <laughs> poor me that's right poor <laughs> me somebody think of me for once this is too much for me Gran I can't cope
0: she's like oh this is all just so raw for me
1: I'm sorry I know we're really really horrible to oh her.
0: come on it's part of
1: our fun isn't
0: it yes you gotta
1: have fun sometimes
0: <laughs> when, when um as soon as we knew that Ryan was gonna be the one that was hitting the face with the acid I was like Alia is gonna have a field day with her she's, she's gonna be so gutted that she's not the biggest victim on the street anymore she's probably
1: gonna be like oh poor Ryan <laughs> this reminds me of when Luke was blown up (laughs) that was sad for me too oh yeah (laughs) she sat at that shrine in the middle of the bloody
0: street and it it reminds me of that time my dad
1: In the fire, he was
0: blown up as well. (laughs) Everybody, (laughs) why does everybody who knows me get blown up? (laughs) Am I driving them away? So, Daisy goes to see Ryan at the end of the episode, and he can barely spring himself to look at her. She tells him about Crystal being devastated by the news, obviously, but um, she still wants to see him when he's ready. And he's like, oh, tell her not to bother. So he, he thanks he thanks Daisy for everything that she's done after the attack to help him. And she's just well, like, he says that oh, she, it should have been me.
1: He says that she was one of the reasons why it's not as bad as it could have been. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, uh, I think on Twitter I said something about they saved each other on Monday. Because yeah. he ran in front of the acid. But then she, you know, she wouldn't give up on him. She kept, kept helping him. And she was... I don't know if she was getting burned as she was doing it because she wasn't attending oh, yeah, to her, her wounds own or if she was touching bits that were coming off on her. I don't know. But she wouldn't stop helping him. Mm. She was there the whole time making sure that she did everything she could. What
0: a trooper. Friday. Daisy goes to visit Ryan again. And he's really nervous about getting the bandages off. I was... I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing next week, are you thinking, for the bandages to come off?
1: i just so sad... Just so horrible. It's... And this happens not just to, you know, there are so many things where your life changes in one instance.
0: Mm. Um, instant. And the... you
1: and it's, never go back to how it used to be.
0: Yeah, he still can't handle the idea of these bandages coming off. Um, and, and I just and...
1: want to also say, it's not just the aesthetics of what you look like, but the scar tissue can be very painful. Mm. And he's going to have to... It, you know it's going to tighten up and he's going to get restriction in his movement on yeah. his, of, of his neck probably in his face it's going to be difficult to make expressions because scar tissue doesn't i mean people seem yeah. to think that not as scars are just as... like a cool thing that you sometimes get but it can be incredibly problematic mm. scar mm. tissue
0: um so daisy goes goes off after this and uh, she sees alia in the cafe later and tells her about Ryan being in a lot of pain and needing her support and everything. And uh, he's like, oh, he doesn't even know himself that he needs help. And she's like, just please, Alia, go go to Ryan. Go and see him. Help him get up the courage to, to look at his injuries because he's going to have to face himself. Well, he's going to have to look at himself in the mirror one day. Help him.
1: Also an element of life, if I don't like it's not happened.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So Alia shows up at Ryan's bedside and he's he's not happy to see her. Um, and she's like, she's like, it's okay if you're not ready to look at your injuries yet, all in your own time. You're not weak, you're just human. Mm. And he's he's like, just. Um, she says, please let me help you through this. Um, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. And by the time you leave here, <laughs> by the time you leave here, you're going to be sick of the sight of me. So she's it's basic.
1: Like... When does that start the,
0: from? <laughs> um, Daisy um, later builds it. We see her kind of building herself up to go into the bar, um, and then at the, towards the end of the episode, Alia comes in and tells her, "I've you know I've made the kind of thing square with Ryan, and I've agreed that I'm gonna I'm gonna go and see him every day, whether he wants it or not." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's and that's where we leave this. So we've
1: spoken a lot about. I can't think of what else there is to talk about. I,
0: I'd liked. Um, I I think we need to bring up the fact that although this Monday's episode, well, the whole story really, was fairly universally praised, wasn't it? I mean, we put a poll up on Twitter saying, you know, did you think it was a great one or did you say it was banging Bob Bob Standard or Bobbins? And like 96%, 97% or so rated it banging. And I've just read comment after comment about how fantastic an episode it was. But there is definitely a you know, uh, an element of, has has it gone too far? Was it over the top? Was it too much? When does it become misery porn, basically?
1: Well, I've also seen quite a few people saying, oh, I don't agree they should have done it. I wish they hadn't done it. I wasn't looking forward to it. But it was a very good episode.
0: Yeah, no, people have said that.
1: Do I you- mean, my, my problem is the concurrent issues-based storylines...
0: Well, the, I just
1: don't think there should be, ever be more than one in a week.
0: Well, on, was it Monday that, um, that there was the article on the Metro about how Corrie is just layering too much misery on top of misery at the moment? And it, it is a bit silly, isn't it? Because in the space of... We're now three months in, just a quarter of the way through the year, and we've had stabbing, we've had bombing... We've had, you know, well, I mean, racist abuse. That. We've it's had...
1: A, you know, white supremacist yeah. groups. We've had... We, and the, an the attack, Stevens Grizzly murders. Murders. It's
0: an awful lot. Does it start to lose its effects? It hasn't yet, I don't think. But I, I'm not surprised that people are starting to say that this what is too doing? much. I mean, obviously, Kate Oates's era on Coronation Street, that was... Um, that was criticised as being too dark. But it was in a different way. I
1: don't feel like... I don't
0: feel like it was miserable K-O's, dark like this. I, you
1: know, she she had the, the Aiden suicide storyline, which was a mental health story, which had a proven effect on on um, people in that you could measure the increase of people seeking help for um, depression and stuff. You could measure that. But I don't ever feel like the majority of... Of Kate Oates' tenure was let me teach you a lesson about
0: no the most of the darkness around Kate Oates most of the criticism about the darkness was the feeling stuff but then and that's kind of fun darkness it, but you,
1: you could say you know well what's you could you could learn something while you're also being entertained here mm. and so it's a wasted opportunity but I don't agree with that I think that we we don't need to we don't need to be educated all the time about Really dark and horrible things that can happen.
0: It is fairly relentlessly miserable. Yeah. I mean, the the obviously the equivalent of the feeling mm. storyline at the moment is Stephen because that's that's not miserable. Yeah, but dark, to me, I it? don't. That's yeah, kind of I funny. don't find
1: I don't find those stories miserable really. No, and it's, maybe it's because it's fantastically removed from everyday life. And I know that people are you know victims of of murder and stuff.
0: Not but, by whole hole punch, usually. But.
1: <laughs> but you see, it's part of fiction that people die very often in fiction for the story to progress. And for some reason, as a, as a collective society, we've decided that's not really a big deal and it doesn't really matter. Hmm. And I, I can't say that it, it reflects well on us that we don't really care about people getting murdered. No, but you know, think about a James Bond film. People die in left, right, and, and center, <laughs> and it, that's not that's not an issues based bloody movie, is it? About the, you know, it, it only it only comes into play if you really want to concentrate on it. Hmm. Yeah, it is dark and horrible, but it, it feels a bit more removed from everyday life than these issues, mm. storylines where... And you, I
0: mean, the rape as well, literally yeah. going on the two main stories That's this week, I mean. where somebody getting acid in the face and somebody getting raped by somebody who they thought was their best friend. It's
1: And it's dark and it feels real. Yeah. And it feels, that both of these stories, I mean, and and this story isn't just one issue story, like I said earlier, it's two. You've got Acid, acid Attack and Stalking, which are two different issues
0: i i'd I'd like to say I want to see more light hearted stuff, but then they when they give you it. Brian Packham finding out he's eight percent italian as the as the option it's like well, actually, I'd rather have had more of the Daisy and do, Ryan I'm aftermath. Not, I don't know what week. happened
1: with that we'll talk about it later but yeah. it didn't work i
0: i, I do think i I am thinking it's a little bit on the miserable side at the moment, but i't. I, I I i still I still absolutely enjoyed this week's episode. It's been, I I kind of wish in a way that the the acid attack story had you know, taken the monopoly of the time this week. They didn't need to have all the other stories in. If you remember when they had the Seb um murder storyline a couple of years ago, they went pretty much a whole week where every scene was related to that story and I was wondering whether they were gonna go that way with this, but they didn't. It was once Monday's episode was out of the way, it kind of felt like it fell by the wayside a little bit. Yes, they had some scenes in it, but I was I was hoping for a little bit more. I was hoping that maybe some of the some of the editing and just the general tension building greatness that was in Monday's would, would keep going. As it stands, Monday felt very, very separate from the rest of the week, didn't it? With all the yeah, it did. All the all the blurry. But well, it was
1: mostly it was just that story. It, it
0: was it was an event episode. Yeah. Um, but it the fact that it was you know back to normal on Wednesday, it it did make it stick out a bit like a sore thumb. I mean, um, the one of the things that that Ryan Prescott said in the interview was about um that this this camera they use called an Alexa camera, which. Uh, Gemma just looking over at R one and t- t- didn't even there, wake yeah. up. Which said apparently you, um, they shot it shoots hundred frames a, a minute and that let them kind 100 of hundred frames a minute. Yeah, I don't know whether that's good or bad. I don't know, but that allows them to speed up, slow it down, layer audio over the top of it, giving this um, visceral, guttural effect. And when I, mean, I don't know about things like this, but it felt it felt pretty effective to me. I thought maybe I didn't want that all all week. But I I think they they as I say they had to do stuff like that because they couldn't have shown it in its full on raw, you know. Well, it's grossness. I don't know what it looks watershed. like when your
1: skin is being burned through by acid, and I don't don't want, want to know. I don't want Coronation to to show me.
0: No, tell you what, I did like another thing I liked about the editing. I and mean, it wasn't even the editing actually; it was just the direction, all of the the rover's floor stuff. As when Daisy's crawling around, um. You know the bar area, and then going underneath the, the flat bit. I was like, well, you never see down here, do you?
1: Look at that floor. Look at that floor. Can you mean, eat your dinner off that floor?
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I thought that was I, I thought it was very well done. And Ewan
1: um, never would have imagined this storyline.
0: She wouldn't. Come on, Bennett. She's probably turning in a grave at this, isn't she? Um, so how do you think that this might affect Daisy in the long term? Do you think that she's going to? I mean, so far we're seeing that she's not at all bounced back to from what, to what she used to be. It's only just happened. I is think, this going to mm. cause... Obviously, it's changed Ryan's life completely. Is Daisy going to be a different person now?
1: Don't know. But I, I, what I don't want her to do is to sort of decide everything she did before was frivolous and materialistic and uh, pointless because I feel like that's a bit of a betrayal of...
0: Who she is.
1: Who she is. And I also don't think there's anything wrong... listen can i just say one thing right nobody nobody blinks at a man who dedicates his life to aesthetics like art art architecture um painting interior design fabrics nobody everyone's like wow so what amazing a woman dedicates her life to aesthetics as her using herself as as the as the 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 conduit you know um expressing herself with makeup and, and, and fashion or being interested in those things and she's like a frivolous airhead.
0: Mm. Do, you think, um, do you think there's any chance that she might break up? There's
1: no, nothing, there's no difference to me between a, 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 like designing a sofa and like a nice cushion and, and putting them all together and designing the interiors and putting together a really nice outfit and matching your hair and your makeup but there's a value judgment in society between a man and a woman who are obsessed with aesthetics mm.
0: do you think that um daisy and daniel might break up over this because I hope not, cause that'd be
1: tedious but i'm oh. sure it's gonna happen it's... i can just say it just daisy's gonna grow closer to ryan and ryan and ali are gonna gonna have a conflict and then ryan's gonna have to decide who he ultimately Want prefers, and maybe Daisy will then realize that she's trauma bonding with him, and actually, she doesn't have a connection like she thought she did, but she's just super grateful that he helped her. And then she and Daniel will get back together, and Daniel will be like, Let me read you my vows over okay?
0: we'll, it. We'll come back to this in this episode in two months' time and see how close you are. But that does seem pretty, pretty on the nose there. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Even like on Wednesday's episode when Daniel was struggling to get Daisy away from the hospital, it felt like she was kind of removed herself, that they didn't feel like a team, did they? She was... No, uh,
1: no She sometimes these things drive you apart.
0: And I I'm, I'm, I was kind of thinking as well that Daniel was... Yes, he was trying to get her home because she needed to get home, but I, I was feeling a little bit of jealousy there between I'm Daniel also, and... and and, and Ryan is like, why do you want to go don't, and see him? You're supposed to be my wife now. Don't
1: forget that now Ryan and Daisy have been through something that no one else can understand. And that means something. Yeah. And Daniel's going to have to swallow As much as Arliad wants to try uh, and
0: say, I understand listen, exactly how Daniel's you're feeling. Daniel's going to have
1: to swallow his pride and allow that to happen mm. and not make himself part of it. Yeah, yeah. And not try to to sort of g- grief manage.
0: Mm. Mm. Speaking of... um. I'm just trying to segue here. Grief, I suppose. We haven't even mentioned Michelle yet. Oh,
1: gosh. She's <laughs> having an operation. She's having an operation. Is that like a polite way of saying that she's she's um, Botox to the...
0: <laughs> I wonder. This oh to it's the ninth degree. It's understandable. You can't just get an actor back to...
1: I wouldn't they want all... it to anyway. You should just draw focus. I would and
0: absolutely I... not want her there. Let's but...
1: just remind everybody that... She raised Ryan, but she's Ali's real mum. Yeah. So what about Ryan's real mum? No yeah, Wendy. Nobody mentioned her.
0: No, well, I mean she she's got really nothing to do with Ryan. She's yes, she she birthed him.
1: Well, then why but... is but why is Michelle the centre of Ryan and Ali's universe? But because Wendy could just go and character. bloody bugger off and die in a ditch. It, <laughs> no. In fact, it probably like, you know, oh we tried to contact Wendy but she died five years ago and nobody <laughs> noticed.
0: I was when when um another thing when I heard that Ryan was gonna get the acid in the face, that was an actually a real worry of mine, like, are we gonna get Michelle back? But then I was kinda thinking. No, she t-
1: it would be too much about her then, it'd be even worse than Alia.
0: Do you reckon? Yeah,
1: be like, oh look here's here's Michelle's. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: I wouldn't mind don't... if she came back for a guest slot in this, just because it would feel natural, and I'd kind of like to see a bit of tension between her and Steve, maybe, with it. What
1: about between? I
0: don't know. Let's just. It just feels. I mean, at least they had him on the phone to her today.
1: Don't but come. Would it kill him?
0: Um... Would it kill him to to get Kim Marsh to do a little voice? I mean, a, a video message. It's very like, expensive. Like because I, I I I do wonder whether. Now we are in an age where video calling is—it's not the norm necessarily, or not for me anyway. It's just, anyway, just it's... a
1: massive headache and too expensive to just hire Kim Marsh for like,
0: yeah, I mean, an they...
1: hour to record five minutes of her going, "Oh Ryan, I'm we, really We've sorry. had um, we
0: had Emily come back for a Zoom call a few years ago, and uh, Angelina love... Griffin came if... back as Fiona, didn't she? On the
1: if I could, if I could, you know, have have a wish, it would be that that we had more phone conversations and voicemails and stuff, and I just assume that it's just too much hassle and too expensive.
0: What well, Would you have Would you have liked it if they'd have said, oh, Michelle, my mum came and visited me and it was all off screen? Would that feel like that's a bit cheating, or would it feel like, oh, okay, they've acknowledged that she's come, yeah, that's normal? Well, she, I mean... Because yeah, you could
1: argue either way.
0: She She's had an operation. We don't know what this operation is and they're being purposefully vague <laughs> so, because some people are saying, yeah, she's had an operation, but I think she probably could still come Bumpions. and see him. The The fact is, you know we can assume that she is never going to come and see him at all. No, she's not. <laughs> so there's only so long that this operation excuse can last. Unless he, maybe as part of his recovery, he's going to go over to Ireland and go and stay with Michelle probably, for a bit. Probably,
1: probably. And then
0: he's going to come back. But yeah, that feels like it's it's possible. He's going to come
1: back and he's going to have really long hair on one side of his face.
0: <laughs> and we've, I mean, we've not had uh, his brother, what, brother-ish Ali. Like, he's not in prison anymore, is he? Is he gonna come and visit him? No. This is this is the problem with soap. There's just too many people who should come and visit people at certain times. Well this is this practical. is like the
1: interesting thing as we start to edge even closer into this weird world of AI where anything mm. can be made up. Like would would it be would do are we looking at a future where if you sign on to be in a soap, you sign off your the rights to your image as mm. the character? and the right to your voice as that character. Well, yeah, because we were were
0: just reading the other day, or or weren't we, about the fact that you can now, with some programs, AI programs, replicate someone's voice exactly and have them say things in the voice of somebody without any input from that person at all. So they could technically, you know, feed Kim Marsh's voice into this AI machine and, and literally have us hearing her. Yeah. Is that allowed?
1: Well, no, it wouldn't. I mean, there would be... You'd have to... There would be a few tests. It's cases, a really
0: ethical sort of conundrum, there. Yes,
1: there, there's definitely going to be a World West period where, you know, it's a shaky ground and whatever, but I can imagine it becoming a standard part of soap contracts where you just, as the character of Daisy, we own your image and we own your voice, etc., mm. etc., et and you really wouldn't have a choice. I wonder
0: how easy it would be to accept, because, you know, you get... Would you watch an episode and hear somebody's voice over the phone? How much in the back of your head would be going, That's it's not, not them. them, it's not them, it's just a robot?
1: I don't, I, uh, you know, we, we joked in the, in the past about what, what life, what, what, you know, how, when we're talking about, like, acceptance of, like, gay marriage and things, and we were saying, what's our generation's gay marriage? What What's going to be the thing that our generation struggles with accepting? Mm. And AI, I feel like, is going to be a big thing. Because kids are going to grow up like, yeah, you can do anything. You can make anything. anything, yeah. You can see anything and it's not real. Whereas our generation is like... This is weird. You can spot Photoshop straight away. So I know if something's real or not.
0: Mm. I know.
1: But I, remember, I've been saying for years that this is going to happen. I,
0: I mean, I, I'm reading a lot about ChatGPD like stuff it. and on the subreddits and everything. And people are just saying, you know... Six months' time, a year's time, it could be a completely different landscape. We're looking at things, are moving so it's fast, too quick for so me. so far. I mean, this is why Musk is signing this letter saying pause AI development. It's it's well, Elon a bit, Musk. yeah, it's it's creepy stuff. Um,
1: it's, da- it's dangerous.
0: What well, just wanted a quick mention of Christina didn't show up at all, thought that was a little odd. Um, I thought that no, you know, when she
1: said she wasn't going to come, yeah, I
0: know, but. What was the point of the character of Christina if not to make a splash at the wedding? Well, we don't know, Justin do we? Was the one that did she that? She might come I suppose.
1: along later.
0: Yeah, I mean, I said, was was the whole point of her so that people wouldn't be asking where's her parents? Why haven't they turned up? No, so no, now we've got a reason. Not. But are, we were are, we were kind of hoping that there'd be a little bit it, more it, arguing mothers you, of the bride.
1: That you probably haven't noticed is it solidified Daisy and Jenny's relationship. Yes,
0: it uh, certainly did that, and that's been fantastic. Didn't Jenny look nice in that hat?
1: Absolutely smashing. And the
0: dress, lovely. Oh, she looked
1: great. Sally and
0: Matthews, is it Hobbs? Dress, yes, Hobbs. as Sally and Matthew mm-hmm. said. Very, very nice. Love it. Yes, she looked It's just, just great fashion all around, to be honest.
1: Yes. Um, we, honestly, we would do some more about fashion, but we're at an hour and a half just for this section,
0: <laughs> and we've and still we, got we've another still big story to come. I haven't this even touched other on Amy's story. So <laughs> I'm I gonna get on with it. Let's do the explicit. Right consent on Monday warning.
1: Amy's looking very unhappy because the barlows are getting ready for the wedding, and she's got this um, bridesmaid dress that she's supposed to be wearing. And she was very vulnerable and, and unhappy and exposed. Well, she,
0: yeah, exposed is it? Yeah. At the
1: venue, was um, trying to. Talk to her about what's going wrong and he's like, has Adam done something? Because she's, she's flinching when he's putting her arm around her earlier, and De- Amy's like, "No, I'm not telling you. Get lost."
0: Yeah, I thought this was interesting. Then they didn't really stick with this. I we I might, really like. Later. I really like Simon and Amy's relationship. And you know, Simon's never on the show, is he, these days? But when he came back on the wedding episode, I thought, "Oh, are they going to have? They're going to have her her c- cousin, is it, as a confidant and?" And now he's, he's it off again. But I really hope that they double down on this and we get to see more Simon in this storyline. Because he's, he's very underused. And it, this is the perfect time to give him something to do.
1: Tracy sees them interacting and tries to find out what's wrong. and mm.
0: Doesn't get um, anywhere.
1: Doesn't get anywhere with it. And later on we see Amy, as the Barlows are talking about this assassin's attack and reflecting on, on what's happened, listening to them saying about Justin and wondering she's obviously wondering like am I going to get anywhere if I try to say what happened do people believe me or yeah who knows and also that there feels like there's no justice because the the Barlow's are saying you know or she told them this was going to happen and they didn't care mm, mm. so she's like well it's already happened to me so would they care then probably not mm. so on Wednesday she's still shaken and she talks to her parents she said some men can think think they can do whatever they want to a woman Later on we see Summer using Aaron's phone. She sees he sent a message to Amy saying, Can't we just put this behind us? And she's demands to know what's going on, so he tells her that they slept with each other. She says he says, We went back to the flat, we both got drunk, we slept with each other, we both regret it, but we were on a break. <laughs> and Summer's heartbroken and she's like, Oh, you've both been laughing at me. You're my best he was she's my best friend, you're my boyfriend, how could you? And he's like, I'm just really sorry. So she gets mad and she orders them out. And she goes to um, the Victoria, uh, Victoria Garden. Garden and she sees Amy sitting on Martin's bench. And she's like, oh, should we share some chips? And she <laughs> throw, throws the chips into... Into her face going, Let's like, share. Let's share. That's like, like two, my man. But
0: two lots of chips in as many chips weeks. Chips are going
1: isn't everywhere it? on Coronation Street. They say that they're like you know eco-friendly, but think about all those potatoes that died.
0: Those 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 um, Weatherfield pigeons are, are dining in the uh, in. They're in all luxury. waddling around
1: like a fat little bunch <laughs> of I don't know chickens. Um, Amy's like, no, it wasn't like that. And summer does. I don't care. And she storms off. Yeah,
0: summer summer. Just completely believes that Amy was just as complicit in this well, whole... Well, why
1: would she... At the moment, she's got no other information no. to go off. Amy comes home. She's very shaken. She's silent. And Tracy says, what's going on? Is, it, is Are you falling out with Aaron? And this is when she comes out with, he raped me. And she explains what happened. She said she was passed out. She was drunk. She didn't consent. She's the first time she let her guard down since she was spiked. She thought she was with somebody she trusted. And Tracy's asking, you know, are you sure, are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't this Are you sure it wasn't that And
0: she Tracy wants to tell Steve Amy she? says
1: no, no i I can't tell him. can you do it for me So Tracy tells Steve and Steve immediately wants to kill Aaron, but he gives Amy a big hug and she says, "I'm sorry I didn't tell you earlier." I didn't want you to go and find him and, and do something stupid. And Steve says, we we need to go to the police. So Tracy and Amy go to the police station and uh, Amy says, I want to report a rape. So she gets set sat down in the soft interview room and uh, it's just her, Tracy and.
0: It was a male police officer at yeah, first. Yeah, he says, well, look, I don't know that's... if
1: we can get you a female officer, but we'll do our best. But um, you need to tell us what's happened. And they do. They do get her a female officer. Hmm. Um, meanwhile... It, was,
0: this all, it all kind of tied into this overarching narrative, which I want to talk about later, of Weatherfield police are not that great at the well, moment. We'll talk about that, okay? Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, Aaron's been able to convince Summer to talk to him, and he tells her his side of the story. He says, look, I didn't fancy Amy, we were just both drunk. We She was all flirty with me, we knew it was wrong, but we did it anyway, and it's done now and it was just a silly mistake meanwhile amy's being recorded on camera explaining in detail the story to this female officer saying the last thing i remember i passed out i flopped on the bed and then when i woke up um i you know i i it took me a while to even work out what had happened and um I had to get the morning after pill because I asked him if he wore a condom and he said he didn't remember or he didn't, didn't. I was trying to act normal so nobody would find out. Um, but now I know Aaron's going to say, I was exaggerating and he's going to say that he, I wanted it and uh, he he's going to twist everything. And we, we see the camera cutting to Aaron telling Summer just exactly the same stuff. Yeah, like, so Amy's they... just ashamed of herself. She's lying. She she wanted it and so did I. But she's going to make out that she she's you know mm.
0: they employed the same technique here mm. as they did a couple of weeks ago when they had Alia with Max in prison and then it was cutting to Spider and Griff in prison wasn't it I feel it? like the, the, they the...
1: needed more time between those two
0: I yeah I think that this scene would have been more effective if I wasn't thinking I've just seen this recently
1: this technique
0: yeah the, the te- and and that that's those scenes as well was it was kind of there was triumph in there, wasn't there? Because the the earlier scene was her basically standing up to Max and saying, "I'm not going to forgive you," and, and and we were like, going, yeah, go out earlier." And and the the spider and Griff one was the like, "Oh, is um, it, it was it, what was it even about? Was it a bit about him?" Well, he
1: was just getting the information out of him and then yeah, saying and, and tricking Scrooge, Griff into into, into sucker.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or this was, was just one, yeah. two
1: alternative.
0: Yeah, and but it was an important knew. scene. We knew what we, there was nothing new here. It's was very there.
1: interesting as well that Coronation Street hasn't decided to make this a mystery hmm. because they could very well have, have made it so we didn't actually know.
0: Yeah, although I mean I suppose the uh, no the new here was seeing just how cruel and the doubling down on the massive lie that Aaron was like. At, at one point in the story, I, I was thinking, like, is he going to admit it? Is he going to realise that he has done something wrong? Is he going to try and apologise for it? But this, we get to see a really horrible side to him this week, don't we? Where he was, he's just making up these massive lies about Amy.
1: I don't know. I think but, he's justifying in his mind the fact that he doesn't think of himself as a rapist. And he's like, well, no, of course that wasn't what happened because that's not who I am.
0: I mean, there was some truth in what he was saying because Amy, Amy was drunk and she was and flirty was with him. They both were. But I think he's realised that he needs to exaggerate I somewhat. I
1: don't know how much self-awareness he's got.
0: There's definitely a little bit of sympathy for him in on Friday's episode. Um, and, and there's oh, even, if you look around it. online, you get to see, you know, some people, a lot of people are saying that he didn't know what was going on. I, I don't... I don't buy into that personally. This is the joke. But... Tru-
1: this is the issue with this sto- with, the, with the convictions of rape in general, is that you you can't see inside someone's head, mm. and unfortunately for Aaron, it's irrelevant as to whether he thought he knew what he was doing because it doesn't make any difference as to what he what his perception of the situation was. Rape is unwanted. You know. Yeah. non-consensual sex and the only person who can consent to it is Amy mm. so even if he what it doesn't even matter if he was hallucinating or or completely 100% convinced or he, he had it doesn't even matter if he had a written bloody will and testament or like a signed legal document that said I will have sex with you forever because you can revoke that as soon as you want and it's the end of it mm. no more consent it yeah. doesn't make any difference but Aaron doesn't Seem to understand this?
0: No, I, 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 th- I do think though that he knows that if he, you know, errs for a second, that he's well, gonna, he's, he's gonna be at finished. The so he it, has it's to it's say not, to him, definitely, yeah. she was up for it's it. It's not
1: about to him the philosophical question of did she consent and was i wrong it's how can i rescue myself from this situation that's it it's self rescue about about the actual truth of the situation and he's probably it's, you know it doesn't it's not going to benefit him at all to dwell on mm. it for 5 seconds because he all he needs all he's concerned with is avoiding getting into trouble
0: yeah and it, it makes me wonder as well how much he has been able to convince himself that these lies are actually the truth because there I definitely lies has. in there. And the more you say it to yourself, the more you go, well, especially yeah, if you've actually, drunk she and, did. And, and,
1: and you, your memory's fuzzy already. And you're basing your your perception on your... You're basing your memory of the night on your self-perception. Like, well, of course I didn't do that, because I would, I never would do not do that. I would not, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, so... He's, the, after this um, After this interview is finished, the officer says, okay, thank you for all this information. It's going to be very tricky to, to secure a, a conviction. So we need evidence. So we need you to help us. So you're going to have to give us your phone and we're going to have to go through everything on your phone. And then we'll go from there. And she, Amy's not very keen on this, but she gives it to them anyway. So Summer hears Aaron's story and she says... You leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you because she's upset because she feels like she's been Well, yeah,
0: she, she kind of makes that, she's like Saki and says, oh, I'm sure Amy's at a loose end tonight. Well, you go to Well, she still blames them both,
1: yeah. Tracy and Amy arrive at number one and she's, she's. Um, Steve's like, I'm going to go and talk to Aaron and Amy says, no, uh, listen, um, I was told I've got the right, right to remain anonymous and I do not want anyone to find out this has happened to me. I need you to shut up because I don't want to be she want doesn't want to be
0: she doesn't wanna be the you know, talked about. She doesn't wanna be petty, she doesn't right. wanna be the gossip of the street. Well yeah,
1: because this she you knows she's been made a victim twice over because she's she was been raped and then she has to have you know, everybody know that. Mm.
0: There's
1: a lot the, of there's a lot of um of weird guilt and and shame connected to being a victim of any crime
0: yeah I mean there, there isn't anyone quite is like Norris worse. on the street at the moment but I'm sure there'd be some people that would say well you know she got pregnant when she was well, listen, just a gym slip even, mum and
1: even, you know I wouldn't even care even if they it's not even that it's just the, the literal fact that, she, that the people know that this, she, this happened to her hmm. is is too much for Amy oh yeah that,
0: that is as well but yeah. I think Before that some even people you start will,
1: pointing fingers about whose fault it was
0: there would be definitely be some people who think i think I, I think that she was up for it. I think that she's just in denial. Well,
1: Michael, there are people that watch the the same episode that we watched yes. and still came to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, that is true. This is the thing. Like, in I understand in a rape case like this, it is he said, she said, and who can say? There's no evidence. But people watched it happen and still came away going all oh, Amy's fault. Mm. I my mind is boggled, honestly. So it was
0: very clearly at the end of the episode Aaron
1: gets arrested Amy and Steve watch them watch him as he's been taken away and Steve's like yeah and he like points at him and he says you think this is bad wait till you go to prison and then we see Abby coming out at number 13 seeing um him being driven off going Aaron where are you going so on Friday Steve's trying to talk to Amy but she doesn't she's like not not wanted to talk
0: yeah she's mad that he he, she wants to keep it quiet, and he's broadcast it to the whole street, basically. Although, I mean, fortunately, nobody's I don't think so many. Yeah.
1: So, Aaron's been released, and he's desperately trying to explain himself to, to Abby, but he lies and said, it was a random girl, it was a one-night stand, she's regretting it, so she's lied and told the police I raped her. Don't tell anybody. And he goes back working at the garage. And Amy, uh, Tracy's completely stunned to see this, that he's working. And she goes and has it out with him. And he's like, I'm not a rapist. I didn't do anything. Michael's written.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i written, written he's not a racist. He's probably not one of those either. No. But we're not on that story. We're not
1: talking about that now. Steve. So comes...
0: 2023 really has been the year of racists and rapists, hasn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Steve comes in and pulls Tracy away. And not before telling Aaron that he hopes he rots in prison. But we also get to see Amy and Summer having a confrontation in Victoria Street with Amy you know Summer's like oh you, know, you sent my old boyfriend and then Amy's like he he raped me and Summer believes her to her credit yeah it's like I'm so sorry Amy well, I at first
0: she doesn't
1: well why it was, would you
0: it, like I was completely expecting this to go down the route and there's you know sorry, there's but still if scope you're, for if it to if you're to with do a it.
1: man who somebody comes up to you and says oh your boyfriend raped me and you go yes sounds like him why are you with him
0: yeah It makes. I I was (laughs) expecting that would be a weird reaction. I was expecting this to be Summer and Aaron versus Amy and nobody. It still could be, but I really did, for as long as it lasts, appreciated that Summer was a good friend to Amy.
1: Yeah, she hasn't heard Aaron's side yet, but she believes Amy. Why would Amy lie?
0: Well, no, Aaron's side was that Amy was up for it.
1: Yeah, but she hasn't heard his rebuttal. I mean,
0: no, no, she hasn't spoken to him she since. Doesn't need the to speak arrest, to him. She? she
1: just says, "Okay, I believe you." Yeah. At the station later, Amy's gone back because they're interviewing her now based on what they've heard from from her phone from Aaron and also from her phone. Yeah. And so it's Swe- DS Swain mm-hmm. and another lady who's the PCUFIUAB or something.
0: Something like that. She's
1: protect police protection or something. I can't remember. I don't, know, I, don't I don't understand why she didn't have a chaperone or her mum there. But I'm bet she's glad she didn't have a Well, I mean, she's because they she's start talking about some them, very very so. personal things. Or more. Yeah. I know, but you think she'd have a, a solicitor, but she obviously doesn't think she needs one. Why would you think you needed one anyway?
0: Why would you need one? She hasn't she hasn't done anything wrong. There's no there's no. I don't know. She's Michael. not been accused of anything. I don't know,
1: but listen, I just think that you should have a chaperone. You have a chaperone for lots of things.
0: Hmm. But she's in a vulnerable state. chaperone if you she? get a smear
1: test, why wouldn't you have a chaperone for being interviewed about being raped? Hmm. So, anyway, um, the police are saying look, we've gone through your phone. And is there's a thing here where you're texting your boyfriend at the time Jacob pay and you're saying to him that you got totally wasted in a in a club and had sex when you were drunk
0: with him. I didn't know what to I think, think what? about this, Amy. Have I forgotten this? Have I blanked this out of my mind? Or have I don't they just know. made up in retcon that Amy is the sort know. of person that would have a shack in a club. It does,
1: look, it doesn't matter who I don't, what sort of person she is. I don't All that see matters is what happened. I
0: don't see Amy doing that.
1: Well, she says. And they're like, oh, you. And also here, there's a picture of you going out with for lunch with Aaron the day after you say he raped you. So what's that about? And she's like, she she tries to, you know, she explains. And then she ends up back at home. DS Wayne comes around and she says, there's just not enough evidence. It's just it's just he said she she said. And I think they also, you know, they're saying the prosec the um defense are going to go through this and they're going to see all this stuff.
0: Makes me wonder. Whether anything would be different for Amy if she hadn't handed her phone over, and it had just been her well, account it, of it, because you're right, the evidence, the evidence on the phone, the the Shagana Club evidence, is kind of used to suggest you're the sort of person that would. Well, what does that suggest that you would have sex when you're drunk? It's
1: it, consensual sex when you're drunk, but this is the thing. It, I would think like, that
0: quite a lot of people.
1: Yeah, do but that. listen, yeah, I, and, also, and also, and also she could still have had sex with Jacob, say, or say say she had sex with Aaron when she was drunk, and then the next day she had sex with Aaron when she was drunk, but she fell asleep. That still doesn't mean that she consented when no. she was asleep. It doesn't make any difference. And it's also, it's the, it's the same thing as saying, oh, you've had sex once, so you can have sex a million times, and if one of them was um, against your will, then, you know, the, the other nine...
0: Cancel them out, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, you
1: consented once, so therefore you can't revoke it. Mm.
0: Because you're so there's, a slut. Anyway. There's, That's there's, what they're saying. There's just no
1: But at the on the other end of evidence. the spectrum, do we want to live in a world where somebody says, he raped me, and they say, okay, put him in prison? We don't want to live in that world either. I don't know what the solution no, is. No, no. We know in this situation what happened, but only Amy and Aaron know.
0: Mm. Well, Amy doesn't. Well, Amy does know, but she doesn't remember it.
1: Well, she knows she didn't consent. She, she was Yeah, away. she knows
0: she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't know exactly what happened. Probably for the best. But she, yeah, she knows that she didn't consent.
1: What? I, I'm not moaning at you. I'm. I'm. It's just the situation because it's. It's as far as I'm concerned, this is an unsolvable situation. Mm. The only thing I can think of is that we need to, to teach people. The thing is, though, right, are yeah, we, t- we t- teach consent. Oh, he, he, you know, obviously it didn't work on Aaron. He doesn't understand. I don't know. Does he understand? I don't know. He's got plausible deni- deniability that he didn't get that this is wrong because, uh, you know, there are thousands of people that also don't understand this is wrong. But there was a storyline where we had them being taught consent specifically, explicitly, we watched it happen. There was a whole story about consent what, the, the at school, where they had a, they had special lessons where somebody wrote consent on a board, and God knows oh, what yeah. happened after that. That there was just a last whole, year, So, wasn't so it? how did he fail to learn? Mm. I mean, I guess he didn't go to Weatherfield High.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: What's happening? What can what can be done? I wonder how. I just don't think this is, a, and it feels really bad because this is such a bad lesson to teach young people, girls and boys, that you nothing that can be done about it. Mm. What can be done? Nothing. Nothing. I don't know. It's so frustrating and upsetting. Anyway, so so Amy's like, well, great. Thanks so much. Tracy's fuming. Swain leaves. And Amy says, I should never have said anything. I should have just, uh, nobody would believe me. I should have known it. Swain goes and tells Aaron, and he's like, brilliant, yeah. And Swain's like, anyway, bye then, look after yourself.
0: Aaron, you kind of see there's a shot of him from behind, and you can just just about see the side of his face that breaks into a bit of a grin as Swain's leaving. And I don't think it's an evil ha-ha-ha-I-got-away-with-it grin necessarily, but there is an element of that in there, because, as I say, I think deep down he knows he's really, d- I really don't done know. something wrong here.
1: I... Yeah, Or so, well, he comes, thinks
0: perhaps they're right, maybe he's done something wrong, but it doesn't matter now because the charges have been dropped or whatever.
1: So Summer comes over and she says, um, I know what you've been accused of. And he says, look, it wasn't true, the police don't, don't believe her either. They've dropped the charges, so I, I didn't do it. And Summer doesn't believe him and she heads off, sees Amy, who's gutted, and they have a hug, which I thought was very sweet. And then in the pub later, Steve and Tracy overhear Abby telling Ronnie, for some reason. (laughs)
0: Uncle Ronnie's back.
1: That Aaron's staying with her, and it's great because her useless husband is in Germany. She didn't say that bit, but. um, Tracy cannot bear to listen to this. She leaves, and and Abby's like, hey, have a drink with me. And Tracy's like, no, bog off.
0: Yeah, and and this is confusing to Abby, isn't it? Because as far as Abby's can, well, she she knows that Aaron has been accused of raping someone, but she doesn't she know doesn't it's know Amy. She doesn't know it was Amy. She doesn't and know it was Amy. Yeah, so she's like, what, what's going on? And I'm she, I'm, she, I'm hoping that knows. next week Abby's going to go and find Tracy and say, this you're is, right, mate, what's what's wrong? This
1: is Abby's perspective. This poor boy has been taken in under her wing. He, she was, beaten, he was beaten by his dad. And his mum's died. Yes. He's got an eating disorder and diabetes. He's alone in the world, basically. mm And he's vulnerable and she feels a deep affection for him. Well,
0: she said that he reminded her of Seb in today's episode, didn't she? What
1: was it that he'd said? I don't know, but but he's a victim in her eyes because he's been accused of something he didn't do. Mm. This girl, you know, it's very easy to imagine um, some evil, you know, uh, girl who's trying to take advantage or... You know, Abby's been around people who are vicious and... Mm don't care about other people. I'm sure she can imagine a million girls who are who are like Well, this. she's
0: probably been, you know, falsely accused of things in the past as well, hasn't she? Yeah, that's she? true.
1: So, it's perfectly plausible to her that this guy who's already been kicked, you know, into the ground by life is now suffering and needs her help. Yeah. So... Abby then catches Aaron with his bag of stuff because he's leaving town because he's like, I'll be alright, I've looked after myself for ages, I can't stick around here, everybody thinking he's, all this stuff about me. He's got
0: the classic Coronation Street, I'm leaving with all my worldly goods in this, in this tell, one hold-all and a little tell, plastic bag.
1: You can tell he's moving and he's not been fired because he doesn't have a box with a plant <laughs> in
0: it. I just don't understand. Whenever anybody leaves to start a new life, they can literally fit everything in, like, a suitcase, can't they? I know, but Whereas you... we needed a whole moving van. And a half. And a half, yeah.
1: Well, if you had to move, if I kicked you out, you probably could put everything in a bag.
0: I don't have as much as you, I'll, I'll admit that, but I think I'd probably fill what, more space than Aaron did.
1: Yeah, because you've got four sets of bongos.
0: I do have a, my bongos. For a
1: console that you haven't plugged in for about ten years. That is true. Fifteen years, actually, I'd say. <laughs> right, so, so she looks in his eyes and she says, Aaron, tell me the truth did you rape this girl? And he says, I swear I didn't, I didn't. So she says, look, don't go, stay home, with me, play Jenga, and eat Fish Fingers, or we could make a Jenga out of fish fingers.
0: I was thinking that, yeah. Frozen fish fingers, I was thinking, would make an <laughs> excellent Jenga tower.
1: They would, not they? Can you imagine the smell after an hour, though?
0: <laughs> Although, you know, with the breadcrumbs, that's probably a bit too much friction. It's friction,
1: yeah. Mm. It dragged them out. <laughs> we need to finger. test this. We need
0: to test out fish, fish finger, finger Jenga.
1: Jenga. <laughs> or maybe. Maybe, maybe
0: we get one of our listeners to do it, because we, you know, we don't have fish fingers in this house. We don't have
1: fish fingers in this house, and also I don't think it's a very good look to, to be decadently playing Games with as Jenga while people are starving. If you ate them afterwards, it's camps. okay. It's the sort of thing that... Uh, <laughs> Does it work with chicken goujons? PhD. Because I'd have that. <laughs> goujons aren't shaped in a Jenga fashion, Michael. <laughs> right, so anyway. What? Amy comes across. Tracy, who's doing a bit of um, design work on no, a, no, a flyer. No, it's no, it's
0: Steve that finds her doing this.
1: Steve finds her... Making a flyer going, police are decriminalising rape. And he says, look, you can't go around saying this. Everyone's going to see that it's Amy. If they see you putting this up... Yeah,
0: they're going to put two and two together.
1: Just just don't do anything. Amy comes down and has a go at her saying, look, no, this is ridiculous. Please don't do this. Just leave it. She goes back upstairs and Steve says to Tracy, you've got to do what Amy wants. You can't. You can't do this. Oh, I forgot to say earlier, there was a bit where Aaron, when... When Tracy confronted Aaron in the garage, hmm. she looked down at the wrench that was on the car as if—did she? Yeah, as if she like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack you in the head. Oh. I've done it once. I'll do it again. And the, to be honest, the guy I did it to the first time hadn't even done as bad as stuff as you've done.
0: I'm, so I found Tracy being strangely restrained. Yes, she is with this. Honestly, with I everything. Mean,
1: I, I even like her
0: reaction to Amy saying that she's Amy raped. Said, I was expecting a bit more from when she first, I know,
1: she's being sensible though. This is the correct this reaction. Is, this is
0: mature Tracy, we're but saying now.
1: I I if I was, I don't know how she didn't just, you know, if, if you're sitting there looking into your daughter's eyes and she's saying, this guy raped me, how do you not run out of the door, run to where he is and just beat him?
0: Well, that's what Steve wanted to do, isn't it?
1: How do you not? I wouldn't it's, I don't know what I would do. I'd have to be put in a room and it's, locked. It's thinking up. about
0: your daughter's wishes, which is know, to remain anonymous. I know.
1: I know. He knows he did it though. It's not like he's wondering who it is.
0: <laughs> I I am finding it interesting that Amy wants it to be anonymous. I kind of just assumed it would all come out and but but yeah, nobody would believe her and it would be everyone's on Aaron's side because he's so Lovely well, I and think, handsome, but yeah, think, her wanting, but her her wanting to stay quiet about it, I think is very much
1: in her character. in her
0: character. Yeah, definitely. But like I know I advisor. didn't realize before this week that it was. But it absolutely, Amy wouldn't want this at all. She just wants it to go away. She, Nobody would she want she she doesn't want. No, no, not a lot. Of, I know,
1: but yeah, but some people would want listen, to say, "He
0: raped me." No, I
1: know, but a lot of women wouldn't actually, and that's part of the issue of trying to get convictions.
0: Hmm. So um at the end of the
1: after f- dark.
0: Um this is a great one. Tracy little scene goes the to the back
1: room of the florist and she's printing out these rape, with these um leaflets which are actually very well designed. Do you reckon? Yeah, I thought they were very um, probably striking. Got,
0: probably got chat GPT to do it. They
1: were very um No, the the layout, the design, they were very you know, they had good,
0: good bit of desktop graphic publishing. design.
1: And so she said and it says Rapists are getting away with it. Less than one per cent of reported rapes result in a conviction. Tell the police, tell your MP Take rape seriously.
0: Hmm. So she's going against Steve's advice and it looks like she's going to be uh, doing a little bit of postering next week. But, I mean, it's not...
1: It's not It's not going Aaron to accuse Aaron, no. And Maybe she forgot knows. to put that at the end. She's no. going to
0: have to scribble it on in, in small Aaron print at the end. Yes, Aaron raped Amy.
1: Um, this is difficult, isn't it? Everybody, uh, like... I feel like there's going to be a week where everyone's like what is this about? What has happened? I saw Aaron being taken away in a car and then and but then, nobody
0: saw it. Just Abby.
1: Well, yeah, I know. It's, it's going to come out. It's not I think there's going to be a week of speculation and then it's going to come out it was Aaron. And then it's going to be like I, Abby's going to be like, "Oh, it was some strumpet in town." And then it's going to Tracy's mm. probably going to say it wasn't it was Amy and then and then there'll be this conflict between tracy and abby because obviously they're friends yeah and abby's not gonna have a reason to believe amy over aaron she's just not gonna have a reason because she sympathizes with him and she doesn't Mm. believe she why would you? yeah
0: i thought it was going to be summer who was going to be fighting um aaron's corner for him but it definitely feels like it's going to be abby which is really difficult i mean this is a, a bit like the abby Versus Imran and Toya's story last year. It's like, oh, I want both, I'm on both of your sides. In this situation, I
1: think we were supposed to be on Abby's side. Yeah. In this situation, we're supposed to be on Amy's side. Mm. Now, this is fascinating because this is one of the things that we were complaining about and saying this is a clear example of how old Cory kind of um, beats new Cory or current Cory. Because current Corey's scared of demonising popular characters or having them make mistakes that make them look bad. And this is a bad look. Defending a rapist is a bad look. Mm. But Abby's an incredibly popular character. It's... And I think in the long run, she's going to come out of this not being scathed by this, because I think she's going to realise that she was wrong.
0: I think as soon as she realises... It's not like she thinks that he is a rapist. And I think that if, if she... Finds know, out This what will be happened. the test. Like
1: if she finds out what's what happened. But how would she find out? But listen, out? let me finish. And she says No, what if Aaron admits it? And then she says, Look, it was a mistake. Why is Amy trying to ruin this boy's boy's life for a mistake?
0: Mm. It was great. You weren't
1: even that you weren't even conscious. It it didn't hurt you. You didn't even no, know it was no, happening.
0: I don't see the be that dialogue. I
1: don't know, I don't people would say that. And i don't see why they couldn't give that to abby to say because sometimes people on a show like coronation street say have to say things that are wrong but are a widely held belief so that those beliefs could be held up to the light and we can all examine them and decide whether or not they're correct you can't tell a story like this without some really uncomfortable conversation where someone's going to be wrong
0: i think that that's the sort of thing that like beth might say possibly yeah but
1: you're what you're doing then is you're um you're not giving you're not giving that credibility and that means that it's not going to be challenged properly everyone's going to dismiss beth and about what she says if somebody like abby says it people are going to be watching it going hang on though that's but that's what i think that's not wrong
0: Hmm. Well, I, 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 I just, just think you I can't... I think it's clever that they Abby it's resp- into this I, think
1: it's, I think it's irresponsible to not use this opportunity to properly talk about what people say and do and how they act. And, and so you can challenge it and you can help people to see why those are harmful thoughts and, and beliefs. Mm. And, and and I think that lots of people would call themselves a good person and still come out with that. I'm I think there are loads of women who, uh, even women and men, would say, if you weren't awake and, and you didn't even really know what was happening, it's just a, a mistake that happened. you got to move on with your life.
0: It's just, it's just it's gross, isn't it? It's disgusting.
1: But I'm telling you, it's hey, I'm not sure. an, I'm, I don't think that's a... I don't think that would be an unpopular hmm. conclusion. But obviously it is wrong yeah because she wasn't that awake to consent although we'll will say one thing it just feel did feel quite clunky every time somebody said especially amy who says but i didn't give my consent it just feels like yes
0: we know it's a consent story we get it
1: they have to use that particular language because yeah. it really is very clear and precise about what happened there's no yeah. there's no question about what she's trying to convey here it's not flowered up yeah, but it just feels There's incredibly plain and on the nose.
0: Public, what's it called? PSA. Yeah, PSA. Exactly. So, do you think that Monday's episode is going to start with I, a, a I shot know. a street full of posters? Yeah,
1: probably. I think like, that
0: Tracy is going to be putting be them like up in overnight. Harry
1: Potter when um there were all those wanted posters everywhere. Got the serious Black ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want I want Corey to get really uncomfortable with this. I want I want people to be challenged. Mm. This is this storyline could be really really, a great, really thought-provoking and, and, um, important story that could actually make people watching it realise where they might have a gap in their understanding of what consent really is.
0: I hope so, I do hope so. But again,
1: you know, you wanted to bring up this thing about the police.
0: Yeah, because this is the other thing that's coming out of this. I'm, uh, I don't know whether I'd realise this completely until I saw a post that Morgan had put on our Facebook group today. And I, uh, but, but he brought up the point that Coronation Street really seems to be quite anti-police at the moment. And there's quite a few stories where Weatherfield police are being made to look either incompetent or... You know, just really shady and siding with criminals, and I and I get that sometimes that can happen for the drama in one story, and it's like, oh, you no, know, here's a cliffhanger. The police don't believe them, but are we going somewhere? Are we, we? Are we going to eventually? Is this going to all join together into one big story that is Weatherfield police are corrupt? I don't think because they're
1: corrupt. I don't
0: we, think that's the point. Well, or or just use it because you know we have got the Daisy storyline where. More than one officer, including Craig, has been clearly, you know, they've not been able, they've said they've not been able to do anything. But they've come across to me as being unsympathetic Can and uncaring about Jay-Z's this, advice. Please. Yeah.
1: My Okay, I don't want to live in a world where the police arrest you for a thought crime or what you might do.
0: No, no, I get that. I totally get that. It just feels like there's an awful lot of story where it's like, oh, the police don't believe me, the police are useless.
1: Justin crossed the line and, and his activity was criminal, but Daisy just didn't have enough proof. And I don't want to live in a world where you can get in trouble because when there's no proof against you but it is really interesting that both these stories are about a woman being victimized by a man and not being able to prove it which to me isn't so much a story about the police being um incompetent or corrupt but it's about the system of justice and about how it's set up to ignore these issues and anything that's too complicated or takes a bit too much thought just gets completely ignored why can why is it possible that we can um work out um how to bring people to justice who are coercively controlling people and domestically abusing people but we can't work out how to do the same thing for stalking and rape
2: Mm.
1: because to me coercive control is also very difficult but it but it falls into a certain pattern of behavior that's easy to to recognize a pattern of the same thing I think with what Aaron's done and what what Justin did. There's a clear pattern, and I, also the, uh, the the other side of the coin is I bet you there are loads of people like Justin who do go around stalking who never do anything violent or dangerous. It's just a pain in the bum.
0: Mm. But do do you think that it could be going anywhere about the police? Because even no. like. Um, the other year we had the um the racial profiling story yeah. and and in that one as well as this one craig hasn't been the you know the automatic hero on the side of right going oh yes well um I'm gonna, i've got my corrupt colleagues he he's been just as bad as as the others like craig was made to look stupid the other week when he was saying oh there's nothing we can do i i'm really interested to see because he he's not been in it at all this week What's his reaction to what's happened with Daisy? He could have possibly, or maybe he couldn't because he was just following the rules, but is he going to feel like he could have done something to stop this happening? What's Jess doing in this? Because she was looking like she was, Officer Jess was on um, Daisy's side, but we've not seen her since the episode two, three weeks ago. And now we've got it with Amy. It just feels... The police are always a bit rubbish, aren't they? Well, they have to be for story purposes. They have to be a bit rubbish at getting the murderers get away with it for a little bit for story purposes, but it just feels like there's a real... There is an anti-police sentiment in this at the moment, which we don't necessarily have in this country, but I know it exists in lots of other places around the world. I think it's growing
1: more and more because of what um, women experienced with sexism, both from police and on the... You know, being in the police from other officers and the disrespect there have been so many awful cases of like, you know, that those police officers that took photos of those poor dead girls and sent pictures of them mm. around or like WhatsApp groups where they had a man and like a fellow officer in there that they all called the rapist who turned out to be actually gasp, a raised, a rapist. I think what you're seeing here is Coronation Street reflecting this anxiety in society in general, where on the whole, I would say, with a few sort of obvious exceptions, we've in this country we've respected the police as a profession and and kind of expected a certain level of professionalism and behavior, and behaviour from yeah. them, which has been shattered over the past few years in quite spectacular fashion. Hmm. And suddenly the scales are falling from people's eyes, and we're realising that actually there are there are things that need to be changed about the police. Yeah. And it's not a coincidence to me, and I don't think, you know, I'm not surprised at all to see that crimes that women are generally a victim of seem to be more difficult to prosecute. Is that, is that, is that really such a, a weird concept when, you know, generalising, but it's not untrue, to the justice systems created by men? The crimes that women experience at the hands of men seem to be the ones that we have such trouble with trying to work out, oh I don't know, is that a crime? I'm not sure how to prove it. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. I, don't... I think it's a think it's a um it's a symptom of the fact that the this justice system hasn't been created to protect women specifically.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know it's a difficult thing to, yeah. to think about. The... But my point is I don't think that the police are corrupt. You you know, I don't know why you say that because that implies that they're being bought off. I don't think Aaron's buying them off. No,
0: not, no, no, no. I don't think that. Just maybe not corrupt, just...
1: Incompetent. I- I don't incompetent, think incompetent or... I think they're struggling with a system that doesn't... that that They're working within a system that has limitations. Yeah, and I suppose and the they can't. the limitations are such that there's nothing they can do. The Crown Prosecution Service is the, is, is the ones that decide whether they take a, a case to court mm. or not.
0: To be fair as well... And, and I, uh,
1: I just all want to be fair to them too and, and also to to, to to Amy's experience. They they haven't said this but they're probably thinking, Amy, you're not going to get your, necessarily your win here and you're going to be dragged through the court. You don't want to be, you want to be anonymous but you're going to have to go to court and say all these things and that so you're going to have to sit there while somebody tells you that you had sex with your boyfriend in a bar when you were drunk and therefore you're always up for it. Mm. Are you prepared to go through that? And I don't agree that women should have to go through that because that's bloody awful. But that's what the system is. Mm. But the opposite, again, I'm going to keep pointing it out, is that we live in a world where she can, where anyone can say he did it, and then it's like, well, who would lie? Get him in prison. Mm. We can't be naive about it.
0: I just wanted to. What's say- the
1: balance? I don't know.
0: I suppose on the uh, um, on the side of the police aren't completely useless in Weatherfield. Generally, these detectives the lady detectives and they are pretty much always ladies aren't they are seen to be good at their job and smart yeah Abney yeah
1: um
0: McKinnon yeah Swain yeah um th- there's others uh, I can't remember they're very
1: nonsense women aren't they
0: yes they are it's it's more the kind of the the plods if you like that are, are a little bit useless in this um I mean there's also there's Spider as well isn't there? And it, <laughs> And with him, it's just like a, Spider's are gonna be are like, you really?
1: "I'm gonna go undercover, and work. I'm gonna get a job working at the, the garage, and soon can get Aaron to confess what he had done."
0: In a way, I'd quite like a story where Spider is the one that like roots out the 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 corrupt heart of Weatherfield Police They're Station. I know, but I I wouldn't I I wouldn't mind it if that was a story. But I the, find that but, fascinating. Yeah, but, but
1: Michael, the greater story is that this system is created. Yeah, I know, I know, I get it. That's more interesting to me than these bunch of people all sitting around with their thumbs up their asses, <laughs> playing on like I don't know, Goblin King on their phones.
0: I just like there to be a story that gets all of the these iconic to us fans. I, DS together. I want to
1: see them. I want to see them unite for justice.
0: I, I, we don't ever see them team up, do we? No. There's at least there's at least four They're of them. I,
1: different shifts, Michael.
0: There's at least four of them at the moment. These named but ultimately not regular characters, I know, sergeants, I like them. The detective sergeants. I do, it was just like a team up. It would be like um, the Avengers, wouldn't it? I
1: was thinking Sailor Moon, but yeah, <laughs> for Justice.
0: Yeah. Um, are you, are you kind of, st- overall though, would you say you're still enjoying this storyline and, and where it's going?
1: It feels like a scab, doesn't it? That you just want to itch. It feels like, you know, that f- the enjoyable feeling that you get when you start to pick at something and you're like, the pain, the pain. You know? Yeah, it's I'm, satisfying I'm and glad that and it's. Comforting. I'm glad
0: that it's finally got its time in the spotlight because I have been complaining recently on the podcast that since the rape actually happened, the story's kind of
1: not really done space.
0: anything so it's it's had its time now and, I, and i'm enjoying it i think elma vani is doing a cracking job she's super um mm-hmm. i i'm actually not hating summer during it as well i think um james craven is doing fantastically everybody involved is doing a really really fab job so i'm um yeah as uncomfortable as it is to watch i'm i'm feeling positive about it
1: so i mean yeah and the the statistics you know i'm i'm just very always very aware of the fact that we're talking about the storyline and it's all very hypothetical to us because i haven't experienced this but one in four women um have experienced rape or sexual been sexually assaulted as adults so there are a lot of people listening to this who for this is a very real I know, very real thing um but again, I just want to say that there are some women who've gone through this who have the attitude of, well, this is just what happens to women. Mm. And that's really sad. And, and you know, sometimes even victims of the crime will be like, I don't understand why this big fuss is being made because I just got over it. Mm, mm. You know, but that's not the world. You know, we want people to be able to... I don't know it's just really frustrating but I just want to you know I I guess my point is that victims of a crime or survivors of a crime aren't always going to have a hive mind about how they think about what happened to them and what they think should happen in the future and their perception and their experiences are different
0: tell you what could have been interesting with this um, you know all the stuff with the, the story with Faye that's going on at the moment, which has, you know, been quite nicely been put on the sidelines at the moment. But whenever yeah. anything kind of big with her happens, I'm always thinking, well, where's Anna? Why hasn't she come back? As far as we we know, she Anna is, isn't living a million miles away. If she was a character, if she, like, came back to the street for a couple of months, it'd be interesting to have her kind of interacting with Amy. Obviously, she was... Raped by Phelan but that was another story, which was very much, oh, is it rape Did was, she consent to it? And well, and she,
1: yeah, exactly. And, and
0: she kind of invited her. She how did it work? He
1: well, he he, he blackmailed her. Yeah, and so you've still got people saying that wasn't rape.
0: Um, yeah, so to have her perspective and having Anna teaming up with Amy would be quite. Well, and I mean, interesting. I think there's
1: a point to be made also that Coronation Street hasn't really done very many rape storylines because they are very horrific. Hmm. Um, but I mean, but I there's a court, there is Toya on the street, talking. isn't there? Toya's rape was probably one of the most horrific ones that's ever going to be on Coronation Street, but it was also very atypical in that it was sort of, um, you know, an attack in the dark yeah. by somebody that she didn't know that well. Um, I, I mean, was thinking about
0: Toy- Toya's been thrown yes. under a bus so much over the past six months it wouldn't surprise me for her to come along and say rape you call that rape i'll tell you whatever. what rape is love whatever <laughs> um
1: the other person as well i'm thinking of is um mary
0: yes of course
1: mary who gave birth to her dude to
0: um
1: in a very non-consensual
0: Mm. that's interesting situation. and Ma- mary is kind of close to the family in that mary and tracy are friends so that could be interesting that if amy well, has and, got someone and, to know, confide in another there.
1: thing that i'm wondering is are we gonna hear about somebody else's experience that they had in a leave of absence from the show well we didn't see the character on the screen for a number of years for whatever reason mm. are they gonna say i didn't I've never told anybody this, but...
0: Well, you know, th- th- there could well be, you know, what has, Ab- has Abby been raped at some point in the past?
1: That could be an interesting... No,
0: when she was high or something.
1: Well, I don't know, but that could be an interesting thing where she, you know, suddenly realises that she's been protecting a rapist. Maybe. And she could be like, you're no better than the scum that used to prey on me when I was out of my mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would have done anything for drugs, but you you people, you think, you Mm. know, that could really be quite painful, Abby.
0: Shall we move on? We've got this those. Is
1: too much stuff. It's alright,
0: we're on to more, you know, the lighter stories now, just Stephen's murder and the next. Lord of Honestly, the Underworld.
1: This is the light relief
0: for this week. <laughs> yeah, it really is, isn't it? The serial
1: killer story, on to brighter things.
0: I mean, not a whole lot, particularly, so. Um, on, on Wednesday can
1: people not understand that if you're going to go Coronation Street it's too dark you can't use the serial killer to demonstrate because it can get worse <laughs> it can get so much worse than just somebody hitting somebody on there with a hole punch
0: <laughs> um they're, they're talking a bit about Carla in the factory on Wednesday and, and Sean's been to see her and I'm um, saying that she's doing okay and she, she's kind of hasn't spoken about Stephen being in charge or anything um Thus, we know that Stephen has cancelled the American order with Owen and Angelique at this point, but he's a bit evasive about this at this point until um, he's kind of is he's forced to confront it when Michael spots on his calendar that there are no phone calls booked in to oh speak to. Oh my god! Thee, which is a bit this of a... a
1: bleak insight into the world of business where every phone call is put on a spreadsheet. Yeah, is
0: that how it works? How boring! If you're gonna phone somebody, is it got like? we
1: got to put down. I'm having a phone call. This reminds me of, like... I, if
0: I was Stephen, I'd have just said, I just not I don't mentioned write, I
1: don't write everything down. Uh, you'll notice also there's no room on there for bowel movements. because I can <laughs> assure you I'm not constipated.
0: <laughs> anyway, Michael's um, confused by this. And um, and he's, he tells Sarah at first, doesn't he? And Sarah, of course, knows the exact reason why there's no she meeting scheduled. No ex-
1: she doesn't know that... The reason there isn't a well, meeting is because of Stephen's being blackmailed exact,
0: by exact, He does know that he's pulled out of the deal, that Stephen's pulled out of the American deal. And Sarah's like, yes, go on, Stephen. Tell them why, because she's like, I'm not coming up with an excuse for this. So Stephen um, says, oh, well, it was them it was that pulled them. out. He switches it round and blames Carla just to kick the boot in a little bit more. They're saying they're not, they're not confident about going into business with us when, when you know, Carla's in a mental institution, and it's like well, they have a psychiatric They
1: have a big meeting, it he yeah. tells everybody this. There's also, I can't remember if it was this week or last week, when everyone's speculating about what it is that you do in a, when, you're, when you've are when you been, um, you're in a, what do they call it?
0: I can't remember. Something I don't know, very not know. I don't
1: know the correct term, that they would use a healthcare facility, <laughs> and, and Sarah seems to forget that she was sectioned. <laughs> I know. She could have been like, "Well, you can wear whatever you like." <laughs> yeah, Sarah wasn't she...
0: Okay, um, so any... and everyone's
1: like, "Oh, I don't want to ask." Everyone, harder, everyone, I was had... just talk about it in front of you.
0: Everyone at the end of Wednesday's episode is very exasperated because they're waiting for this bonus, aren't they? Yeah and you tell Dirk was speechless okay. he was sitting there next to Beth just <laughs> mouth open he
1: sad face like no money for Dirk
0: <laughs> so Friday um, then we have Uncle Ronnie in this story as well doesn't it this is the first time in how long since he's been in it honestly so Michael's telling Uncle Ronnie about what happened and, and Ronnie's like look don't give up Michael says I oh, know I'm going to I'm going to put on a presentation gonna make this great PowerPoint to try and persuade the Americans um, that they shouldn't give up on us. So Michael gets some more sound business advice from Stephen later. Oh that reminds me of the thing on Wednesday's episode where Ma- the reason that Michael gets to look at Stephen's computer is he's shadowing him for the day or something isn't he? And there was this scene where he's like mirroring him and um, yeah. standing there with his hands on his chin looking all you know pensive and business like anyway. Um, so Stephen tells Michael in this episode um, if you're presenting to people, don't sound desperate. Um, and But he doesn't realise that what Michael is doing is getting this advice so he knows how to play it when he emails Owen and Angelique later. And um, so he, he sends them off an email then later on in the episode gets a phone call from very confused sounding Owen or Angelique or who, whichever one it was. And they tell him, well, we're not the ones we didn't that pulled out. It was him. What did... And so Michael then has to confront Stephen and say, "Why did you lie to me earlier? Why did you say that they pulled out? And Stephen says, "Look, to be honest, I cancelled the deal with them because I got a better offer from Rufus, um, which isn't completely lies." It made
1: total sense to me that. Yeah, that made that that plausible. made sense to me.
0: And Rufus's better offer was, I won't. Tell everybody that you're drugging Carla, which is, you know, that's pretty much the best offer that he could get right now. Everyone's going to be very happy with this deal, Stephen tells Michael, and I'm going to seal it really soon as well. So just keep shtum until then. Um, So Michael meets up with Ronnie later and and tells him what happened. Ronnie says, right, well, what you need to do then is go back to the American company, Owen and Angelique, and get them to get a better deal, to give you a better deal. And they're, like, going to, you know, be bidding bidding war for for Nipper Snapper.
2: (laughs) What
0: the hell? So funny. Um, So back at the factory later, Michael tells Stephen that he has been on the phone to them and they've made a counter-offer. And he kind of sides, uh, hands Michael, uh, Stephen, sorry, his phone, doesn't he? And Stephen's like, oh, that is a better offer than, than Rupus is giving me. And he's like oh what do I do now and <laughs> I'm just
1: like finger guns I did a good job bye yeah. boss.
0: He, he, he goes doesn't he and Steve is just like
1: I thought I was a businessman.
0: <laughs> why? Why did I come back to Weatherfield? I'm going. Just when I think I'm Fat. on top, thanks, Mike. out with these people. So, um, the the final scene in this story this week was Stephen and Rufus meeting up at the bistro, and um, and Rufus is and and, and he's telling Rufus, look, I I can't pull out of this other deal. They're offering me a whole lot more than this you. This doesn't are. make
1: even any sense. Like, we can't not take this deal up because.
0: Well, if Michael... He can't pull out because Michael would be like, why Why would you pull out of that? Why would you stick with well, Rufus? It, it seems
1: as though Michael's involved himself to this extent that he would have worked out mm. that the deal that they've got is completely different.
0: Yeah. And well, not My, as good. Michael's just all full of excitement with the fact that this is kind of his little baby, isn't it? And he yeah. wants the most from it. He's like... he He's not going to be able to... Yeah, he's not going to give up on this. So anyway... Um, Steve's offer to Steven's sorry, offer to Rufus is how about we this carry on with Owen and Angelique's deal, but you get ten percent of the profits there for doing absolutely nothing. I know, I thought that was smart of Stephen, and Rufus is like, oh, I'm interested in this, but uh, actually, I want twenty five percent. I'm. I'm interested in this deal, Stephen. But actually, I'm not having ten percent. I want twenty-five percent. I want one whole quarter of the nipper Snapper proceeds. Thank you very much.
1: Calm down. And Zippy. Stephen's
0: like, it was a bit Zippy-ish that wasn't it? Stephen's like, hey, how about fifteen? No, twenty-five. He's like twenty. No, twenty-five.
1: You can you, you can't take that much. I can't give it to you. And eventually, <laughs> he's like, yeah, fine.
0: <laughs> I know he's got. He's got no choice, does he? He has to shake on it in the end of giving Rufus twenty-five percent of this. That, that was really clever. I did enjoy that. Um, and then... But it just goes
1: to show how Stephen is an awful businessman because why did he go in at 10? He should have gone in at like 2. Yeah. And then he might have negotiated up to 10.
0: To be honest, Rufus could have negotiated higher. He has got Stephen really, by the short game, hasn't he? Yeah, I know. He? <laughs> really? So, uh, he could ask asked for about the 100% of it. No. He could. He could have well, tried. Well, no, because then he needs to give
1: and, something and to And then the negotiated
0: workers. down... You could have ended up at 75%. Anyway, the end of... No, but then the the great bit at the end of the episode, which is, um, I'm guessing, a little tease into next week, is Rufus says, anyway... What's the the way he segues into it? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. While I'm here at the bistro, I need to buy some wine for my new house. Have a look at my new house that I'm renting. Here it is, and here's the address. And Stephen's like, hmm, now I know where you live.
1: No, hang on. Rufus is like, this house is really handy because it's got...
0: It's got a swimming pool. A swimming pool. And a really long driveway. Re-
1: now he's turning to... Ha-
0: ha- um, Who am I Flanagan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh we might hear it's from a, her later I've as, got, as
1: well. I've got a swimming pool. I've got a really long driveway. I've got really fancy knives. I've got a whole room <laughs> of hole punches. I've got a massive bin. I've got a shooting range. (laughs)
0: Stephen's like dribbling at this point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've got some dodgy salmon I'm leaving out on the side overnight, which I might eat for breakfast.
0: (laughs) Oh, Rufus. Rufus, Rufus, Rufus. You have just signed your own death warrant here. Stephen's going to be round that house next week, I'm thinking.
1: But do you think he's going to get some nice leather gloves in tribute?
0: He could do, couldn't
1: he? Maybe he'd be like a greatest hits kind of villain. Greatest Just hits. an amalgamation of all the previous villains before him. So he puts on gloves at one point. Another point, he hits Gary Windass with a two before.
0: <laughs> and then he jumps off a hospital roof and survives. Gets hit yeah. by a tram.
1: Buries another woman under the under the factory. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, do you think this is where it's going to go? Is
1: it... I think he's going to murder Rufus. I thought that I think after I'll help him. I
0: wondered whether after he. Chickened out of it last week with the hole punch, whether he was gonna not do it anymore. But with this little tease at the end of this, it's like he's he's going around his house, isn't he He's gonna, he's gonna, it's like, Rufus is gonna be floating face down in that swimming pool. Toast next week. to
1: your great success, Rufus. Have this cup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I was wondering at one point before this during the episode whether Michael would even be in danger of Stephen because. Stephen's having to be tread very carefully Michael? because of things. Yeah, Michael.
1: No, you can't get rid of him. He's the genius behind Nippersnapper. <laughs> Nobody can come up with these great designs.
0: <laughs> because once Ma- Michael knows things that he Stephen really wishes he didn't, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, but I, I, I don't think so. I don't I don't think, sad as sad as it is to say, I think... I don't think people would be too sad if Michael was killed. Oh, well, I mean, no, they're not going to be as well, sad if Rufus is killed. No, honestly,
1: I think it would be like Luke again, where uh, like I I can.
0: Michael isn't at the moment as beloved as Luke was, no, but Luke then wasn't Luke was beloved. no, no, no. He wasn't particularly beloved, but I think if they want to kill someone off, yes. Curry are often quite good at making them quite beloved in the week no, or no, two before also, they're killed I think off. So when they could Luke do that. Died, with I
1: didn't realize until he died that actually I thought he was he, I was. Uh, I was really sad because of how much of a decent guy he was. But well, with me, actually, I really, really like Michael.
0: I, I do like Michael. Um, I think He's that not a
1: Luke to me. Luke,
0: just before he died, was, um, you know, sort of he was the hero bland. because he'd he'd found out about Pat, yeah, hadn't he? I know,
1: but if, up he he until that, was like, point, oh. that he was this sort of a fairly bland, good-looking...
0: Yeah, yeah, he was, he was.
1: man. Mm. Right. Anyway,
0: we'll see where that... I'm, I'm really hoping it's next week. I'm really hoping so. Um, right, Dimbo Italiano, Gemma. Oof. Brian Packham. Ugh. What's been going on there this week for our light relief?
1: Okay, right. So on Wednesday, Mary invites Brian around for board games and he then gets a text where he's had his DNA results back and he has only, care- only cares about what his heritage is and he's thrilled to find out that he is 8% Italian. Does
0: this come from what he was saying a few weeks ago with his Mexican do you remember when he had a sombrero the other week and he was like, "Oh yeah, I got Mexican heritage or something"? It, see, it felt like it came out of nowhere, but hope and hopefully it goes back to nowhere soon.
1: I'm kind of annoyed with Corey that they've wasted this DNA storyline on on a silly um, throwaway thing because the DNA results have got such a potential. How well, many times you like have you? How many times have you read a story on Reddit where they're like? Oh, I I bought all my family DNA tests for Christmas, and I thought it would be great fun. Now it turns out that my my dad isn't the dad of any of my mum's kids, and the whole family is split up into factions. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I'd quite like to see um, a DNA test story where it turns out that Jenny Connor is actually related to um, um, Alma Baldwin, just Alma for a bit Baldwin. of yeah, just for a bit yeah, of fourth wall co- breaking. Then
1: distant cousins, yeah. yeah. Right, so. Um, He's, like, thrilled. And Mary's like, I think you're reading a bit too much in it because I've read here it also says you're Scottish and you're more Scottish than you're Italian, like, by three times the amount. And he doesn't care. He's going on about spag Bowl. He's going on about the playing card games. You didn't really follow it. Well, like it's that.
0: basically, he just... He goes from naught to million in that space of the episode and is suddenly obsessed with all things Italian, isn't he? I'm going to say, doing, if he oh, wants I'm me to here. believe
1: that he's an authentic Italian, he would not ever eat an English person, spag bowl or lasagna. What
0: well, does he say? that I can't remember what he said about it. Literally, I was just switched off at this.
1: Well, they don't have spaghetti bolognese in Italy. No, I know.
0: Well, I think he makes a point about it's like giving Dev a spe- Deva, giving Deva chicken tikka or something. I don't remember.
1: And also, I can't believe that he was eating uh, garlic bread made with bits of baguette chopped up. Was we'll it? Because that's not very authentic, <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, as from, from what I understand about the Italians, it's like... If you live in a village like away from someone else, and you like use grated pepper, I mean ground pepper instead of whole peppercorns in your stew, they <laughs> think you're a, you're an infidel. Yeah, and they want to burn you at the stake. <laughs> so I don't think that a real Italian would like English
0: English anything. Garlic. No.
1: Right. So on Friday,
0: Jar mio.
1: Oh my god! On Friday, Brian's been blasting out Pavarotti from the cabin. Reed is having a, a senior moment. She can't. She doesn't know what opera is. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks to Mary about he's trying to hunt for relatives online. And then he's, it turns out that he's got a catch. Somebody wants a DNA sample from him so they can see how they're, they're related. And then he's sitting in the cafe with Mary and he's like, oh, this coffee, you should have some proper Italian coffee. And Roy, Roy's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Have a taste test. So they do a coffee taste test. He gets it right but no, he doesn't. Mary tricked him because she wanted him to feel good about himself, and she feels guilty about the time about the theatre review. Doesn't if if anyone's if that?
0: anyone's listening to this and hasn't seen the episode, you're probably not following this. But I think I'm gonna say it doesn't matter.
1: No, they will then Royce invites everyone to have lasagna, and then and then everyone says, "Are you paying?" And and he's like, yeah. And I'm thinking, I've never been to someone else's house where I've had to pay for everyone else to eat the food that they made. <laughs> they
0: were eating it in the cafe, though. They were eating it
1: in the cafe, so there you go.
0: I, I liked their table decorations. That's, I thought they That's were my really compliment good. of this story this yeah,
1: week. Yeah, nice, um, the tricola. Yeah, yeah, serviettes um, in What do they call in it the... in Italy? Because that's French, isn't it? I've got no idea. Tricola.
0: Servietto.
1: <laughs> um, sorry, I deflated then. Rita's like, you're getting a bit out of hand. You're a maniac, Mary. You are.
0: <laughs> you weren't paying attention. No, she's like, Mary,
1: you you, you confess and tell him that you you lied, and and she's like, oh, I didn't want to upset you, and then he's like, oh, I feel embarrassed, and I'm leaving.
0: So basically, Mary lies to Brian about the fact about thought, his coffee testing sorry, thought, skills because that. she feels bad about yeah. the whole theatre review thing the other week. But when she confesses that she was lying, Brian gets embarrassed and then storms off. So it's all part of the... um are what i Yeah, are Mary and Brian going to get together sort of storyline? I mean, my I prediction think they probably will.
1: Turns out Mary is 25% Italian and she's actually related to him and so they can't be <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend. They're both come from the I'm same kind of, village in the north of Italy. I'm
0: somewhat intrigued about... Brian's family tree because the Packham line I don't care the Packham line is you know one person at the moment isn't it we don't know of any other Packhams there no that's true whereas so many other characters we know of you know siblings or parents or cousins or whatever and there's as far as I know nothing from him they could I'd be they should have like a special guest star coming in to pay to play somebody else from the Packham family yeah like another who's another famous buffoonish like Get Johnny Vegas Miranda. in or something. Oh gosh, yeah, get Miranda into play. Everyone loves Miranda, <laughs> but we don't think
1: she's that funny.
0: Um, okay. Hey, Gemma. <laughs> no. <laughs> this, is another, this is another. This is
1: another. More tragedy
0: going on here for Paul. Although, um, at least for one, at least um, on the bright side, there was only about five or six scenes for it the whole week. Basically, Paul's in denial about his um hand being a problem and the money being a problem and dd's and Dee getting a bit worried for him so um and, and billy doesn't know about it no no
1: this week was paul confessing to billy that he has got this debt problem that he oh, can't yes. solve because the money's not coming in. that's
0: right that's right yeah the end of monday's episode it was, it was paul telling billy oh yeah i'm up to my eyeballs in debt
1: and billy's like no we're up to our eyeballs in debt. Mm. I'm like, yes, it's about time you put... I mean, for goodness sake, Billy is supposed to be... I mean, I know I keep using this to like get annoyed at people because everyone should be a good person, but Billy specifically follows a religion whereby you're supposed to be nice to, to people, especially probably if you're going out with them, although I don't really know whether... God's cool about the whole gay thing. We're still, we still, uh, the jury's out <laughs> <held> on that. <laughs> apparently, according to some mm, people. Yeah,
0: according to some people. <laughs> well, you know, God helps those who help themselves. I think is Billy's attitude towards God, this, and Billy's he says, like, Billy, get yourself out of this financial problem. You need problem to you're in.
1: put more money in the in the collection plate, and then I'll help you.
0: Well, Paul um, gets his own little guardian angel in the form of Dee Dee on Wednesday, who offers him a job sorting out her paperwork at oh, the office. God. Well, Adam's paperwork. And then, you know, we have been to the set of the lawyer's office and somebody needs to do that. Somebody's been... Well,
1: we've also been to the set of the lawyer's office and the the idea that four people could work there at once is quite hilarious.
0: Mm. I want Paul to be sorting through the paperwork there and say, hang on a minute, there's a script here from Coronation Street from 1998. Like what what's, what's this doing here? Do you, do you
1: know, have you heard of Sunliners? Because all this stuff <laughs> Yeah, like
0: it was, not it? There's, of, there's a load of
1: Sunliners They stuff do there. recycle all the paperwork. Although, it's if...
0: fascinating going through some of the sets and just any bit of... If a character yeah. is holding a bit of paper, it's... <laughs> Guarantee Quite likely like it's that it's gonna be from years ago.
1: But I want to just point out that whatever it was that Paul had in his hand by the end of the by the end of Wednesday, well, it didn't stay in his be able hand. It was there to recycle it? that because no. he screws it up.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, he he ends up dropping it, doesn't he?
1: Well, it wasn't that he dropped it. That wasn't the problem. Oh, he, yeah,
0: he drops it and then he picks it back up. He with picks
1: his... it up like it's a wad of tissue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um <laughs> I I thought that Adam's attitude towards Paul working there was quite interesting because he's just like his family are a bunch of scallies
1: well he's like do you you know if he's committed crimes he probably has
0: well he has been in prison to be fair hasn't he
1: I liked the fact that Adam I know he didn't do it but this is again is is Correlation Street turning a corner where they're going to be more happier they're going to be happier to let characters just be arseholes out of nowhere because really that was out of line for Adam to be like he's a chap it was
0: a bit but I'm but glad but it's Adam because I'm not a massive there are, Adam fan there are
1: plenty of people who would say that
0: yeah there really really are
1: there really are
0: especially if you know he's a lawyer he's got a swanky flat Is he, are they in Red Bank
1: I don't know but you know I think they
0: are if, so I don't, I'm wondering if,
1: un- if he's got got his you know he's got his client he's trying to get a high bigger clients imagine inviting a client back to the, the place and then you've got Paul on the floor screwing up bits of paper.
0: Mm. Yeah, because he
1: can't read
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that, that that was it. Was just kind of ticking along that story this week, wasn't it? How it's, much Paul's th- gonna get his diagnosis soon? Well,
1: it feels like Dee Dee's got like a bottomless well of benevolence and money. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? She's like hiring. She hired. a she is a lawyer. She hired Paul. I know, but wh- she's
0: offering to pay the rent.
1: She's she's offering to pay his wages as well. Yeah. Wasn't that a bit like what happened when we did the Eve Sykes character profile? When Fred offered to pay her wages when she was working oh,
0: yeah, the, yeah.
1: at the Rovers?
0: Yeah, similar. They these my Bailey history. kids. They're they're rolling in it, aren't they? you well, know apart very... from michael that like james is a rich footballer yeah, but... is a rich lawyer no wonder michael wants to try and be the next you know dell boy millionaire
1: it also is quite it's, sad, it's quite sad for michael because both of his brother his brother and sister have like moved out of the house and he's still there and literally his sister moved into the house and she's like let me demonstrate to you what you do here i am in the house i found somewhere else to go. I'm off. Mm-hmm. This is what you do when you're an adult. You rent somewhere else. You don't live in your house. That might be quite interesting to
0: see them explore Michael's feeling that he is the... The, 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 the
1: inadequate un- Bailey. Yeah, he
0: is. He's the inadequate Bailey child, isn't he?
1: I want, um, aside from that, mm. I want Paul to, to bugger off forever. I don't know. And I want Michael and Dee Dee to live together because I think that would be quite cute. Yeah. I know it's not really developing Michael as an independent person from the Bailey family if he moves in with his sister, <laughs> but I think that would be, it would be really nice, just to reinforce that sibling um, relationship. Yeah, that'd
0: be fun, that'd be fun.
1: They And they also have, haven't really got a lot of Dee Dee and Michael uh, together, because obviously she's quite a new character, but they both seem like really nice, good fun, don't they? Mm. Both of those people, those characters, seem like, I could actually be friends with them they seem really nice.
0: We we haven't had we haven't got a huge idea about what their relationship is and you would be forgiven for forgetting that they are brother and sister wouldn't you? I I I'd quite like to see yeah more about how much they get on. Mm-hmm. Um okay we've got the they got the Marco storyline jammer at the end just you know a little bit today. Is it me? It is you. Yeah, that was me doing it, that last one, believe me. Right, it or not.
1: Marco seems like he's getting obsessed with Beth because uh-huh. he's waiting for her outside the factory and he sees that Kirk's there and he sort of waits for Kirk to leave and he jumps out on her and he's like, oh, I need to reorganise the school reunion. you got to help me. So Beth tells Glenda about this and Glenda's like, watch out, watch your back. You, you, This might be a development you don't want. You might live to regret this. So Beth flies to get out of work and meets Marco in the Chariot Square Hotel and he's like, yeah, let's get some wine. Let's t-. And she's like, oh, I want to talk about this uh, reunion. And she's like, oh, don't worry about that. Let's, have, let's just get, let's just talk about old times. And they get tiddly and giggly. And then...
0: She realises that she's getting in a bit, bit too deep with this, doesn't she? Well,
1: she leaves Marco and goes to the pub to see Kirk and tells him that she loves him. And then at the bar, she tells Glenda that she enjoyed um, the fl- flattery from Marco, but she loves Kirk and so she's going to text Marco and tell him that she's not going to see him anymore. Yeah, and I presume you know, judging from Coronation Street and um, where it's going at the moment with his stories next week, Marco will start stalking her until eventually <laughs> he throws acid on Kurt.
0: I mean, this could be the end of the story, couldn't it? And it's just a it little side be. story of you know the, the near temptation I don't think of Beth. It but... feels
1: like Marco's not going to let go so easily, and if he does, then it feels a bit like an empty.
0: But usually, you know, Beth and Kirk storylines are the minorest of minor stories. So it, it could be it, and it could literally be a little filler. They they mention again about um, Beth says, "Oh, I'm married," or as good as. So maybe it's, maybe it's not over because the uh, the ultimate end of this story is for them to get married again. Know, but so.
1: this okay. So this the last two years of Corey it feels like. They, they actually listened to us when we kept complaining about all these characters that say they're married and they're not. Yeah. And they went, oh, we've got some loose ends to tie up. Let's marry off Gemma and Chesney. Let's marry off um, uh, Tyrone, Tyrone and Fizz. Tyrone and Fizz, Let's yeah. marry off be- Beth and Kirk. Yeah. I can't remember if um, Tim's still married to that lady or if she married... No, no, they,
0: no. Tim's you know married I mean? to Sally. And no, it was okay. a joke. <laughs> um, so.
1: It, it, there shouldn't be so many people whose marital status is so confusing. I know, I
0: know. Well, hopefully, I do want Daniel. I do want, Toya. yeah, definitely want that. I do want Daniel and Daisy to get I know, married again, as well.
1: Are they going to be? Are they going to turn to another one of these couples where it's like, oh, I thought they got married. Oh, yeah, they didn't, did they?
0: No, I think that. I think that Daniel is going to be I hope pushing for long. them to quickly get married again. But i got a feeling that Daisy's going to be a bit hesitant.
1: Do you think my prediction about them having a double wedding the Chesney and Gemma might come true now?
0: Oh yeah, because that is still coming. Well, I mean, she,
1: they still, they're still still going to get married at some point. And, uh, are, they, are they due Paul's to be married in May? May? Paul's put the
0: deposit down. Yeah, that's true. So, that was a long street talk, wasn't it? That was now probably our time. longest street
1: talk ever. It
0: could It could well have been. But, you know, there's a big episode. Two big stories. It's too
1: long an episode. I'm sorry. No,
0: people like it. They not apologising. People think it's great. I'm just... I hope. Um, do you have a character of the week?
1: Oh, oh. see... If,
0: I'd like really it to feels, say it's Daisy, but I don't think it is. It
1: really feels like... I've watched two weeks' worth of Coronation Street. <laughs> because I feel... I'm. I'm not really joking. Because I feel like there was a week where we had the consent story and a week where we had the acid story but it was all one week.
0: Yeah, two major stories packed into there. I don't I don't think that Daisy can be my character of the week as much as I love her. Um, it, it wasn't really about her once the attack had happened. Is Ryan character of the week? Because he, you know, bravely jumped in the path of the acid and... I'm going to it a...
1: to Daisy because... She... I
0: just said we can't have Daisy. No, you
1: said you can't. <laughs> I'm just you're waffling. So I'm going to interject okay. with my opinion. Okay. Okay. That is Daisy because um we got Sierra in a lovely dress. She was beautiful. She had a little premonition. She helped Ryan and she, she also did. That was nice. brought Justin to justice.
0: Uh, I, that that scene was great. Actually, I forgot about she, that. She
1: rescued herself this week.
0: Yeah, can I can I have, can I have Michelle as my character of the week for um for not for, for not, for not turning up? Not yeah. <laughs> um, who should I go with? Oh, Amy was good. Um, Ab- Ab- Abby, I think I think I'm gonna go obvious and go Ryan this week. Okay. I do I, I just I think he's cracking and and it's been so long that I've been saying I, we need a decent story nice for Ryan. And I mean, and not only did he get a big story but everybody he, there's been universal praise for Ryan Prescott's performance as well. And I I really felt for him when he was in bed and just kind of making jokes and things but really you know brave. trying to be putting a brave face on it in that situation that's really hard an to indication
1: do. of how great Ryan Prescott is as an actor that he played that perfectly. Mm. It really felt I mean, both real.
0: both Ryan Prescott and Charlie Jordan have shown this week, and, and Charlie in, in more recent weeks, that these two characters that came in as comedic characters, didn't they? Well, no, they, were,
1: they came in as they, kind of like bimbos.
0: Yeah, they both were. This week has shown that they have got brilliant range. They've got a lot of depth. They're, they're, they're super. um Um, score
1: but hang on i just want to also say i know that these we've complained and we said that these are quite dark and cry is dark and these are very hard issue storylines but i'm i'm still i wish they weren't happening at the same time as my only criticism but i definitely appreciate most of these stories are like these these dark stories are really fascinating and they're very thought-provoking and really interesting to Mm. watch And I'm um, glad that they're doing them, but I just wish not all at once. So the score I'm going to give this is four superficial space cadets.
0: <laughs> um, what am I going to score? it? I couldn't think of very many things to of options to score out of this week, but um, I, in the spirit of Brian Packham, I'm yeah. going to be giving this cuatro formaggio oh, out nice. of five. Well
1: done. He'd be so proud of you. Thanks. He'd wonder how you could have mustered such... Um, es- Italian essence, considering I'm sure your DNA is hardly uh, well, Italian at
0: all. I, I, I look at my skin tone, jam I mean, I'm not... Um,
1: my name's Italian, so I think I'm more Italian <laughs> than you
0: are. Right, I think it is time <laughs> for us to talk about some news. If, yeah. Right, welcome to The Cabin, everybody. And not a whole lot of Coronation Street news has come out this week, but thank goodness something happened last week. That we weren't really able to talk about. Um, the princess, Ro- princess royal, is that right? Am I yeah. getting this right? Princess Royal, Princess Anne visited Coronation Street last week. Um, to go and do acid stuff. No, she
1: she was she was there on behalf of the charity that she's a patron I of. I know,
0: I know, which is the the Acid Survivors Trust International, A S T I. Um, yeah, and they've been they've been, they've been chatting with the uh, the producers well, and the advising. writers of Coronation Street and everything, and, and Ian Kershaw with and everything. Street. Yeah, to to. To, to make sure it is absolutely right. Um, and so Princess Anne uh, visited, uh, beginning of last week, I guess, to go and go and check up on them. She gave them a royal inspection, didn't she? I don't, know, I don't know whether she got like a sneak preview of the episode or anything, just to say, yeah, no, 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 it's not at all like that. But I, I don't know. I, mean, I can
1: imagine her hitting them with a riding crop and going, cry more, cry more. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? Cry more? Yeah, like Daisy on the floor crying. What do you oh, mean? cry... Crime Wars think be some kind of, like, reference to a battle, a royal well, like the, battle. The Battle
0: of Crime War. I don't... It <laughs> <laughs> could be, it's good book. No, she, she went there. She was, I think it was Monday last week, Um, and, and she was had a welcoming party from... Um, Andrew Steele, who plays Steele, sorry, who plays um Justin, evil Justin. Charlie Jordan was there, who plays Daisy Midgley. Um Matthews there, who of course plays the lovely Jenny Connor was there. And uh, Rob Mallard. Oh, and Ryan Prescott was there as well. So um yeah, they, they all went and, and they lined up all neatly and um and, and had a lovely chat with with HRH. Tell you what, Sally Ann Matthews, she's she's getting all the royals, isn't she? She's got the Queen last year, getting, getting Princess year. Anne.
1: It was last year. It wasn't last year. Wasn't
0: it? No. Oh, no, it wasn't. Two years ago, the Queen visited, wasn't it? You're, sorry, you're right. You're right. I, I bow down to your superior Coronation know, Street and royal family knowledge. I know knowledge. everything
1: there is to know about royals and Coronation Street when they're in a Venn diagram.
0: Yeah, so uh, she, she's, she's clearly you know, Coronation Street's envoy for all matters, you know, political and um, mm. what's the word? Royal. Royal. Monar- monarchy, you could call
1: Monarchy Men- you know, She
0: scrubs that nice, does herself. Did, did you enjoy her dress? Um, I wore? loved
1: it. She was wearing a lovely green dress with some nice navy blue uh, uh, pa- flowers on Flower, it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that um, Princess Anne was giving him all secret invitations to the coronation? she's like here we go we can have this one harry's not coming now
0: yeah maybe that's the whole reason <laughs> they did this storyline maybe the only reason yeah, they did this is to, to try an, and get an invitation to the coronation in a couple of weeks maybe we all, yeah charlie jordan had a very nice uh, white outfit on there didn't she she had she wasn't wearing a dress she had like a, a white white long sleeve top with some kind of tanny trouser kind of thingies on it's nice and now uh, yeah. what about your fashion fashion Ooh, love what she's wearing for HRH Princess Anne, does she does she um come up to snuff, Gemma? Does she get oh, your royal approval? I
1: love her. Everything she wears, I want. She's a fashion icon. If you want to be a stern lady that strides around a castle shouting at dogs, <laughs> I just
0: love Princess Anne in the Windsors.
1: I know she's like. <laughs> Can't think an of her icon. any other way now. Um, she yeah, she just was wearing a nice brown pleated, uh, very sensible skirt, and a nice uh. It's kind of a greeny blue plaid uh, jacket with a. Nice big lapel, that she had a fabulous She literally looks
0: like she brooch. just kind of rode in on the back of some yeah. some horse, doesn't she? So clattering down the cobbles and got a riding crop for to Weatherfield. And um, yeah, we oh, yeah, we got Ian McLeod in this picture as I was there. I suppose that makes He's wearing sense a nice he suit. There. He's wearing a nice suit. He's got like, and he's got a kind of a, a peachy pink sort of shirt on as well. Salmon. What do you? Oh, I it, noticed they it.
1: didn't make her wear a lanyard.
0: That's very true, look at that, like, she'd get away that? without
1: wearing a lanyard. I assume King Charles because does this because um, the Queen never had to have a, a driving licence hmm. or a passport. No. So do you think that all members of the royal family, like as an extension of that, don't have to wear lanyards? When they
0: go to Coronation Street. Yeah. Maybe, Which well, She's
1: like, ew, it's funny because we're having a Coronation Street party. For my brother's coronation because he's going to be the king.
0: Somebody, I think. Duncan, what does your
1: brother do? Duncan uh, Lindsay quote <laughs>
0: retweeted something earlier this week. Yeah, the other, the soap's guy from Metro. Um, there was an article saying how to hold a coronation street I, I was party, and <laughs> he quote retweeted it like, "Don't invite Tracy Barlow or something like that," which is hilarious. Anyway, so um, lovely. I I, I mean, who's yeah, next? let's move on. Who's coming next? Prince William, the King himself. I mean, I know he. He had to lower himself to go to Walford uh, last year, didn't he, for the Eastenders visit? But um, yeah, get him on Coronation Street, get him all on, love it. Um, not so. How about
1: the, how about the kids? Mm? Get the kids in there. Get get Louis. Get Charlotte. Get George.
0: Oh yeah, that'd be cute.
1: But no, you know why? What? Because it's too much of a shocking show.
0: I say get Fergie on to, to um you know could they like a good redhead on Coronation? I want to have Fergie meeting Sally Ann Matthews. <laughs> Um, I
1: was trying to segue into this because... you couldn't have the kids go because it's such a shocking program. That seventy-two people complained to Ofcom <laughs> about the acid attack. I'm really disappointed.
0: ITunes. Seventy-two. Come on.
1: What could not they see? What what more did they want? Somebody's face melted off.
0: I was like, when we were we almost did another poll. Like I can't remember what it was, but we have done poll. That's another thing. We're not going to be able I to do polls, do polls on Twitter for much longer. Thanks, Elon, for removing that feature. I thought
1: this was America, freedom of speech.
0: Um... Yeah. Anyway, so we, yeah, we did a poll about yeah, how many complaints will whatever it was get. And we didn't do it this time, but we should have done. But I 72 people complaining to Ofcom, come on. There must have been more people that were riled up and angry and unreasonably seething after Monday's episode that you thought, What's, I know what I'm going to do to express my displeasure. I'm going to write an email to Ofcom even though nothing will happen with it. What's going on? 72? That's nothing. It was really horrific. Mm-hm. Maybe people are starting to realise that Ofcom doesn't do don't, anything. Don't really do anything. And... well, well, none of their
1: complaints are valid. None I of these think...
0: complaints. Corey's complaints.
1: People that complain about to Ofcom hardly ever is ever upheld because it's normally just people going, "I didn't like that."
0: <laughs> I know. I think Ofcom is just there, like as a like an ocean to shout into or something, like just to make people feel better. Well, but it's actually, a... they it... don't do nobody anything. Nobody works
1: there. It's just a computer in a in a big room by itself, connected to a printer, that prints every report out and it falls directly into a shredder. <laughs> okay. And then the shredder gets collected every week by a man who's got a hamster.
0: That must, that, it must have upheld some complaints about something sometime. It's probably sometime, like when, but... when
1: um, Holly Willoughby or, or Philip Schofield says a rude word on, on This Morning or whatever it's called. Maybe. And then they're like, right on it, right on it.
0: I don't know, I don't know, but... I can't remember. I mean, I haven't actually had much time to think about it because it's only just come to me now. But has Coronation Street ever had a complaint upheld against it? Because they know what they're doing. They know if they're going to say or do something yeah, that's also, kind of a bit controversial, uh, that there are rules to follow. It here. wouldn't
1: be, I mean, they wouldn't be doing their jobs if they weren't pushing the envelope a little, you know, seeing what they can get away with.
0: Well, yeah, I guess, shit, I, guess so. I guess so, I guess so. And
1: then Ofcom's got going. go, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no.
0: 72, no. 72. I, don't, I mean, I don't care about declining viewing figures. I'm, I'm kind of, the, the writing's on Ofcom. the wall when the declining Ofcom complaints get this low, wow. honestly. it's because
1: people have now got the, the angry face button on Facebook so they They, don't, they feel like their <laughs> complaints are being registered <laughs> in a different way.
0: Maybe it is. Um, any more news? Oh, yes. This is good. There, there were other things that, that Rebecca sent us, but I wanted to just throw this one in as something very, very important and dear to our hearts. Not "I'm a Celebrity," although that is what it's about. But Helen Flanagan on "I'm a Celebrity." That's
1: right. Just like Paul O'Grady had Lily Savage as his alter ego, Michael is also Helen Flanagan. I, I, I do. I know, don't know, think Helen Flanagan, realize that. Helen so we've Flanagan got Helen, is
0: Helen in the studio today. So she, she, she's going to be on the all-star version of "I'm a Celebrity," which is already all-star, but. It's, a, it's like of greatest hits.
1: It should be called Cream of the Crop. I'm a celebrity. I don't want to eat this. What is it? So Helen...
0: F- <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to feed them? Because this Do you think they
1: s- should do a collaboration with Celebrity help!
0: <laughs> I'm yeah. in
1: the jungle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bring on the grasshoppers.
1: <laughs> Bring me the ghosts.
0: Um, so they're, they're going to do an all-star version of I'm a Celebrity. Like all the best <laughs> celebs apparently from the past I don't know how many years it's been going on million and they're, they're rounding them all up sticking them in South Africa for a change and they're going to be I don't know what do, do you know, do in I South mean, Africa horrible hunting horrible. lions or something um, so yeah they're not they're not in Australia they're not in a castle in Wales Helen Flanagan is going to be joining such other famous celebrity names as I've actually got no idea oh Carol Vorderman she's going back in to do it and, and they're going to be doing celebrity stuff and it's this month it's April we're not in April right now as recording but we will do by the time this is out don't know when but I've seen an advert on the TV with Ant and Dec driving around in a jeep in in the in the savannah so I guess it's coming soon mm. and and Helen Flanagan provided much entertainment when she was on it quite a long time ago because everyone was phoning up for her to do the awful tasks and she was just chickening out and crying about them all I think wasn't she But I don't I don't I think I read somewhere that this isn't a I don't think people can phone in to get What's celebrities point, to do then? things
1: in this version. What's the point? Anyway. Maybe that's
0: why she's agreed to do it. Maybe anyway. that's the or maybe that's the reason why they made it. No, Though there's, there's a clause in a contract saying, I'll only come on the show if people can't make me do things and eat things that I don't want to. Right,
1: Helen. Mm. I'm I'm gonna ask you a question, and last time I asked you this, you didn't know what you were saying.
0: Oh, we, so we we I want have you to think this. about
1: this.
2: Yeah. Ahem. Do you
1: remember that you that you, your yeah, yeah. quote is not okay? Right, yeah. so Helen,
2: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what do you think you're going to be like in the new ep, new series of I'm a Celebrity? Get me out of here! I'm in South Africa. I don't want to be here. Well,
0: am I going to be a jungle warrior and amazing? No, I'll be scared, but we'll have a go, and hopefully it'll be a lot better than last time.
1: Well done. Well done.
0: Yeah, I thank mean, you
1: Helen Thank you can go now Helen
0: Flanagan thank of. you for always being in the news it feels like you know times between appearances on Conversation Street are getting fewer and farther between but I never give up hope that you will do something crazy and be on the news so that we can invite you onto the podcast because we do love you and um, any new listeners it's a long running thing <laughs> we know it doesn't make sense
1: it's a Guinness oh, world to... record award winning joke
0: yes Bring her back to Coronation Street. I'm hoping that this is just like maybe this is just the final, you know, get her into the public eye, and then there's a grand announcement at the end. She's going to be like, I'm
1: coming back to Corrie. So do you think she needs to raise her profile so that she'll be yeah. considered for a return by yeah. Corrie bosses? I think and the so. best way of doing that is to go to South Africa.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she's raised some other things recently. No, but anyway, that is it for the news. Um, right. So I suppose it's time for some feedback. feedback. Should we some feedback? Feedback. <laughs> Right, feedback time then. Um, last week's Gemma, look at this score: three point nine one. Good. That's not bad for nice. last week's Curry. Really interested to see how um this week's goes. I think it, it's going to be four points I thing, I reckon. I mean, uh, quite often I find that when there's at least one really big episode in the week, often people will give it the week a a really high score, no matter what the rest of the week was. And I'm not saying that Wednesdays and Fridays weren't great as well. Um, they were just not quite with the same momentum and and drama as Mondays. but Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So um, if you're in our Facebook group, please, please do vote on the poll. But in the meantime, last week we had Richard, who gave it four interesting lectures about Belgian cartoon characters with quiffed coiffures out of five. Um, Jack gave it four toilet roll <laughs> wedding dresses out of five. God, that seems, seems like so long ago, doesn't it? The hen, mean, hen yeah. night. Um, Ricky, um, where's my pick of the week, who gave it four bookworms with a good grasp of their dickens out of five, so thank you everybody who has now we have got quite a lot of feedback this week. Um, I'm just gonna... we
1: might have to skip some people.
0: Wait, no, we're gonna are gonna have to. I'm um, okay. gonna. I want to skip Nancy and Rebecca this week because they get in every week, and we have got lots of other people that we want to do, and we're running a little bit late. So I'm sorry, girls. Hope you understand. Um, I wanted to start off with this Chris one though because this is good. This is about our. Uh, this is tying on to oh. our. Yeah, this is our Jimmy Hill tweet here. So um, Chris says Jimmy in... Hill tweet. Uh, email, sorry. In a feedback section, which I am sure will be full of references to the dramatic and traumatic happenings around the stalking storyline yeah we just, we'll get that. I'd like to lighten the tone a little and talk about the Chinny Recon (laughs) discussion that featured in your previous podcast. Although I was aware that some folks did favour that phrase in certain parts of the country there are indeed many regional variations. The tongue in front of the lower teeth while saying the words action seems to be common to all of them it's that isn't
1: it? Action?
0: Yeah there, there there
1: no that's it isn't it yeah. um
0: and it's um as is some form of chin scratching or stroking yeah, yeah. but the text varies a great deal for reasons I've never been able to discover here in Liverpool you'd express your belief at oh, what disbelief. was disbelief sorry at what was being said by a classmate at a pff, I'm not reading this very well at all you'd express your disbelief at what was being said by a classmate by saying edna well say before it in a
1: Liverpoolian accent edna yeah.
0: Edna. Is that with
1: it? your chinny reckon.
0: Oh yeah, uh, with the traditional moves and a more outrageous claim being made, the more flamboyant yeah. the gesture. I remember... Edna, I doing... Edna.
1: I remember, I remember elaborately like flicking my hand out to do a really big...
0: Itchy chinny chin. chin. <laughs> Itchy chin. In Nearly witness they'd say... Yeah. Chin beams. I've not heard of these. Chin this beams. is brilliant. Chin beams. Chin beams. In Runcorn, it was Gogger. And my personal favourite in South Park, it was. No. South Park. <laughs> Southport. Southport. It was Shaw George. That's brilliant. It is fascinating. Can any of your listeners add any further examples of this long-standing tradition please in their do. own locations? Right, and if you've yes. got any other... If you have any other things that you would say while scratching itchy or itching chin. your chin to show your disbelief in what your classmates it, were saying, let us know.
1: Any southerners, please, can you back me up that itchy chin was one?
0: It, it definitely was. Itchy chin. I think mm. it was the main one. I want to hear... Um, I've forgotten what I want to hear now. What the was I even saying? The of
1: bed is what you want to hear
0: i literally forgotten what I was coming to be saying. It's then. okay.
1: <sighs> it's okay. We we're really tired now.
0: I'm not so bad. I'm not I think too bad. Might
1: be. I'm
0: on I'm on adrenaline or something. We've got an email here from Andrew who we've not heard from for a little while, have we? So I'm going to pass over to you to uh, to read his feedback.
1: So I've not been in touch for a while because I've not been watching Coronation Street. Instead, I've just been keeping in touch purely through the podcast and watching classic Corrie. However, I saw so many comments about this week's Daisy and Ryan Acid Attack episode. I sat down at lunch today and popped it on. Slow down a bit. Slow down a bit. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yes, thank you. One of the best hours of television I've seen in quite some time. The performances from Charlotte Jordan, Ryan Prescott and sally Ann were immense. It was perfectly paced and shot to perfection. Corey, still got it. It really shook, took me aback, and I ended up watching the next episode too, and forgot to log back on to work. I'm <laughs> um, now hooked on the Aaron's, uh, Amy Aaron summer storyline. God, I hope they keep this up. Corey's back.
0: That's nice. Now I this mean... is
1: interesting because you know, I honestly think a lot of the negativity about this story came before it was on and once it was on I don't think a lot of people could keep up could keep up the outrage about about it because it was so good.
0: Mm. The thing is some of the journalists that were writing these articles, I'm thinking Duncan, and I'm th- I think there were others as well, well had seen. Yeah, had seen the episodes. I, think I saw, I some, saw some, th- Yeah, go on. I saw something at the weekend. I thought of somebody saying, "Oh, the Ryan Prescott's tortured screams are still haunting me after watching the preview." Well,
1: I think it was the same person who was like, "I can't believe they're getting away with showing this."
0: Yeah, maybe it was. Um, but I mean, this is, I guess, this is what Coronation Street wants. Put the put the promo out for it. Get people. What, reeled in and thinking, "Well, this is great." That the problem has been in the past that it can, you know, it can grip you for a, a couple of episodes and then it's back to bobbins again. Now we've we've had quite a decent string of episodes recently, haven't we? We've not rated an episode bobbins for at least two weeks, but I'm sure we'll go back to it before long, which is a bit sad, really. But um, so let's just let's just enjoy it while need, we can.
1: You need the highs you need the lows so you can appreciate the highs and I, I firmly believe that
0: mm.
1: it's not just a saying
0: I'm, I am am wondering like you know we've got Easter coming up and I think are they going to do anything special for Easter no in the run up to it no why not then you don't know you've got no idea no, um, no, no, and, no and then obviously you know we've got only what two months left till Britain's Got Talent Week
1: oh, shut up about Britain's Got
0: Talent Week why I
1: just hate it why? Just cut out is it
0: because you're in round still? Is is Britain's Got Talent week forever, got talent week, forever me, tainted like, now for you? It's
1: like it feels like some kind of event from a religion that you don't follow. That's on some different calendar that you can't work out. It turns out it's like every fifth Sunday after the second week of February full moon, and it's like you just how come? Yeah, I don't I don't understand when it's on, but it feels like it's always gonna be on.
0: <laughs> In the
1: next month.
0: Britain's Got Talent Week Soap Awards. I think the Soap Awards nominations are going to be announced any week now so keep an eye out for that by the way. Richard. Hi Gemma and Michael. Hi. Hi. Hope you're both well and have enjoyed this week's episodes.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I'm sending (laughs) this on Friday morning, but two thirds of the way into the week, it's been a stellar one from my perspective. I'm very unusual as a viewer that I don't mind spoilers. I don't, I don't think that's unusual. It's just, we make it out to be unusual and we say, why would anyone like spoilers? But literally, I think, you know, views and clicks and everything online shows that lots of people do. No,
1: I'm going to say it depends on what you're watching. I think there are some TV shows that people hate to be spoiled on. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. But I'm saying soaps. Corey,
1: I don't know. I'm I think
0: sure. I would say the majority of oh, Corrie viewers whatever. do like spoilers.
1: I'm just saying he's not don't, unusual. Don't I'm saying he's normal. Say you're, you're, you're normal, Richard. <laughs>
0: not like Deal us. Deal with it. We're the freaks. Um, although I knew some weeks ago that Justin launched an acid attack at the wedding, I assumed Daisy would be the victim and not Ryan. So there was still a major surprise twist for me. I mean, I don't think I've said this so far in the episode, but I had been wondering, before I saw the spoiler about Ryan, why Ryan Prescott was featuring so heavily in the kind of the promo pics for it. Why did he get to meet Princess Anne? What's going on?
1: Yeah, why does Ryan Prescott get to meet the princess? If I thought
0: about it for more than five seconds, maybe I would have put it two and two together and thought maybe he's attacked in the acid, with the acid, it like looking back at it now, it's kind of obvious, really. But well, yeah, they, I think mean, they kept it a nice know surprise. Me
1: and my wild theory is, if I had been allowed full reign on this, I would have predicted. That it was Ryan that threw the acid on Justin.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we forgot to mention. It's we, not
1: implausible.
0: We we've been told that we predicted an acid attack near the beginning of the year on Coronation yeah. Street, it didn't? I don't remember doing this at it's, all. Does anyone an, remember us talking about an acid attack back earlier this year? Can you find the clip? I
1: never take any credit for predicting anything on Coronation Street because it's like, it's like throwing a million darts at board and getting a bullseye. <laughs> it's like a thousand monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> on a typewriter sometimes
0: we'll be right honestly if anyone can find a clip of us predicting an acid attack earlier this year send it in to us I just want to feel smug. Richard. Um, Rich back to Richard. Sorry, Richard. Um, the show does twists. This surprise element for me was on a par with Pat keeping Andy prisoner and Michael Bailey's daughter Tiana turning out that to be neither great. his nor Grace's. Ryan and Daisy's characters have been cracking form on cracking form this week. I agree. I think that if I hadn't known about it, this would have caught me off guard so much. It would have been an all time great. I it's know still, I'm so. It's mad still gonna get I a nomination out. for the Bayek Award yeah. because it is something that Curry wanted to keep a secret I'm just really, really, really mad that I found out about it. Um, Amy's storyline continues to develop well and I have appreciated seeing both of her parents' reactions to Amy's assault. Tracy can be a very loving mother and her reactions have mirrored the unconditional support Blanche always gave Deirdre and Deirdre always gave Tracy in a crisis despite how much they rubbed each other up the wrong way at less dramatic times. Steve's character is four years younger than me but despite not having children myself, I fully understand Steve's reaction to finding out two. Um a really strong couple of episodes so far and fingers crossed it continues into Friday. I think if you enjoyed, you know, Wednesdays as well, I don't think you're gonna get let down by Fridays, are you? It was a good week. So. It's good. It was good a week, good week. Good week. Right. One more email this week, let's do Gemma before we call it a night. Courtney.
1: Courtney says I think Coronation Street this week has been pretty good overall. Like Michael, it's rare for me to get emotional when watching Coronation Street, but Monday's episode had me feeling on edge and Felt quite upset at the distressing screams of Ryan. Ryan Prescott and Charlotte Jordan are fantastic actors, and if their performances do not get them awards, then I don't know what will.
0: See, I, what I'm wondering about this. I still get a horrible feeling that Ryan Prescott is going to get overlooked. Yeah. Me too. I think that Charlotte Jordan, she's going to be, you know, the the Sally Carmen. Let's throw awards at her this year, rightly so. But I don't know. I just got this horrible feeling that that. That Ryan's not going to.
1: I know, but again, I agree. I agree that they sh- the the award, yeah. But where are we going with the story, and what else is coming? Because if you're mm. gonna throw issue storylines and pack them in so hard all year, I mean, what's gonna happen by the time we get to like August? Yeah. What else is gonna happen?
0: Yeah. You got. I don't know. I. I at least I'm thinking. You know, if we're thinking about our that's champion nominees for the end of the year. I'm going to say we've already got quite a few exactly. strong contenders.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I mean, considering that on the whole, usually a year will have an A story and then a couple of B stories and then mm. a lot of more, even more. It's the same. It follows a similar format to a week where you have an A story and then...
0: I Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know what I would count as the over... Like, I, I think Street maybe has, the Stephen storyline has story moved away that from
1: that formula in the last couple in the last of year years, or two. It has, and it probably is because of COVID. Because right, we, we sure. had the
0: Jeff and Yasmin storyline, and yeah. that was probably the last big, big. long running story. No, yeah. maybe it was the Tyrone Spend. and Alina affair. Maybe oh, that, God, was a, that was a that was a big one, up. wasn't it?
1: Right, so she says, it was so hurrying and they all did a brilliant job. On Wednesday's episode, I can't blame Ryan for not wanting Aaliyah at his bedside. I think we would all have the same reaction. (laughs) It was insensitive of her to talk about herself, although I can understand why she would do that. She thought she was being helpful. The Amy storyline intertwines well with the Stalking storyline, and I am pleased that Summer now believes Amy, but I wonder how the storyline will progress from now. The stuff with Brian was silly. But Mary's annoyance with the cook- cooking their spaghetti was funny. Oh,
0: that was funny, because that was when Mary did a mummy, yeah. Oh yeah, it? that was funny. <laughs>
1: I think when Mary is not over the top, she does comedy really well, but maybe that's an unpopular opinion. My character of the week would be Ryan, and I give this week four cannolis eaten before dinner out of five. <laughs> out of As a side note, I, can I just say, I always look forward to street talk, but this week I've especially looked forward to it. I guess it's nice to listen and share experiences of harrowing scenes and storylines because they can be distressing at times and there's someone who watches Coronation Street by myself as my family aren't really fans, it can make you feel a bit down afterwards but hearing it discussed in a way that is sensitive but also humorous when appropriate is nice that we can all share their experience. Like when the hate, t- hate crime storyline happened mm-hmm. listening to the podcast made me understand it better and feel less alone that we all shared the experience of watching it and going through those feelings. So thank you both like Gemma says, you don't both plan for these things to happen but they just come and I think you both do a really good job at handling these topics without being disrespectful while still making it about Coronation Street as a whole. Oh, thanks. Well, I hope we did, I feel like we were a bit too flippant this week but thank you very much, Courtney.
2: Mm.
1: I mean, we know, I, I think the idea is that I hope, I think, never make fun of the person it's happening to um, as, as like, and, and also understanding that this happens to real people, but you can make fun of the of yeah. certain situations I, and and just, just not lose sight it. of the fact that it is fictional. I don't want to be po faced. No, we can't. That would be that wouldn't be us anyway. No,
0: that would lose and, what and, makes and this. And what it is.
1: You know, we're not just um, being two faced about it because we've dealt with some very dark things that have happened to in our lives with humor. Yeah, and that's how we cope. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and also after this week, there's so many horrible things, fictional things. um, I I can't. I've got (laughs) (laughs) got to laugh about some of them, but not The Last of Us Two. No, that's just too horrible. And and,
0: and make fun of Ali. Has anyone played it? Can
1: somebody please? Nobody
0: has played The Last of Us Two, Gemma. I
1: need. I need. Yeah, but I need some. (laughs) I need. Can we make a support group?
0: I've been playing Syriza and the Lost Demon this week. And now that's a bit more of an obscure one.
1: And Splatoon.
0: I, I always Now, the
1: story of Splatoon, of Splatoon is really mm-hmm. sad, actually.
0: Um, Right, everybody. We need to go to bed. <laughs> Tis late. Delirious. Tis Goodbye. 10 to 1. Enjoy. Uh, do we, we to, how do people get in touch with us? We need to say this. It's a tradition. Do you want me to say it? I'm going to say it. If you would like to share some feedback, like it's these lovely people have, we
1: started off on a different day. I know, different month.
0: We're at yeah. Conversation Street. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I almost pinch punched <laughs> you earlier, but it, then I thought you'd get mad at me because you told joke. me last year we're not doing it we're not anymore. Not doing
1: it anymore because it got violent.
0: It did get a little bit violent. I pinch punched <laughs> you the other year. Le power each other. The Gemma used. We went. Gemma would no. literally wake me up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I would. To pinch punch me before I got to her. Right in the face. Um, So, conversationstreet at (laughs) gmail.com is where you can get hold of us. Send us a voice message. Go on. We haven't had one of those for ages. Yeah, go Um, on. We are at conversationstreet.blog... conversationstreet.podbean.com That is conversation.podbean.com It's a (laughs) lovely blog. (laughs) Um, Right, it's an iTunes review. That'd be lovely. Um, We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Mm -hmm. For as long as it lasts. It really, I'm really, when I was reading about Elon Musk and the getting rid of the polls and everything, this. what's the other thing? Oh, no, say, yeah, saying that only verified users could vote in polls. There was something else weird that he announced. It really felt like the writing could be on the wall for Twitter and maybe we well, should be signing up to our Mastodon account.
1: going now as well.
0: Yeah, it's... For um,
1: people who don't pay.
0: But while it's still here, we are there. Um, we're on Spotify. More people are watching, listen to us on Spotify. It's great. Facebook, um... If you can't find your Facebook group, just email us or, or, or message us. Somebody messaged us uh, earlier this week to say, how do you get on your group? That's so I showed them. Um, we are on Patreon. We did a Patreon. <gasps> we didn't even talk about our Patreon episode this week, did we? We did a fun little ChatGPT related <laughs> Patreon episode. This is Gemma's idea. We, we Rather than coming up with top fives for ourselves, we got ChatGPT to generate a load of Coronation Street top fives and we rated them. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Good fun stuff. So I hope patrons you enjoyed that if you're able to listen. And of course And we
1: also had um, what? a special guest star that came on to help us. Who was that? Um, it was um Um i was supposed to say a funny joke, but I'm really tired.
0: <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. I was going to
1: make a funny joke about somebody, but I
0: can't think of anybody. <laughs> literally anybody famous. <laughs> um, YouTube. We are really trying to push our YouTube channel this okay, year, a cat now. so do go along, oh. watch our stuff, give us likes, like us, shamefully begging for like it, like us, subscribe. Um, and and do honestly if you if you like the sound of our. Bonus podcast this week. I do urge you to go to the YouTube version you like the because
1: you like the pictures. The pictures
0: are even better. Thank you to we've, we've had we've had a few comments um, on of, yeah, on YouTube and, you. and Rebecca posted a nice little review of oh, that on really our nice Facebook group earlier today, just saying how much she enjoyed it. It was good. Let's go. We've put a lot of effort into it. Gemma wants to go, um, so I we'll about go. To keep
1: my eyes open. We'll go.
0: Um, oh next week's Street Talk this main episode episode 570, timing's gonna be a little bit different I haven't quite figured it out yet but it's gonna be different so um
1: it's not it's April Fool's <laughs> it, no it really, really it's it all is it's
0: a trick right goodbye everybody you've
1: goodbye. not been
0: listening to Conversation Street arrived yeah, ha- ciao um, the music for this episode came from a podcast teams it's a trick it didn't really it did <laughs> <laughs> stop it oh <laughs> <laughs>